PKA episode 482, just the boys. Kyle? Couple sponsors tonight, ExpressVPN, Postmates, and SmartMouth. But yeah, it's just the three of us. First time all year it's been just the three of us. I'm looking forward to catching up on with each of you and not having some fucking loser in here with his so-called interesting life that I have to Ugh! Don't get me started on the guests. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Karen, I need you to drink your own piss. So, <laughs> this is going to be a classy. That was show. actually pretty cool. That was no, pretty good. <laughs> you know, uh, so I, I guess it's worth it. We were going to start off with Corona. We all agree. Just but go I, with whatever. Who cares? Dude, so I don't know if it ended that way. But before the show went live, like the show before I make the show public, it gets a couple thousand views. It was I've made about three thousand videos, and this one was by far the lowest rated video I ever made, ever. And there was a period where people would just dislike because we were late. Like the show hadn't even started yet, and I'd have thousands of dislikes because <laughs> we live streamed it. And uh, uh, you yeah, didn't I, like the piss? No, uh, that was two weeks ago. Last week was boogie. I thought people loved oh. the piss. They did love the piss. Um, yeah. People, oh, the, the boogie episode, the last one we did. The oh, episode. they didn't like boogie. Yeah, I, did, I never took it personally, not for a second. I think that. Yeah, it's not about us. Look, yeah. look. I mean, Hooray! you can tell. Look. <laughs> trying to think how I want to. Not about us this time. I feel the same way. You know, like, like, like. <laughs> Boogie can irk me sometimes. Like, like I feel like he, he, he bullshits a lot about things he doesn't know. What he, when he's talking about cars, I was just like, all right, come on. If you're going to lie, pick something that's not in my wheelhouse here. Like, like I know this is just silly what you're saying right now. I don't want to just call you out, but like, come on. Don't, don't, don't say The this. whole fucking like 35 first minutes of that episode, I would ask something or like if you start a conversation and like maybe 15 minutes in, I'm like, I don't think Kyle said a goddamn word this no. entire time. And then I started to notice. And by like the 25 minute mark, I'm like, he's making a point. To say nothing <laughs> this entire time. I find and, nothing interesting about you, sir. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was on the uh, other. Unless we're going to talk about those chicklets that you, that you got jangling around in there, then, then I, I don't want to talk about your nonsense. I'm I, afraid. I must be in the wrong because seventy percent of the people <laughs> agree with you guys. But I thought that his career trajectory and arc on YouTube was interesting. You know, we've watched a guy be. One of the most beloved guys on YouTube. They called him the Mr. Rogers of YouTube. Now they're on the other side, attacking him for anything he does and says. That's dysecting it, finding problems, a manipulator. And like I, that was interesting to me, to, to watch the arc. Uh, not to anyone else, I guess. I, 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 I never saw him as the Mr. Rogers. I've always just seen like huge threads of people hating on him and not on like like specific subreddits but like one week i'll see him on i'm a total piece of shit and then i'll see him on live stream fails and you've never seen uh, taylor made a little face uh, there's no, a I, subreddit called i am a total piece of shit you showed that to me i, I just <laughs> didn't know there was a yeah you know look look i i, I don't know what to say about him um i, I don't want to be too shitty toward him he, he he comes on the show you know he's uh he's polite to us he's he's uh he's kind and everything um i think he does his best uh, most of the time, as long as the topic is something that he is interested in or finds relevant. But then if it's not, you know, zip, he's out. He's checked out of the conversation. And, uh, you know, um, he's got a track record of doing some things. That, and, and I won't enumerate them. But, you know, if, if you didn't like them, you probably know what they are already. So, um, 
I you thought know, I don't hate Boogie or anything. I just don't like spending four hours with him at a time. And and hey, I don't think that's an insult. There are a lot of people that I don't want to spend hmm. four hours chatting with at a time. I was thinking about that the other day where I was like, is there anyone on a given week that I've spent in the last, what, six and a half years talking to as much as Woody and Kyle? Like, no. I, not even significant others. Like, I'm not sitting there talking five hours straight ever with anyone. Like very well, four hours very straight rare. and then maybe, the other hour. You know? Maybe like on very brief occasions, like if we're in a big gaming session with like maybe that, mm. you know, like like I, I talk about on the show a little bit, like nobody, Mitty and Urban and Chiz and those guys mm. that I used to play like tons of PUBG with and, and, and Call of Duty and still, you know, Tarkov and stuff like, but no, not on the regimen that we're on, of course. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the day those checks stop coming. Fuck both of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those guys? No, nah, they were pieces of shit. Dust in the wind, boys. Dust in the wind. <laughs> Kyle's just flooring it to Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I... Finally! <laughs> um, I had a boogie thing to say about his trajectory. I don't know. But yeah, it... I, I think maybe it, it, uh, I'm to blame to some extent because I, I thought the drama was interesting and it became part of the show. But uh, you live and learn. I don't care. You live and you learn. You know, yeah. we, we, we do one of these every week. There's four hours every time and then there's another hour. And they're time stamped. If you, if you don't like and it, it should be easy to find a part you like. We do the best we can with what we've got. Hmm. And we don't have a lot, guys. Corona. I've been oh. on. I've been on Kitty about the hand sanitizer. I'm like, you got to get it on there. And she's like, Ooh, I don't know about that. And I'm like, Are you insane? Fucking do it. She's like, Oh, you're not allowed to say that it's hand sanitizer. I'm like, Call it magic, magic doo doo cream. People will buy it if they know what it is. So like, hopefully next week she puts a bunch of hand sanitizer on her fucking. She uh, had better fucking not. And I'll tell you this as someone who works in the consumer products business. Okay. That there have been multiple, like, kind of more kitchen table, apothecary kind of uh, businesses that have already felt the full weight of the National Advertising Division and the FDA just mm -hmm. slamming down on them. They're like, you cannot imply, even imply, that you do anything to get rid of this disease. Like, they're, yeah, they're taking yeah, this real We're not serious. calling it Corona Magic Juice, but uh, even if you're not allowed to mix it, she was like, yeah, I don't even know if you can, like, mix it and sell it. I'm like, look, you can't sell explosives either. But what Tannerite just sends you a binary compound. You've got ammonium nitrate and aluminum powder. They let you do what you want to do in your <laughs> own home. All right. It's up to you. So, you know, she just sends you the. Uh, the we just send you alcohol and gel. You're alcohol right. and the aloe and the essential oil to make it smell real oh, this nice. Is, this is just Bacardi 151. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. As long as it's 70%. I think it's like 64% alcohol content is what you need. And, and the rest is aloe. And uh, Susan, I'd like you in my office, please. This is. <laughs> So, it's the fifth time this week, really. Every single day, you've come in reeking of booze. So, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm Bacardiing my hands. <laughs> Susan, you know, I've been a manager here at H and R Block for a long time, and I've never heard something quite that creative back again. <laughs> no. We're creative accountants here. Yeah, very yeah. The Corona thing's heating up. It's becoming very interesting. I think the most interesting thing is that all the sports, all the major sports, have either postponed or cancel their seasons, or in the case of college basketball, it seems, empty stadiums. Yeah. You know they did, they canceled March Madness. It sounded like you didn't know that. 
I didn't know that. It seemed to me that they were just going to do empty stadiums. I didn't know they full on canceled it. Holy shit! That's I saw like it on a, Reddit. Let me let me yeah. just check the source. Like a yeah, billion so, dollar event or something. I think I saw. Like, that's I mean, insane. NHL, my my Golden Knights, they're in the lead in their division. I I don't know what's going to happen to them. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, second place in the in the conference. They're they're tearing it up. But are, if they, if we can't, you guys are only two games Stanley ahead. Cup, you know, only and, and win in the win column. I think we got forty nine wins. You got like fifty one. No, nobody's got. We've got forty-two. You guys probably have forty. If you got mm. two less, I don't know. I'm gonna be. So, I think I would be know, so Taylor. impressed if you got that right. Uh, in any case, you know, like like baseball Close. and everything. Close the the big fear is yeah. is UFC, of course, that this Tony could be a fight. It's gonna get fucking canceled because of fucking coronavirus. I'm losing it my is. goddamn mind. It I is. had this Every long talk with my dad the other day, and I laid it all out with him. I'm like, since. Since time and memoriam, <laughs> Tony Ferguson and Khabib Nurmagomedov have been slated to battle one another. And time and time again, it has slipped through our fingers. But this time, no way anything happens. And here we are. Every sporting event's being canceled. And this thing's coming up next month. And I think, yeah. I hope they fight in an empty arena. I hope they fight in an empty arena and just make it fucking happen. I would love that. I, that uh, I could talk so much. All right. First of all, uh, I think the March Madness thing is true. It's the top post in college basketball and the third top yeah, post on all of Reddit. Um, and then the Khabib thing. Do, do you ever watch um, what is the reality probably, show they made um, oh, looking for? So tough. you want to be a yeah, the ultimate fighter. That's interesting sometimes because there's no crowd. It's just a gym with maybe five, eight teammates cheering each guy on. Yeah, that's what I was getting at when I said pride because when they do it over in Japan, it's like, Oh, crickets. Yeah, it is like you're right about that. And you can hear the coaches and it changes the dynamic a little bit. Uh, Matt Sarah was a particularly effective and good coach helping it whenever the gr fight hit the ground. He just had the recipe for advancing your position or getting out of a bad one. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that and how it changes. It is Khabib as effective if the other guy has a coach, you know, talking him through what, how to handle it. If uh, is it Eddie Bravo? I don't know. Is, is telling Fer Ferguson what to do. Um, yeah, I don't, it could change the game a little bit. That fucking horse. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's, just, cool <laughs> have you stockpiled enough food for that monster? <laughs> How can you? <laughs> no, there's no way you can. It's such a big dog. <laughs> He's enormous. He's My biggest fear is they're going to eat me. <laughs> hey, Pat, I heard dogs can't get Corona. That's they true. Can. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Did you say they can, Kyle? They cannot. They cannot. No. Yeah. That's confirmed. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, news. It's, so it's like, those weird like armadillo anteater things they've got in China that this shit came out of. Anyway. Well, that Joe, I I listen. I don't listen to Joe Rogan that much, but when I kind of I saw something else where it was like he had a real deal like virologist or whatever mm -hmm. it's called. Like a that Rogs. episode, I listened to it today. Fascinating. Like mm -hmm. hearing him like debunk little things, like all the stuff that you've heard around. Like I, I can't be the only one who's heard. By the beginning of May, the temperature will be high enough that all of this is going to be dead. It'll mm -hmm. be over. And he was like, well, the same thing was said about SARS. And SARS, you know, it is a little easier to contain than what we're dealing with here. And it lasted until June. You know, it, there's not going to be a magic temperature button where it's suddenly like, boop, and it's gone. Yeah. So uh, even like Ghana just had a couple cases today. And I imagine it's hot as shit in Ghana. Oh, they've got great health care in Ghana, though. It's humidity. The best. I think yeah. I, look, I'm not a virologist, but we are going to cut off both of your hands and eat them. What's that going to have only gotten this because you are an evil man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see that preacher curing everyone of Corona on air? 
No. no. <laughs> I got it somewhere. Hang on. I didn't. I, I know the clip you're talking about because I liked it on Twitter, but I didn't watch it with audio. But I saw him like, like pulsing his like hand magically at the camera. Yeah, it's Kenneth Copeland. There People was... like this deserve to be burned at the stake. Yeah, that's a fucking dick move. Make people think who trust. Yeah, this is Kenneth Copeland. Fucking. You, let's. I haven't watched it yet. Honestly, I just know of it. I, I'm queued up on it. I'm All ready. Right. I'll be in a second. I've never even heard of this fuck. What a piece of shit. Look at him. Look at this cocksucker. I bet he's worth fucking eight or twenty million dollars somewhere <laughs> in there from fucking morons out there sending him eight, ten dollars of their social security check. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Put your hand on that television set. Oh, yes. I already hate him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He received your healing. Yes. Receive it. Now. I can feel it. I don't feel anything. Say it. I I'm take it. Direction. I take it. I have it. I have it. It's mine. I have it. It's mine. It's mine. I thank you and praise you for it. Yes. And I forgive if I have aught against any. I forgive. And I praise you that I'm well and whole. I praise you. Where's he, where's his hands are so According wet. to the word of God. <laughs> I'm healed. Yeah. Healed. And I Consider not my own body. Yes, consider. Wait a minute. Wait, what? I consider not symptoms in my body. I I, I'm considered them. But only that which God has promised. Only, only that, that which God, which God has Only that what the Word has said. Only that what the Word And by His stripes I was healed. And by His stripes I am healed now. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed and the devil's trying to give me the flu. That's right. Or whatever else Wait. kind of thing he's trying to <laughs> Wait, whatever else. <laughs> Heal and well. Yes. In the sweet name, name of, Jesus. of Jesus. Glory to God. <clears throat> All right, I'm done with Kenneth. Amen. Anyone want to take a guess Amen. as to how much money Kenneth is worth? I bet he's worth $12 million. Not even fucking close. $50 million. I was going to go under. Oh. But Cal... Using psychology, I'm going to go 27 million. A pittance compared to this man's worth. What, what is this piece of shit worth? It, uh, $105 million. Not even fucking close. No. Dude, Help these people are such pieces $760 million. What? He didn't even Lord, make a sign for Raise my bank account. <laughs> I hate this you guy. Know what's, what's pretty cool is like, even <clears throat> if Christianity is real, this guy is going to a way worse hell than the three of us are. Oh, yeah. Like being a false prophet, Jesus is very upset by this. Gullibility is an yeah. age-related disease. I'm convinced of that. And it's why old people flock to Fox News. And it's why old people flock to religion. They get gullible and then they get taken advantage of. It's why people mail you forgot your car payment letters to old people. And, and they don't have car payments. It's it's yeah, gullibility. There is a problem with your Apple account. Yeah, <laughs> they turned well, seventy-seven years old, here. and suddenly they're getting they're paying off student loans. <laughs> you know what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> they believe shit they shouldn't believe. They're susceptible to being tricked, and it's the Republican voter base. It's why I, I can I can empathize <laughs> with old people who are religious because it's like they grew <clears> up <throat> in a time with no internet, like that was hammered into them twenty-four-seven, and so like you get to be like seventy years old. And you've believed that your whole life, like can't teach an old dog new tricks. Like it, it makes sense. They'd cling to religion at least or uh, 
I would think. Can't Either way, Kenneth Copeland, you can go fuck man. yourself. Yeah. Screw this guy. Your fucking wet hand casted spells. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> fucking weirdo. Why is he still at it? You know, I challenge you, got- you to a, a, a cast off, a magic off. Uh, Just a, a meeting <laughs> a of the minds. You, you and your God versus me and nothing but my, my enormous head. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love yeah. to see Taylor engage this guy in a magic. Call. It's like that South Park where it's like, whoa, 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 both trying to move a paperclip and nothing happening. When all those cops are like right around, do you remember that guy? The one psychic comes out of the hotel room and he's standing there, and there's like a million SWAT guys, and they're going, "He's gonna do it! He's gonna do it!" And he goes, "Don't make me use it! Don't make me!" <laughs> just load on, load on, like a hundred rounds. Yeah, psychics, uh, psychics are pieces of shit. And this guy is basically just a psychic doing this, a psychic like waving the flag of Jesus. So, real piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Yes, that's not helping this situation at all. If you have a bunch of old people, the most susceptible group to this disease, believing that they're fine to go out to Cracker Barrel, you know, uh, every Sunday for the next however long. Like, Cracker this Barrel makes a damn good. good breakfast. You ever been? There? I'm not saying. I'm saying it's where old people go, and I'm not uh, no. No We're not disparaging the food. No, I like game. the game that you play with teas at the table. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll look over at people at the same table playing the game, see that they're, they got fewer teas, and I'll cheat before they can look at mine. So <laughs> I don't cheat, but that game alternatively makes me feel like a genius and a moron. Oh, yeah. Robert, <laughs> you'll like try a new strategy, and it's like, how, how did I end with five? That's, that's like not possible. Like, did you end with five? No, I'm, a, I'm, I'm just goofing. I'm just, I'm just playing. Obviously, I don't have the pattern recognition of an amoeba. You know? So, but anyway, brown casserole. casserole. I like the store. You always find something neat in there. Oh, yeah. The store has oddball candies and sodas. Uh, I, it's like, I'm going to leave with a soda that's red. It's the sole remaining distributor of Charleston Chew. (laughs) I went in there for a breakfast and left with a fucking rocking chair. That's the. That's a good store. Yeah, that is a good store. I kind of want to swing by Cracker Barrel and see what they have. And they do a good job maintaining an aesthetic that it's easy to believe there's a man out back building rocking chairs for you. (laughs) (laughs) They do. Really, that guy's in Vietnam, but. Really, yeah, yeah. There's a fucking truck pulling up with a bunch of fucking IKEA subsidiary made shit, but. Is that yeah. literally true? I have, I'm as no, gullible no, as a Fox News viewer. I'm making shit up. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, I, I, haven't been, I haven't been to Cracker Barrel in so long. I go every day. Do you? No, that's <laughs> not believable they either. Have, What's wrong with you, Woody? real, real good <laughs> breakfast. Real uh, good breakfast. Yeah, breakfast is great there. Yeah, I only eat I'm there traveling. when I'm on a trip. When I have some. Yeah, I was about to, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, when I'm traveling, yeah. I like to stop in the old Cracker Barrel, the old country store. I mean, the important thing to remember about this virus, it's just the flu, guys. Remember last flu season when the NBA, the NHL, the XFL, uh, the UFC, it's coming. I'm the stock you, market coming. collapse uh, caught my attention. It turns out global pandemics real bad for the stock market. Very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And especially like, I don't know who's to blame. I told you like, guys not to which, take which one of our You did. Yeah, I you remember did. it. Yes. I'll specific, I specifically remember. We said, what's your number? I said on a Woody scale from one to ten. Said one. I said on a I scale from said. one to ten, one being the scariest and ten being the <laughs> Where would you rank this thing? And I said, I'm at a two. I, All right. That is how it went. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I'm not Nostradamus a, over here. That's true. <laughs> so 
Yeah, this is pretty fucking bad. I think that's all of Italy is shut down. Close uh, Norway Close is shut Thanks. down. <laughs> uh, the Czech Republic made an announcement today that they are not allowing any public groups of more than ten people. And they're shutting their border down and everything because everything's getting real. Belgium, I think Belgium said, did I write it down? I think it was either, yeah, Belgium said you can't gather outside at all. All public events canceled, all restaurants closed, did you catch New all, York? pretty much everything. New York? 500. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's 500. I have 200, but I'm not very sure. Um, which effectively shuts down Broadway. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, they like, closed Broadway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I read it. So, like, the, the shitty thing is, we are getting out tested by every single country in the world. Yes. Every single country, like like Senegal, is <laughs> testing people faster than we are. Fucking everywhere in Europe is testing us faster. We've we've the U.S. has given out eleven thousand tests total. Taylor, so far. if the numbers go up, it hurts Trump's reelection chances. So we have to prevent testing. Get your I'm priorities okay in order. This is it's an indictment on how fucking shitty our medical care system is. It really is like that, that we are so wildly unprepared for this, that we, we can't make enough tests. Are they too expensive? What's the fucking holdup? I we were understand. prepared. We shut down that division of the government. Yeah. Well then fuck that. <laughs> we, we need to have somebody in charge of that. You know, there was I, a I permanent was thing. Trump continue. said, look, I'm a businessman. I don't like having these people hang around paying them when we don't need them. Yeah. I, if he did that, then, then fuck that. Oh, that's yeah, that's terrible. a real fuck thing. Him. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not doubting you. I'm saying I don't really care. I believe that it's the Trump administration and probably past administrations for not doing nearly enough to prevent something like this happening. But like when we've only rolled out 11,000 tests and South Korea is doing 10,000 tests a day, a day they're doing. And so the people are saying here, it's like, oh, there's only like 2,000 confirmed cases in the U.S. It's not that bad. It's like, no, it's it's way more than that. The CDC even came out two days ago and said, hey, so a lot of those influenza deaths that people are quoting in order to make a comparison between the standard influenza and the coronavirus, very possible that a lot of those influenza deaths were actual coronavirus deaths, but because they weren't tested, it was misattributed in our statistics. And so it's like way more people have already died. Some like head medical committee in Ohio is estimating that 100,000 people just in that state are already infected by it. Like it's 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 much bigger than people think. Just because you don't get wildly ill doesn't mean it's it's not serious. Like this is this is it. Come on, this is way worse than you thought it would get. Did you think every major sports league would shut down? Did you think? Yes, I down called it a two from- out of ten. <laughs> Damn it, one Taylor! Being the, one being Armageddon. <laughs> Can't and you y'all remember? Laughed it up. <laughs> you know when you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this shit is this shit is serious. I, we, I, but Tom really Hanks has control. Corona. Is it serious or is the reaction to it serious? I'm just playing devil's advocate. That I haven't heard about a lot of deaths. I haven't heard about a lot of problems from it. I've heard a lot of problems from the reaction to it. The NBA shutting down and the stock market crashing are reactions to Corona. I don't even know anyone that has Corona. I don't know. Nobody got the corona. Yeah, right. That's how you tell if a thing's a big deal. It's people that yeah. he knows. It's, it's people that I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not you. Specifically me. <laughs> Nobody in Woody's Tarkov squad has corona, boys. All right? I right? think we're in the clear. We're all doing a Tarkov-based these quarantine. these are 20-year-old men who spend all day at home playing Tarkov. But... <laughs> 
I'm going to end up getting this shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I meant to ask you in particular. So let me yeah. let me preface it like this. Uh, Hope School, turns out the president of her school used to run the CDC in Atlanta. Um, wow. They're shut down for a week and then a week delayed they're doing online school. Um, mm-hmm. uh, George Foreman's mom, you know, the baby we watch, <laughs> uh, her job has everyone working from home and they'll reevaluate on April 6th, which is a while out, you know, three weeks, yeah. uh, whether or not they go back then. So that's a big deal. Uh, one of the guys I fly with owns a company. He's very successful. And uh, his company has, like, they're doing work from home stuff. And if anyone travels, they're forced to self-quarantine for some extended period, two, three weeks. Like, like my world is filled with people who are impacted by this, who are reacting mm-hmm. to it. What do you got? Are you still going to work? Are you still traveling? I, I'll still go to meetings and stuff, but it's getting to the point now that it's like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not traveling. Mm-hmm. Like any any appointments I have with retailers on behalf of clients or whatever, I'm doing Skype or mm-hmm. calling in or something because it's apparently if you get on a plane because they recycle the air and it lives in the air for three hours, like it's it, it's incredibly transmissible on a plane. Like it just takes one person breathing and you could, get, you could get transmittable, transmissible, transmittable. I don't know. I don't know. There's no way to tell. Yeah, it's incalculable between those two words. But calculable. It, it, it's certainly not calculable. It's just, I feel like the business world is the slowest to catch on to this kind of thing hmm. because they just, they don't want to deal with the opportunity cost of all lost time. And so they kind of just try and inch it out and inch it out. And it, it's not going to work. Like That's it's getting to the point now that everybody, like everybody is starting to be like, okay, oh, you were going to come meet you know, I'm going to attend a meeting with a client and they're going to have a third party uh, come in for a meeting. Now it's like nobody fucking come in. Everybody call in. Yeah. In like, my little it's not worth it. circle of visibility, like traffic is much lower. Uh, everyone I know, you know, I hope George Foreman's mom, et cetera, you know, they're not going to work anymore. Uh, the business world is doing their thing. So yeah, they're, they're starting to a little late, but um, okay. yeah, it's, it's definitely not good. I have, uh, two, maybe three. No, he works somewhere else. Two friends who I was hanging out with not too long ago who work in a hospital that a coronavirus person was at. Mm-hmm. And so if they were exposed to it, I was around them enough to get exposed. And so who knows? We'll know in about two weeks because apparently it can take up to that long. But like one of the real dangers from what I'm reading is that like if you're young, it comes on kind of like an annoying cold, you know, where it's like, Ah oh, man, just I'm not catching my breath all the way. It must be that phlegm from my cold. Ah, oh, I'm just kind of feeling this. Uh, it must be a cold. And so then people are more likely to go outside, and then you're fucking breathing on someone in the the Walmart aisle. And then who knows if that person you just breathed on is gonna go back to their job at a geriatric center and end up giving it to a bunch of people like that. And so, like that, like I've I've seen a lot of compelling stuff from much smarter people than me saying, hey. Don't think about this as like how risky it is for you to go outside and how risky it is for you to get this disease. Think about the kind of butterfly effect that you could cause by going out if you're unknowingly infected with this, you know? And so that's, and, and it was someone else really smart said like, what was it like private or uh, personal quarantining only works if you start it when it seems too early. If you wait until it seems like it's out of control, it's already out of control. Yeah, like you're you, contagious you, before you're symptomatic. Yeah, and that's the opposite of what SARS was, according to that guy on Joe Rogan, where it was yeah. like you were symptomatic for four or five days, and then you were super, you know, able to 
transmit the disease. And so that means that this is way harder to control than that, I would imagine. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. I started quarantining two days ago when I installed Tarkov. So I'm okay. Not two days, two weeks ago. Um, yeah. What was I going to... Uh, I lost my train of thought, but yeah. Oh, the response to this on my Facebook, because my Facebook is filled with insane people, is divided along political lines. There are people saying like, can you believe we're missing these sports events? People are like having smaller weddings and what a tragedy that would be. This is no big deal. And these people are just rooting for it to be not a big deal because it helps Republicans. And then there are people on the other side, maybe I'm guilty, <laughs> maybe I'm guilty of like rooting it for it to be a bigger deal. Because it, it, it goes the other direction. I don't know, but it's divided along political lines like everything is. Movie reactions. Yeah, if you're rooting for this to be a bigger deal, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. But if you're, if you're like sitting there going, no, this is actually a, a big conspiracy against Trump. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It, it's a disease that's pretty serious and not not good. Not what we want. Uh, so you know how Italy is getting fucking hammered harder than pretty much everybody? Right. Tell us more. You had a thought on that. Yeah. So uh, like Northern Italy is getting absolutely fucking slammed with this. And people were wondering, like, why is it? I even saw some people like uh, a few days ago coming up with a theory where it's like, I mean, they're fucking Italians. They greet each other by kissing one another on the cheek and then touching. It's very, very touchy. But really, so a lot of Italians in Northern Italy sold leather goods and textile companies to China and then Italy allowed 100,000 uh, Chinese workers from Wuhan to move to Italy to work in those factories. And they were direct Wuhan to northern Italy flights. And so it was a lot of infected people showing up in northern Italy before they even knew they were infected. And so that kind of explains why it went balls to the wall insane in northern Italy before any of those other areas. So I, I thought that was that made way more sense than hugging and kissing too much. I would have believed either one. <laughs> Maybe they... I would have too. I'm a fucking idiot. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that does make sense. And there, so the it, the Italian government response, we talked about it a bit on PKN, was interesting. Mortgages aren't due. They're encouraging people to stay yeah. home. You know, the, the, like in America, they're like, go to work, but social distance. In Italy, like there's literal like government intervention on behalf of personal yeah. finances. I That's great. guarantee you the American response will somehow be to funnel money to very wealthy people in hopes that it trickles down. We're going to give businesses cash. We're going to give banks money. What do you name a hundred times that's happened before? <laughs> I can't get past 60 or 70, Taylor. You got what was me. that doing where it's like, uh, uh, I, I see all the memes today where it's like, don't worry, guys, it's under control. We're giving payroll tax cuts. Like, <laughs> You know, I really don't think this is going to help us. Like, we People really need to be self-quarantining now. And unfortunately, because of the way our health system is structured, a lot of people can't afford it. And so they're just going to continue going to work anyway. And that really sucks for them and everybody they come into contact with if they're ill. So, yeah, this is it. The U.S. is almost like a perfect storm for this to happen. Like we just we don't have the ability like Belgium or Italy or, you know, fucking the Czech Republic to just say, nope, nobody can fucking come in. Nah, nada. You know who's doing really well right now? Fucking Russia. Because like two months ago, they were like, there's no one else coming in. Fuck that shit. Sounds very dangerous. <laughs> and now, and everybody at the time is like <laughs> overreacting Russia. And then now Russia's, they're really not dealing with it too bad. 
So yet, yeah, this is just fascinating to watch. You know, I, even hockey, I haven't been as interested interested in recently as this. Like, it's just the most the biggest global story in forever. It's so interesting to see how this is going to pan out, especially since we have no idea the number of people who are actually infected, especially in this country. No clue. We don't have the slightest inkling. So we'll we'll see. Some some asshole who everybody in in St. Louis hates now flew back from Italy <laughs> to Chicago knew they were infected and then got on the Amtrak came down to St. Louis <laughs> and then that same guy went home told his daughter it's the daddy daughter dance at at Villanova a very wealthy all girls school they went there tons of people at that school are infected now so they did that and it's like if you don't know the like the schools that it was spread in from this this guy and then the people he came into contact with it's like the kind of private schools that you pay like $30,000 a year to send people to it's the the richest of the rich people unbelievably wealthy people and of course of course, those people think they're above the rules, where it's like, oh, well, not for me, you know? Oh, the peons can't get on the Amtrak to go home, but I can. It's like, fuck yourself, dude. Why did you have to do that? And then go to the hospital and get, get and infect all the nurses and doctors. It's just, ugh, it, quarantining doesn't work if assholes just <laughs> insist they're above it. What do you got, Kyle? I, I'm looking on Reddit at, at, uh, at, at uh, coronavirus stuff, but then I saw this. There was one article that says cops beat Chinese man after asking his name. And then there's a quote from the man who was beaten. And he says, I've lost all faith in the police, says Mr. Fuck you. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> has, has yeah, some... it's uh, it's been really interesting. I saw Tom Hanks had a uh, coronavirus. He and his wife. Uh, they're down in Australia, I believe. Uh, so that. That's that's all that really matters, you know. Like, like our celebrities. How that, old is that, Tom Hanks? He's sixty three years old, and he has type two diabetes. And apparently, obesity and diabetes are like two comorbidities that are super super dangerous with this. So, not good. I think for Tom he can Hanks. afford pretty good health care though. So I, I'm fingers I'm sure crossed. But I think old Hanks will be just fine. He'll yeah, probably be fine. The death rate's not that high, but I don't know that money solves coronavirus. I do. I, okay. I think money solves coronavirus. I mean. What is the reaction going to be like if someone like Tom Hanks dies? You it can. is going to be that is enough. Like saying 5,000 people died isn't as impactful mm -hmm. to the average person as saying this one person that you saw in Forrest Gump died because that gives you know a, a face to the incident. So I, I think that would really rile people up about it. Would what, heck, I think um, canceling sports was a big deal. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm fine. With the Blues just being the continual standing up champions until, <laughs> until the following. Year. You should get another awesome. pennant. <laughs> yeah. you, you, they give you another cup where they're like, you know, it's, it's fucking Air Bud rules. They're like, fuck, well, it's August. And I no. guess you are the first two-time carryover winner. So <laughs> Nobody else won the cup, so you're still the champs. Yeah. So that the sports thing is super fascinating because like who it, it like throws a a wrench into everything that you thought into how you thought everything worked, you know, like it's in your head that it's like, no, 
the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, these are too big of organizations. They're not going to shut stuff down. They're not going to get rid of uh, uh, spectators and then just cancel the season. And they did. What they fucking they, did. What if they did um, empty games? Like how would, I guess that even that's a bit, you got the players to worry about. You know, that yeah. one player has uh, coronavirus, right? And then they managed to go, it took five days for every other player in the NBA to like, you know, like six degrees from him. Like mm-hmm. it, over the course of five days, he would have played, you know, against, I'll make it up, three teams. Yeah. And then those three teams would have played with those three mm-hmm. teams. And those then, every player would have been exposed to this guy. Yeah. And that, he was the guy who touched all the mics, right? That NBA player, yeah. Yeah. I, I, an I, asshole. I, okay. <laughs> I'm on the other side of it. Because what he, are you talking about? Here's why. He, Kyle, he did that at a time you had your one to 10 scale the other way, right? Like I'm lo- still there. I'm still there on the fear of the thing. I'm still at a two. Very, very concerned. <laughs> but, but like, I, I just, maybe I'm just too empathetic for this guy, but like he was mocking the coronavirus as his people were overdoing it. There's still people on my Facebook feed doing that right now. There was one asshole posted six times today about how the coronavirus was nothing and how everyone's, you know, what are the symptoms of coronavirus? Gullibility, watching mainstream media, yada, yada, Ugh. yada. <laughs> so <laughs> you should just turn your Facebook off and make new friends, dude. You're right. Look, <laughs> I, I still think that as far as like the lethality of this thing and, and like the, the end toll of it, like I'm talking about how afraid I am. And mm-hmm. me personally, I'm, I'm legitimately at an eight out of 10, if I'm being honest. 10 being the least afraid. Of course. Stop your bullshit scale. (laughs) You don't get to determine my scale. I find it very confusing, though. (laughs) If I I feel like I could get it, I'd be just fine. I'd just be just fine. I'd have the sniffles. I'd have the sniffles. I got so much chicken soup in there. For me, it's not about you, though, right? Like, because you see your father. Well, that's true. Now, now, if I'm worried about. uh, Then you go visit your dad. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to visit him. But you see, he came to you to see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, he came over just recently to see. Yeah, yeah, fights. he did. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. You guys interact. Sure, we make out. You know, get down. Well, I, that probably transmits it. That w- neither of no. you guys are going to get sick. You're already quarantined. You've been quarantined for years. Big big moves. <laughs> yeah. No, no. no I, I I feel like like my personal fear of it is legitimately very very low. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, anything that's killing one to three percent of the people who get it, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's yeah, three percent okay. is enormous. One percent is huge. It's quite high, but yeah. um, but you know, I think you've got to look at it uh, for what it is, and and you know, this isn't the Andromeda strain or whatever. What's that? What's that Stephen King book? Oh, the one where the virus kills everybody, and it kills them in like three oh, shit. days. Uh, it's not the Andromeda strain. That's uh, that's that alien shit with the vampires or whatever. I don't remember. Is it about name. like? Is it almost a religious parallel, like the, the end times, or uh, am I mixing up my Stephen King books? I think there is a book about this. I just yeah, I haven't I was, read it. It's the Stand. Um. So yeah, it, it isn't the the, stand, the virus from the Stand or anything. But yeah, it, it's certainly dangerous to some people. And we should all be concerned about it because we've all got people in our lives who are vulnerable to it, yeah. right? But if I'm talking about my personal fear and that it's going to get me, this is not one of those movie viruses that's just 
sweeping through communities, wiping them clean or anything like that. No, yeah. well, I, I mean, like it's never going to be like anyway. a movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, it could be, yeah. I mean, there are viruses that, that, that kill high, high percentages of people that get them. They're just not as transmutable. Fair, fair. Yeah. I'd... If this mutated into something scarier, I, that's what I wish Joe had asked that virologist. Like, could this mutate into something that instead of killing 1% or 2%, kills Ooh. 25%, 50%, 75%? Could that happen? Something it maintains. It's, it's the killer bee thing we talked about a couple of weeks ago where, it, yeah, it's, it's incredibly transmutable. And it's incredibly dead, deadly because we seem to be on the other end of that right now where it's very, very transmutable. Not quite that deadly. Yeah, I tried to talk to Filthy about this. He had no time for it. But the... Like, what is, the four hour length of the <laughs> what is the most <laughs> dangerous kind, right? It, the, one of the things that makes this so rough is you're contagious but asymptomatic for some period of time. I used to say two yeah. weeks. I think it's shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's what makes it, that's why how it spreads so well. You feel great. You're out and about. You don't know that you're getting everybody sick. Yeah. And if you've ever played Plague, where you try and kill everybody with a disease that you make and you're upping, you know, the, the transmission ability and the killing ability, because the whole goal is to kill everyone on Earth, you know, the best kind of way to spread a virus, according to this cell phone game that I play when I'm <laughs> bored at airports, is making sure that the transmission is tippity top 99 out of 100 for the first like year of it to get everybody having it and not until then do you start upping the lethality and so like obviously this isn't gonna this isn't a video game so it's gonna be different but there are already two types that i I read this the other day and i found it again so while the s type of coronavirus is the ancestral type the l type is found to be more prevalent the l type made up 70 percent of the 103 sequence strains, whereas the S-type made up 30%. It's not yet clear whether the L-type evolved in humans or in zoonotic intermediary hosts. In summary, our analysis of 103 sequence SARS-CoV-2 genome suggests that the L-type is more aggressive than the S-type and that human interference may have shifted the relative abundance of L and S-type soon, ap- or soon after the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak. And so like there, there is one that's more intense than the other already. And I, th- I think, I guess that's kind of inevitable with any disease, right? Maybe I don't fucking know, mm. but yeah. it's so frustrating to want to understand so much about this, and then I'll read stuff from experts and be like, "I'm just too dumb for this." <laughs> what? Say it in easy words. That, don't, it, don't use your science. There's that, and then there's experts that disagree with each other, and that's part of the challenge too. I don't have enough like virology knowledge to determine which experts are right and which ones are wrong. So what yeah. do you do? Just pick the ones that tell you whatever you find better. Or so more entertaining, or yeah. what your goal is? I, I don't know. So, so it's crazy. Yeah, we're all here debating which oil is the best, and none of us are chemical engineers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's it's super fucking interesting following this. As long as and Tony and Khabib fight, I'm. Just they're not going to fight. I think they're going to fight. One is still doing their fights. So they're just closing the doors, empty arenas. You think they'll do that? Well, that's what one championship is doing. That's another uh, oh, okay. fighting, fighting uh, it's like a organization, minor league league, like a Bellator or yeah, yeah, yeah like a Bellator, yeah, okay. yeah com- comparative. Yeah, I, they they gotta put the fucking show on. Come on. Yeah, we need this. They'd probably do well. Everybody's gonna be sports starved. And they're like, well, <laughs> I can't watch the sport I want to watch. I guess I'm watching this one. You know it that would be a great time to like instead of. I don't know how it would work, but if they could find a way to open up the pay per view, like like to, like like if they could, if, if they could get like somebody to broadcast it instead, 
and get and, and but it's ESPN. Never mind. Uh, Remember that picture you sent that there's a guy and girl laying in bed. They're like back to back, not facing yeah. each other. She says, I, "I bet he's thinking about other women." And he's like, "What if Tony and Khabib get canceled?" Did you yeah. know Dana tweeted that? Yeah. Oh, you did know that. Okay, I didn't know. And uh, I was like, oh, Dana's thinking about it now. Of course he is. But it, was that a hint that he's gonna? Was where? What do you make from that? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just him having a little bit of fun. Uh, Probably. But uh, but but I I would think they would still do it. They'll just close the they'll just close the arena off. Dana, if you're watching, and I assume you are, raise the pay per view five dollars. Close the arena. You'll make even more. Sure. I would still do sure. it. I would. I mean, oh. I, I, I don't care how much you charge. I'm still willing to pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll buy it. I'll probably actually buy it. I actually, I buy the, um, the bigger shows. Like, and, and the, the pirate sites, they suck when it's like a Connor fight, for example. At the very beginning, when there's some two fighters you don't even know that they're trying to make popular, the stream works fine. And then by the time the title fight rolls around and everyone and their mom is watching, it's, you miss the fight. Mm-hmm. Why you buy or, the big or they'll cut it off right then to like punish you. It's like, ah, uh, nope. Ah, uh, possibly. Sure. Ooh, sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always buy them. Um, I, I, don't, I don't like pirating them. It's, it's just such low quality. And I like watching on my television out there. I like, I like being on my couch with my beverage and my, my peanuts and you know getting to watch the thing one of your fancy meals you make for yourself i'm sure i usually just get the peanuts the I, I, I got these uh I, I bought unsalted peanuts and then i uh i seasoned them myself with uh with cajun and cajun spices and sriracha powder and Ooh. i make these super spicy peanuts that i that i, that I cook up they're, they're sounds just, good i love peanuts oh they are spicy <laughs> you cook them up yeah, like when you're yeah, making you, kung pao or something, I how do you avocado? How do you put them in a pan? Put them in a pan with a little bit of avocado oil and all the seasoning, and you sort of stir fry the peanuts. Like like you get them good and hot, and it it makes the makes the seasoning makes bond it soak in. The, that was the question. Yeah. Can you do a whole like I saw the amount you purchased? Can you do that in one time? Like the, I do like two cups at a time. Okay, but in one yeah. sitting. No, I don't eat two cups of peanuts in one sitting. No, 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 but like... you cook two cups of peanuts in one Oh, sitting. yeah, yeah, in one, in one like pan. It's one yeah. standing. I've got like big cast it. iron pans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're fucking tasty. Because that's, that's part of the challenge. Like, if I want, whatever, 14 peanuts, I don't want to spend 30 minutes cooking them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just put them back in the jar, part. and I've got my fancy like, uh, like seasoned up and spicy peanuts with all sorts of... This look good. Yeah, it's Fancy clearing my nose through the camera. That's so spicy. I love spicy peanuts. Okay. Even just the planter's heat peanuts that you get at gas stations. Those mm-hmm. are good. All right. Are they better than that? Are they spicier than those? They're so spicy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Lots of sriracha some. powder. Is the corona know. topic finished? Yeah, I think so. All right. This good luck, Tom I... Hanks. Everybody else, I don't care. Everybody else, <laughs> just Tom Hanks is all I give a fuck about. This is just care. a hypothetical for most of us. Uh, you have 30 minutes to hide a USB drive in your house. Your house will be raided by the police, detective, and, SB- and FBI agents all searching for the USB. Where do you hide it so it won't be found? 
Well, let's see. Mm. Let me just copy the top few comments. I would take the handle off the stove. Of course, it's hollow. You know this one. one in there. <laughs> or I'll go into the bathroom. I'll take the lid off the toilet, take that floaty ball that's in there, split it open, throw the thumb drive inside, super glue it back up. That's Those are both great ones. And take Those it. are both the top two <laughs> comments. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was. Feed it to my dog. I had that idea too. Yeah. I mean, it would kill my dog, but yeah. it should probably be okay. My dog thinks it's a peanut. <laughs> uh, yeah, feed it to my dog. It's it's hidden for a day. And it gonna... Just wrap a whole flash drive in a piece of bologna. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> As someone who's had their home raided a couple or three times by, the fed, by federal agencies, they're terrible at their jobs. Really? They miss all sorts of stuff, all <laughs> right? Like, if there's... I won't go into great detail, but some stuff they would would have liked to have gotten, you know, like like mm -hmm. oh no, we left one of those five of them. Oh God, <laughs> how much? Um, just they're terrible at their job at like finding all the nitty gritty things that they sh should absolutely have found. And I'm not talking about little thumb drive size things. I'm talking about big. I don't know about gun shaped things. <laughs> yeah, like firearm shaped things, big ones, and and you know, like 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 uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> My idea, you know, all sorts of spices and herbs and stuff, and just just bags of stuff that they miss out. I on. I figured and, they would have tore the hell out of your entire place. They pull but it I, apart, but you know, it's so, I got so much stuff, you know, like like you know, they just had. Lots of things just don't get found, you know, and lots of little creepy crawly places like nobody looks under drawers. You want to just duct tape something up under a pull the drawer out, duct tape something under the drawer, slide it back in. Nobody's that that in movies. Yeah. Nobody's going to take your wall sockets apart. Although in that post that Woody's referencing, they do mention one guy was like, hey, the feds came to my place. They took a few of my wall sockets out, you know, my power outlets and looked in the little box. Hmm. I, I had they did not do that at my house. They didn't take any wall sockets apart. Um, they didn't look in any of the little hidey holes. Like, you know, you open a closet door and like uh you know how there's that molding around the top of the door? Nobody like yeah. looks up on top of that. Nobody looks in air vents even. You know, that was you my idea. Air vent, you reach your arm as deep in it as you can. Maybe yeah. I got something down there. Many times they don't even look under the bed, Woody. <laughs> under the bed it's the place they should be looking there was one time they raided my house this is the like the first time they raided my house and i i, I wasn't there during the raid i got back um hours after the raid had basically completed and i go in my room and look around it's all ripped apart there's shit thrown everywhere they're very messy about how they do it and i'm like oh look they left half an ounce of weed. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, my, my friend we was better like, smoke this before they find it. My friend's like, <laughs> we did. My friend's like, where did you have it hidden? I was like, under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like in a hidey hole. No, I didn't even know it was there. It fell between the mattress and the wall and it was just down there. It's, it's just like a big Ziploc bag of weed. It's like half an ounce of weed or something like that. They didn't find it. They should have used know? a dog. That's or the third most popular response in that in that post you're referencing was you take a candle out of the glass jar and uh, you, you like you, the way I would do is I would slice the b bottom like quarter half inch off of it and then I would melty melt a hole in what the big chunk that was remaining put the thumb drive in there and then melt the two pieces back together slide it back in the damn in the that's smart as jar. Fuck. Yeah, I think that. they were saying boil it or something, just soften the whole thing, squeeze sure, it in, push it in. Yeah, I my idea was the vent thing. Like, I, as a guy who's raised kids, we've dropped countless 
matchbox sized toys, you know, down there and you can reach down there and get it back out. Yeah. Yeah. I used to hide stuff like, like when I was a kid and I had like porn or whatever, like that's where I put my porn, like, like it was down the air vent. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, like you don't have to get all that crazy creative. If you're like super hacker man and the NSA is at your house, that might be a different story. But I'd say that like when when the mid tier federal agencies come to your house, like they don't they don't dig in the walls or anything. They don't get out like the stethoscope and start listening for hollow spots. They bring dogs around. They bring drug drug sniffing dogs, electronic sniffing dogs. Drug sniffing dogs missed under the bed. Yeah. Electronic sniffing dogs? What do they do? Like yeah. bark at your they, Xbox? They smell for hard drives, thumb drives. They can smell hard drives? Dogs can. They've got that China odor. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you ever take electronics, like, like especially like it's got this uh, sort of plasticky, metallic kind of like, you know how you can taste a penny? Yeah. And it's this weird sort of like olfactory sort of sensation you get. It's kind of like that. That's but a dog, of course, had its sense of smell is a hundred, yeah, thousand times better, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I went to the place where they trained those uh, those drug sniffing dogs and uh, ordnance sniffing dogs, and he also had dogs that were trained in electronic sniffing capabilities. That's where I bought that piece of shit that uh, that that bit me and hates me. Oh, Dak. yeah, I bought him. So from is one he of those. dead yet? No, getting a little gray, getting a little gray. But that's still good news. Just, just a yeah, yeah. And he hasn't much mellowed much. Fuck no. My dad's dog died the other day. He had to put it down. My that dad stings. my dad's had a Doberman for we we did the math. He was about 17 years old, which is crazy for old a for Doberman? A Doberman. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's Things last old. 6 years of its life must have been hell. Was no, it just blind and deaf. And it, it since we're all fine, it had been hit by tumors. a car a couple oh. of times. And so it was getting to the point where it was like not able to get around adequately. Did the car was... crush its voice box? No. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, poor poor old Chopper. That was his name. And uh, real, real nice, real sweet dog. I had to put him down. Dad has the ashes. Dad really loved that dog. Yeah. We have uh, paw prints from some of our dogs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God. I know you've heard of it. You have seen stuff. So for people who don't follow it closely, you'll still find this interesting. There's this guy. His name is Brian Ortega. Very good fighter. And uh, he just fought for a championship. Didn't win, but let's just call him the second best fighter in his weight class. Cool. And Korean Zombie is another very good fighter. His career is somewhat derailed for sort of like mandatory military service. And Korean Zombie came on a podcast. But he doesn't speak English very well. So he had a translator. His translator is an American dude. He's a musician. He's not a fighter. Uh, he's, he's an, I guess he's popular in his own right. He's not pop, I'm, not, I'm not his demo. But, so he's a successful musician. And he's translating things. Korean Zombie says, amongst other things, but the leading thing was this. Brian Ortega's dodging me. And I think that like, he called him out. Maybe Ortega was hurt or something like that. And he's like, I want to fight Brian Ortega. He, he's scared of me. He's dodging me. He's scared. When in fact, Ortega has an injury. Can't fight. Well, not won't hmm. fight. Can't fight. Okay. So Brian Ortega says to the translator, how dare you say that? Next time I see you, I'm slapping you on sight. And the translator's like, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, am, I am the translator. 
So they're all at a UFC event together. The, the translator is friends with Korean Zombie the Fighter. And Brian Ortega's not far away, right? He's, he can see them. They're at the event, not together, but nearly together. They're probably not going to make it up. They're 20 feet away. So Brian Ortega waits and waits and waits. And then Korean goes, the Korean zombie, the fighter, goes to the bathroom. Brian Ortega walks over there and slaps the translator just like he said he would. And his take from this is, I'm a man of my word. I told you I'd slap you, and I did. He didn't just slap that translator. He slapped both translators and a third man. I didn't he know that. On his, on his Instagram, he, he told like his quote-unquote apology where he admits to assault. He's like, I slapped three people that night, all right? <laughs> and sure, only one of them maybe deserved it. But what comes around goes around. And I was... <laughs> and it reminded me of that YouTube video. Have you ever seen that YouTube video, The Slap? Where the guy's like in the backyard, and he just starts slapping yeah. everybody, like, like pop, 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 pop. Even the little children, and the cops show up, and they're like, "You can't do that!" And two of them come in at once, and he goes, "Pop!" Like a double slap, pop, pop, pop. Like, it, like he, there's a cat in a tree, he goes, pop. Just, just everybody gets a fucking slap. Yeah, Ortega slapped the shit out of everybody uh, within sight that he thought needed it. What an asshole! Whenever I put, whenever I think of these situations. Talk shit, get hit. Come on, Woody. This is your man. He's a translator. <laughs> no, I don't like oh. it. Oh, oh, okay. His only uh, job is to talk shit. Right? <laughs> He's a translator. I do see where you're coming from with this. I think it's funny. But whenever I see this stuff going, I put myself in the shoes of the civilian. What the guy's a professional athlete. But the translator had a great line. So they, they said, hey, are you going to sue Brian Ortega? And by the way, this guy's a, a successful musician. And he tweets out, Nah, I don't sue people who have less than I do. Oh, oh. that's a big T move, man. A high T move. Uh, 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 sounds to me like he's cruising for a second bruising. <laughs> Ryan Ortega, he's on Instagram too. He's seen that. No. He's coming for more. <laughs> who's the, the 170 pounder who's huge right now? He's like Cuban background, maybe. Jose, I can't do his name. Reyes? No. Um, he's. He's like in line for a title fight. Uh, he's a street fighter first. He just beat N Nate Diaz. Oh, are we talking about Masvidal? Yeah, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. yeah. So when Jorge, the, Jorge Masvidal had a story come out recently where he was in like a bar fight or something and he beat up two guys. All right. So then Jorge Masvidal goes into the bathroom. And then a third guy who may or may not have even been part of the situation. Might have just had to piss. Walks into the bathroom, and Jorge knocks him out, too. Says, I couldn't take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking top-flight UFC fighter. What chance were you taking by letting this guy see if he goes to the urinal or to you first? But no, he ambushes a civilian who might have had nothing to do with it. We don't know. We don't know why he entered the bathroom. And he, well, if he pisses his pants now, we'll know, huh? <laughs> And he knocks, the, yep. he knocks him out. Yep. I fucked up. This guy, Jay Park, uh, he, I don't want to put him down. He doesn't look like a fighter. He doesn't look like a guy who works out. Um, you know, he, he's he, like a guy who runs his mouth. He looks like <laughs> me. A, <laughs> he's a messenger. <laughs> I think he was saying things that the Korean wasn't saying. No, oh, yeah. I think he was adding a little bit to it. I, that's the story I got, that he was... He was saying some things that the Korean zombie hadn't uh, hadn't actually said. He was he was talking some shit. <laughs> That's not the case, actually. Korean zombie you know, did say that. I he talked said to Brian Ortega, and he said, <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, "Korean zombies." He he wrote this thing. I want to 
it took me a second to find it, but it was essentially, you know what? It's better if I find it. Korean uh, zombie on Bay Park. This shouldn't take long. Uh, it's all about the. Oh, I guess he he apologized and he offered a more sincere apology. Uh, ah, it's taking too long. But Korean Zombie essentially said, "Hey, were you you waited until I went to the bathroom and then you hit my friend? Were you trying to get my attention? Were you trying to get me mad? Because it worked. I want to meet you in the octagon. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. And I, ah, uh, it's working. They got me hype. I want to see this fight. Brian Ortega, not a fan anymore. I liked this guy. This guy came from nothing." Worked so hard, he became one of the top fighters on the planet. I, I liked his story. But now, he goes around beating up people that, like... So you're okay when Khabib did it, though? What did Khabib... Khabib beat up a trained fighter! That guy has a fight... With a bunch of goons with him, though. That's... He jumped off the top rope and hit no, that guy. in the hotel when he went after Artem Lobov. Oh, I didn't like that move. Yeah. Now, Artem Lobov was all alone. I didn't oh, like he that. Oh, that chair? That was Conor McGregor, but you, that's uh -oh. funny. No, that no, that was Khabib. Khabib threw a, threw, threw a dolly at a bus that had <laughs> and, and Rose, there were a bunch of women on I there, I knew it was too. that dirty Russian who did it. Yeah, that's how they are. That's and then they pinned it on suit. Connor. Not he was squatting, Irish waiting. <laughs> and, and Connor, it was actually Kyle's a built. charity benefit that Connor was attending. He wasn't even fighting that night. He was there <laughs> to do some charity work <laughs> for an old man he had punched. And unrelated, unrelated attack. And now, now Kyle's all about defending the Irish now that he knows he's one. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I didn't like it when Khabib. The guy did call Khabib a pussy, but I, and that guy was a fighter. But the numbers thing made it kind of unfair. The, the they all got those neck beards. Whole crew were there. Yeah, they all, they, they, they all do the Abe Lincoln beard thing. It's they all they have the Abe Lincoln. Every <laughs> single one of them with a shaved head. It's like and a you Muslim never thing. see a woman with them because they're not allowed. Is it's, that why? I yeah, thought women just keep didn't those like what they wrapped up. That's why Connor was talking about the thread count of Khabib's wife. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that is a great line. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife is 400 thread count. <laughs> My wife, I was where you are. I, I grew up in that shithole you came from. She'd be in fucking Lennon. She'd be in fucking <laughs> Egyptian sheets. <laughs> 2,000 thread count. I don't even know if that's you know, He said all that stuff about, you know, he, he's, he's a misogynist. Yeah, it's not a dumb. He's a smart guy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no problem with a man who'll beat up an old man. All right, I don't. To to not beat up the old man is almost mm -hmm. an insult to the old man. It's like ah, oh, you're not you're not worth my time. That's an insult. That man felt honored when Conor McGregor decked him when he wasn't. Looking I mean, when you're car. right, you're right. That's why I beat up people in wheelchairs every so often, so that they feel abled. Just I've so seen, they know what the I've score seen is. You beat up many a skinny gamer in a motel room all right let's not act like, like you're, you're not taking the best and name brightest. one from seventh street <laughs> the, easiest, the easiest way to beat up a crippled person is to do it near stairs what he's beating up every cod youtuber with less than a million subscribers <laughs> in north america all right I saw him get after Bash one time outside That's the elevator. That's not true. Oh, wait, that is true. That's fear true. in his eye. <laughs> Look at him. He was like, ah, oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah right. I, I forgot. How but no, that wasn't uh, oh, bullying poor at all. Bash. Fucking Stone Cold stunnered him. <laughs> that, that's it true. was crazy. He got up. Yeah. People's elbow, like this. Is, <laughs> people were wrestling. Passion onslaught wrestled that night too. It was just a guy's goofing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just boys being boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of no good nicks doing what <laughs> most fun doing. Uh, so. But yeah, the, the, I don't know. I, I I actually didn't like it when Ortega hit the translator. I can't imagine why you do that. And who could be confused about him talking the shit? Yeah. My, I, I, what yeah, I heard was that he was saying things that the zo Korean zombie had not said, which is, what is the Korean zombie's real name? It must be hard as fuck to pronounce <laughs> if they're going to call him the Korean zombie. It must be Hukan Kantan or some nonsense. I can look it up. I don't know if it'll work. Well, in any case, I saw that Kim, uh, a little bit more Corona talk. Have you seen this video of the monkeys? Oh, yes. A monkey video? I know Taylor I likes know. monkeys. It's, it's like, oh, I immediately is, thought of Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's watch this monkey. There's no audio on it or anything. Like you can just you can just roll it and uh -huh. you can talk over it. This is in Thailand, I believe. Uh, and uh, in hordes a, of starving monkeys storm Lapburi in central Thailand after the tourists who usually feed them fled due to coronavirus. Wow, I'm, I'm ready yeah. to watch these monkeys. Uh, yeah, I'm out. at zero. This is so many fucking monkeys. Yeah, I want to make a joke, but I'm going to restrain myself. I appreciate that. <laughs> so do our sponsors. Yes, they do. Um, All right, I'm ready. Um, ready, set, play. <laughs> Look how many there are. So if you're only listening on audio, this is the part where you just like click over to YouTube just to see the monkeys real quick. All right, <laughs> there's, there's a thousand monkeys. I saw a different there title. Are so many monkeys. Uh, the one I saw was on Nature Is Metal, and they said that rival monkey gangs have begin begun to fight. Because of the food shortage, because of the lack of tourists. Wow. Because You're talking Korea. about monkey on monkey violence? I look at that. Oh shit. Oh, that monkey must have found like a bag of chips or something. There's a Twinkie fucked. in the bottom of that pile. Holy shit. Wouldn't you like to be out there with a big like just loaf of bread that you could just throw out there and watch the shenanigans go down? That, that would... part would be fun, but you'd have to get rid of that loaf of bread quick because <laughs> you don't want to hang on to that thing. These little fuckers are speedy. Or if you could find somebody you didn't like, and you could, uh, we used to do this thing in the car dealership where we, we had balloons on Saturdays for like the event, and we would take a paper clip, tie the balloon to it, and make it into like a little fish hook thing, and you'd hook it onto the back of somebody's belt loop. So they're walking around unknowingly with a big balloon right above their head, <laughs> greeting customers, looking like a jackass. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. What if you did the same thing, but somebody's walking around with like a sandwich tied to them, dragging on the ground, and the monkeys start chasing them, and they start running from the monkeys, and they don't know why? The old yeah. hot dog on a string trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, a tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, I love monkey videos. That was a good one. That must have been, you're right, that must have been a thousand monkeys. So many monkeys. And, and none of the people seem really that alarmed. They're like, oh, the monkeys are, uh, they're pissy today. Not <laughs> the monkeys again. Ah, shit. How much were tourists feeding those monkeys? Right? Why That's a lot of monkeys to feed. Thousands of them to freak out. I bet they sell food for the tourists to feed the monkeys. Yeah. yeah probably. I love petting zoos <clears throat> where you, you go and you, it's like a, bump, a gumball machine. You put a quarter in, you turn it, get a bunch of feed. You get to feed the llamas or the kangaroos <sighs> or whatever they got. I hate petting zoos. I, I Oh, I love petting zoos. It's fun to pet. You should come to our petting zoo and leave with fleas and see how hoity, see how much you like <laughs> them afterwards. All of us itching in the car. 
All right. Well, that's a good point. I don't want to get <laughs> fleas from petting some, yeah, some they, critters. The camels were curiously kind and gentle. And they, the way that they take food from your hand, they just use their lips like fingers and pick yeah, it up. Yeah, they got like prehensile lips. Just mm-hmm. suck it on in. I wouldn't want to feed a camel because I feel like they'd be nasty. No, not like cool. gross, but I feel like they'd be mean, you know? No, they're not. I've fed camels before. Um, there's a camel named Sushi in Texas at the ranch that I was staying at, and it would eat carrots. You know, you, you do that thing where you put your palm flat so you, yeah. you don't give it any fingers to get at, and it just sort of, it's got lips that are very, amp, like, dexterous. So yeah. it just sort of, like, grabs it with his lips, and, like, I would feed him carrots, like, like, like diced up baby carrots, like baby carrots, and mm-hmm. love that shit. Like, like you, I'd go over to the fence, and I've got, like, Sushi, and he'd come like thundering. <laughs> sushi, <laughs> he'd come thundering to the fence, and you'd be like, "Is he gonna be able to stop it, time?" And and he'd stop just before the fence, be like, "Huh," oh. and just, just like this a enormous animal. <laughs> yeah, so big. They're so much bigger than you think they are. Like they make a so much bigger than a horse. Like not even really? close. Yeah, enormous. Like like you're, I don't know, nine feet tall, ten feet tall. Like huge, huge. Well, we watched that clip a while back of somebody upsetting a camel and it just like grabbed him by the meat and the collarbone area and then just just flipped him back. I cannot jump the distance. You have to toss me. (laughs) (laughs) I like to believe that's what was happening. Do not tell the elf. (laughs) (laughs) Not a word to the elf. (laughs) Yeah, I I would, I guess I would feed a camel then. I I thought they'd be, or no, do camels spit? They spit, right? I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. This camel did not spit on me or anything. I I never saw it spit. Uh, I've heard llamas spit. Uh, It's more like blowing their nose at you than anything. Mm, That's That's worse. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sort of. Um, And they had they had they had they had kangaroos there. The kangaroos fucking cool because they've got these little hands. So you give them a carrot and he just he just goes thank you, and you're like holy shit. He's like what? Yeah, not gonna do that. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see what else I can do? Get closer. I've got well-defined pecs. You know how rare <laughs> that is in the animal kingdom <laughs> to have an upper chest girdle. <laughs> they're outrageously powerful. Yeah, his kangaroo was nutty. Uh, you could kill anything that was there if you paid. Like if you wanted to kill the the, the camel, <laughs> I want to say it was like eight thousand dollars. Oh, to kill poor sushi. Yeah. Oh, that's well, hilarious. That every okay. animal on there is a prey. Like, everything's on the menu. Like mm-hmm. like it's it, it's almost like you know like like. What now, about who would you can- say is your Friendliest animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Wally the pig over there, the one playing with the little kids. Yeah. <laughs> His nickname, we just call him Trustin. <laughs> Good old Trustin trust Wally. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting belly rubs. <laughs> <laughs> How much for How that much one for right Wally. there? That one's $9 million. You can't just yeah. kill my kids for cheap. Yes. <laughs> Who's your That's least my cousin Leroy. Kid. Ain't worth a shit. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you fifteen dollars. Now I've uh, some guy trying to like suavely come into that ranch and be like, "Now I've heard talk, you know, in Hollywood of people hosting hunts for the most dangerous, dangerous game." game. <laughs> you mean lions? No, nope, I think you know what I mean. <laughs> That's perfect. Do you have people? Perhaps seized at the border that are running. I told you about the night we went Mexican hunting, right? I'm sure you have. (laughs) I think so. Did you ride an ATV to an abandoned house? Did you get any? And and, and get scared by a mannequin? (gasps) Yes. Oh, (laughs) a mannequin. (laughs) It was not funny. 
It was not funny. It was dangerous for everyone but me. Kyle, Kyle, I, I think it was funny. I disagree. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. They took me out to an abandoned house. First of all, this guy's property is 20,000 acres. I can't wrap my head around that. And I grew up around massive acreage farms that I knew that, like, oh, yeah, this is 600 acres. We could, it takes us 10 minutes to drive around it. Mm. My, my dad, a couple mm. hundred acres. All right. We could walk around this whole place in a few hours. 20,000 is just, in, you can't fathom it. You would need to see it from a, a, an airplane. So they drive me out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night, late at night. And I'm armed, very armed. I have teeth. a fully, I, I have a Tarkov setup. I've got a fully <laughs> automatic M4 with a 30 rounder. I got extra 30 rounders on my tactical rig. All right. I've got <laughs> this red is a Tarkov delayed. setup. Please tell me you had swords and a tech and a helmet. <laughs> No, no helmet. <laughs> the, uh, later on, we had helmets. We did. They had they had fucking night vision goggles on them. But but no but no helmet at this point. And they're like, yeah, we're not far from the border. Sometimes illegals will come up through here, come onto the ranch, and they'll stay in this abandoned place up here. We've caught them before. I was like, what do you do? He's like, we 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 call border patrol. They come and get them. You're like, Let, let's clear the house. And I'm like, let me go first. Let me be the tip of the spear. <laughs> and so I'm fucking clearing this house with a goddamn machine gun like I'm a SWAT team flashlight and just this corner that corner I'm checking Were you corners. feeling really cool? I was feeling scared yeah. because they told me they might be in there and I, I like like I've I've taken a bunch of special forces training classes out in uh at, 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 like various places like how to clear rooms that you check this corner and then that corner and like usually there's a target that you go pop 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 pop, pop. and so I finally get to the back room and I, I, I look up and there's a big fucking dude there staring at me. Must be six foot three, six foot four. And he's got his arm cocked back. And I fucking pull that thing up to his chest. And I realize it's John Elway. And he's like this. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, what if I burnt John Elway down and those bullets go through this fucking wall and take somebody out? I don't even know which direction I'm facing right now. This was not funny, John. <laughs> not no, funny that's pretty funny. Uh, did you, you did you make wrong. any audible noises? Did you go like, oh! Like, I don't think I did. I think I just went... <laughs> but your heart's pitter-pattering. Oh, know? yeah. My heart was yeah. pounding. Yeah, yeah. My heart was going as soon as I walked in because this, this is like... It's just what we train for. Like, yeah. like, 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 how many fucking silly classes and special forces operators have I like hung out with? And like, how many shoot rooms have I been through? And they're like, all right, might be some common cheros in there. There might be some fucking uh, drug runners hiding in my cabin. And I'm like, what do I do? Like, fucking burn them down. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. All right, let's go burn down John Elway. <laughs> it's fucking John Elway. <laughs> what do I now? Hypothetical. What do I do if I call across a Hall of Fame quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> now that uh, might fuck, he saw right through us. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. I, uh, I assume they were smart enough to stand behind, you know, where you'd be, be not on the wrong side of John Elway. I don't know. I, there were there were so many people around. There were, really? there were a dozen of us, you know. Mm. There was like the guy who runs the place and me and Richard Ryan and Eric from Iraq Veteran eight 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 eight. And uh, and his friend Chad, who cameramans for him, and like two or three ranch hands, and like some of us were inside, but most of us were outside. Do you know what Eric did in Iraq? What his role was there? I believe he was an infantryman. 
Um, I know he uh, oversaw the capture and interrogation of uh, of some high value targets. Oh, cool! Or something so, like, to that regard. Uh, that was handed over to Iraqis. The torturing. Yeah. Uh, I bet they're pretty good at it. From what I hear. How do you guys feel about torture? You know, I don't like say, it. I don't like it. I'm going to say two thumbs down to torture. It hurts. Okay. I, I, I would describe it oh, as... Oh, we're mean. talking about torture on the whole or being tortured? Uh, torture as a use of... Uh, as a government policy. Uh, to extract... Well, look, I... I know a lot about... We'll just call him an agent of the government who's mm. been in a lot of sticky situations, all right? He's dealt with big threats, conspiracies, and I'll just say his name, Jack Bauer. Okay. Oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, so you know him. Agent Bauer. I'm very familiar with him. I've, I'm all of his work. And look, I've seen him go to work on one of these jihadis mm -hmm. before with a power drill. And, uh, and Kiefer and fucked him up. Kiefer will get that information out of you. All right. He only had 24 time. hours. He was in a hurry. He only had 24 <laughs> hours. He uh, That's efficiency right there. Mm. Had a schedule under budget. He's, he'd be a Trump man full and, full, full and through. <laughs> I'm mixed on it. I really find it difficult. Uh, if, if, what, if what they say is true and that information extracted through torture is not useful, mm -hmm. then it's terrible. And by the way, when we torture, it opens up fair play to us getting tortured, right? You know, we, we can't say treat our people nicely, give them three squares in an air-conditioned room if we're going to yeah. torture your people, right? That, that, we have no grounds for that. So there's a lot of arguments you can make against it. On the other hand, if it does prevent a 9-11, then that's important too. It just does it. Can it? I, I, I thought that they said that when they, they, they waterboarded a lot of valuable intel out of Zarqawi. Uh, Zarqawi? Zarqawi? The guy Something that like shows the beard sure. whitey tidies on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that poor fella. Uh, they waterboarded him like 30 or 40 fucking times or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if it works or not. Every, uh, you always see people, uh, uh, you know, whenever I'm reading about it or watching something about it, they say, nope, doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't work. I always But I'm thinking like, it work on me. <laughs> what if you didn't know? It'd still work on you. It might, yeah. That's why they like like if the three of us were, were together and we need something, they'd separate they torture they separate us and torture us separately. And if the stories don't match up, then more torture. Know more torture. <laughs> um and I I I'm told that it works against a lot of regular people, against religious people. Their level of conviction is harder to turn around. Perhaps. That Perhaps. would make sense. Harder to crack that egg. Yeah, yeah they're, they're completely brainwashed. Probably gullible and old. <clears throat> or gullible and young. Yeah, it's an age-related Do disease. what you want with me. <laughs> I sent $100 to Kenneth Copeland last night. <laughs> you go it. ahead and use your water magic on me. <laughs> I've been blessed by the hands of the... <laughs> 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 I'm, so, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, 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 <laughs> get it. Yeah. Get it to help me. Is that how his hands got wet? Yeah. I don't think George Bush would have lied to us. No. Let me tell everybody about ExpressVPN. All right. <sighs> Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but. 
You'd be wrong. Sealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection and unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action, which is why we're recommending that you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and or tablet. Uh, turning it on, turning on the protection, oh, it takes only one click. And uh, using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than seven bucks a month, you get the same ExpressVPN protection that we all have. Uh, ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by Tech Radar, and it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months for free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. Yeah, protect yourself online. Check them out. That's what you need. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if torture works or not. They, they say it doesn't, but common sense would tell me it would. Right? I'm very torn on it. Um, I always told, like, like you know, my, my friends and I would talk about this, and I'd be like, you know that scene in the movies where he's got all the torture implements like rolled up in a cloth and he, he like displays them on the table. Like he unrolls that cloth and inside are like pockets with sure. like corkscrews and, and syringes and scalpels. I'm like, he don't even have to unroll that thing. When I see him get that out <laughs> and he's, he's like, well, Mr. Myers, it's a, hey, no, no need to unravel that. Uh, I know where this is headed. All right. Look, Woody's house. Here's what you need to know. <laughs> like, no, these are my woodworking chisels. I'm very proud of them. <laughs> I want to unroll this. It's part of the thing. Remember that scene in uh, I don't. Maybe you didn't see it in Boardwalk Empire, where um, the KKK hangs a black guy, uh, or maybe two or three. They're terrorizing the black people, mm -hmm. and the character who plays Omar in The Wire, he's a central figure in there. And he, they capture the KKK Grand Wizard, and they've got him tied to a chair. And uh, Omar tells him this story about how his daddy was a carpenter and how he was the best carpenter in the whole county. And the rich white man came and had him build a, a shiffer robe or something, some big. No, it was a whole room. He had him like carve this whole room up, the walls and the molding and how beautiful it was. And then he told his daddy he was only going to pay him a tenth of what he'd originally promised. And when he when he when he argued, they hung him. They hung his daddy. Mm. Then he. Then on the table, he, unro he unrolls that one of those cloths and he goes, these was my daddy's tools. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's wood chisels and all sorts of stuff like you're describing. Mm. And the guy goes, what are you going to do with them? <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of the room later and the guy's like, did he know anything? He goes, nah. And he, he, he hands him a cloth and the guy looks in the cloth and it's the guy's finger with the KKK ring on it. He's mm. like, Nah, he didn't know nothing. <laughs> I just love that scene when he, that, that, that line, he goes, after he tells that real heartfelt story about his daddy being like cheated and how talented his daddy was and then how they killed him, he's like, he unrolls all those chips. These was my daddy's tools. <laughs> That's cool to me. I like that. You tell it well. I, I, I like old things, old tools. I have a few tools from my wife's grandfather, from my wife's father. My father wasn't really mechanical, so that, it's mostly from her side. And I think it's neat. I like to think every so often when I fix something that was tricky, that they'd be proud of the fact that their tool carry on. And Yeah. 
Yeah, I like it. I watched this YouTube channel the other day. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Ah, here it is. It's so this YouTube channel is called Great Idea. I don't okay. know who this guy is or where he's from. I Great think he's, idea. I think he's Russian. Um, obviously, we won't watch this video. It's quite long, but he Ooh. restores these tools. Me and my dad sat there transfixed watching this man restore an anvil and an and Soviet tool. That's cool. He goes to such great lengths to restore this anvil. It starts out like rusty and shitty and like there's it's been used so much that the middle is like bowed in. Mm -hmm. When he's done, oh, yeah. it looks like a work of art. He polishes it with a buffer by the end. Like it's incredible. He uses all these like he uses like electrolysis techniques or something like that, like running electrical current to make the rust fall off and then when it comes time to like make a new wooden stand for it to sit on, he he's like he builds his own splitting maw, like 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 all every bit of it is a recovered salvaged thing. Like 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 he builds tools to make. It's awesome. It's cool. I so this is a YouTube genre, and I, I I thought I'd maybe seen something from this guy before, but not this guy. I've seen other people that are comparable that take old like. I don't know, liquid filled gauge pressure meters or something that's just obviously ruined, right? Like this thing is beyond repair, you'd think. And then you're like, what? Like even just as they disassemble it, it's like, well, humans can't reassemble that kind of thing. You know, like <laughs> a, all those little pieces and springs. It's like he found an old watch underwater and he's going to take it apart, clean up all the internals and put it back together. And like it's mind blowing. It's amazing. And, and you know, like the level of rust that is on some of these things, like I see that it's been left in the grass for decades and they see it and they're like, we can do this. We'll make it perfect again. It's pretty yeah. cool. I, I like this that. This is an awesome video. I'm loving it. I like how he holds up the Russian product that he's using and he's it's like, oh, I got to get myself a Don Bistiliano or something. It's just. Yeah. Some he'll, goofy ass Russian picture. Yeah, I put the English translation usually below it because like like dad and I were watching this and like we kept trying to guess what he's gonna do next. And I was like, I think he's I think he's just making a new chain to lock it down with. I, is he gonna cut down a tree to make the thing the anvil sit? Yep, he cut down a tree. Is he is he peeling the bark off now by hand? Yep, <laughs> sure is. Dude, he like, really like, wants this anvil to be clean. When he's done at the end, like like maybe, how much is an anvil, dude? <laughs> <laughs> if you skip forward to like the very end there's like i'm like, skipping like, around like for people like 17 minutes and 55 seconds you'll see what he ends up with and it's beautiful it shines oh, that is, that's gorgeous it looks brand new it looks more than brand new you can even buy an animal that looks like that it's looks mirrored finished on the top and it's like coated on the sides and I don't know what that sharp thing that sticks out. That's like a big horn that you like, like whatever that part of the animal is called. It's all buffed and polished up. It's crazy. Uh, he does I'm lots of see. restorations like this. It's 10 million views on this video. I, I was, I, I really enjoyed it. You could yeah. buy a thousand anvils. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just got to the very end. I, I skipped like minute, minute, minute. And uh, oh, this thing is outrageous. Like you said, you can't buy that. Brand new anvils don't look as nice as that. Oh, no, it's custom anvil. Oh, I got to the end end where he goes to this old rusty motorcycle. I'm very yeah. excited for the next video. Yeah, right. Like I want to see him work on that. Like, like I watched a few of these, and uh, he starts with absolute junk, and when he's done, it looks better than brand new. Yeah, like it, he seems like he is an engineer, a chemist, a handyman, like like like, a, a, and he's a, a real a Russian woodworker. 
I would imagine so because the you know the the title. I don't trust lot. Russians on the internet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is? Um, no, who's a fibber? Where's that going? The oh oh <laughs> machinery work. Like it, people who take a, they're like, you know what? I need a nut, right? When I have that problem, I go to Home Depot. These guys are like, well, here's a chunk of steel and a lathe, and I'm going to first carve it out, and then I'm going to file each edge into a hexagon, and then I'm going to drill a hole and thread the insides. And look at this. It's a perfect nut. And like, yeah. Sergey's producer's like, there's an Ace Hardware three quarters of a mile <laughs> up the road. Can we please? Can- but it he works made, better. He made an attachment that goes on like a like a cordless drill that turns it into a reciprocating saw. So the rotary action of the drill is turning a a bearing that's like mm-hmm. like like at a at an angle. So that as it rotates, like 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 as 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 this like thing that's off kilter rotates. Obviously, you've got one end that's further away and one that's far away. So when it rotates, mm-hmm. that's changing and it's pushing a rod. And so the rod That's is good. pushing a saw blade. So he's like, and it's a fucking reciprocating saw. <laughs> it's absurd. Like, like the guy's cool as shit. I, I, yeah. I have no idea what he looks like. I like that every time he does a close up of something, his fingernails are dirty as fuck. <laughs> like there's always like grease and grime on his hands and under his nails. That's how you can know that he's really doing it. You know? Yeah. He's, he's filthy. I feel like he was dirty when he started. I'm just flipping through one now. Guy has an old, rusted, ruined Zippo lighter. Doesn't even work properly. It doesn't open. I bet this turns out amazing. I can't wait to watch this 1902 Grain Crusher restoration. (laughs) (laughs) These are, I'm not really even joking. Like, these kind of videos are satisfying. They're fun to watch. Yeah. There is a term for it. Something that I I can't do. It's called competence porn. When you watch people who are just really competent at what they do. Yeah. It's it's pretty neat. I like when people um, are like manufacturing quickly, like those jobs where they're like shoot. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they introduce nineteen unnecessary motions to make it look like they're moving quickly. Watch how quickly I put an item in a bag. Dude, just put it in the bag, you asshole. Well, why? <laughs> like you're acting like you're moving fast, but you're not. You're performing kung fu and swatting at imaginary bees when you could just take a thing and put it in the bag like any normal fucking person. Now you're, you're going to put orange in bag. Oh, 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 It's like, you just put it in there. I mean, you know who's the guiltiest of that? Hibachi chefs. I yes. know it's not nearly as hard to crack that fucking egg prick. <laughs> make my make my fried rice. You know who I want to fight? I want to get into fist fights with everyone who hands you an ice cream cone and then pulls it out the top. Like that yes. whole scene. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Uh, nope. You thought no. you got the ice cream you paid? You look like a fool. You look like That's a fool again. Like here's your five dollars, and I'm going to that other guy's ice cream stand. No, thank you. I yeah. I, I straight up want to walk away me. before the sale is made because. No, it, it's all in good fun. That would have been a fun little thing to see. I like the hibachi guys, like like especially. For I good. like them, but do you think it's as hard as they're making every time no, when you're chopping up the chicken? You don't need to go. Sometimes they're just hitting the table with a spatula, making noise. You know, yes. but I like when they. If you, I like when they juggle the egg with the spatula when they're like flicking it and catching it over and, and over. Put it in their hat. 
Yeah, and then finally they flick it and then turn the spatula sideways so it lands and cracks the egg and the, the egg spills out on the thing. And then they flick the shell away and start making your fried rice. I like it. So dinner Well, the fried the rice show. they make is the best fried rice ever. Always. There's so much oil in that. Don't try to flick any food at me, though. I'm not part of your show. <laughs> oh, I'm all about the food flicking. I have the I have the best time. I don't get why everybody at the hibachi place is so shy about trying to catch food. It's fun. It's a fun little You're an easy thing. fucking target. They see you coming, they're like, ooh, I'm going to try out some new moves. <laughs> Today is the day I finally beat the Yoshi's record. <laughs> I have, no, sir, over here, you sit in the close diagonal chair. <laughs> Do you like very small, small pieces of shrimp? <laughs> you know what I don't like when they, like, I walk in and they want to, like, pour alcohol down my throat from nine feet away. Like, no, I don't want this at all. I don't want alcohol on my shirt. I don't want it in my mouth. Either. What is it? it it's, it's, it's alcohol. It's yeah, some of the stuff they do is alcohol. Like when they're doing the, uh, the onion thing and making the, uh, it, what's the volcano name? out of it, that's like some kind of Everclear or vodka or something. Because I remember when I was like 16, I was watching that happen like at a friend's birthday party at Hibachi. And I was like, what is that? And he was like, alcohol. I was like, no, it's not. And he's like, open <laughs> and, then, and, then he did, and he gave me like a shot and a half worth of whatever that was and i was like 16 i'm like he's, he's right guys it's, it's <laughs> this this 42 year old asian gentleman wasn't joking yeah you get less shrimp than the rest <laughs> that's the other thing though they always get the portions right like, like there'll be eight people and they'll have a huge pile of rice. And by the time they're done, everybody has the exact same amount. Everybody's got the right amount of beef and chicken and, por and pork and, and veggies. Their veggies. veggies are delusionally good because you're like, this is the best zucchini I've ever had. And it's like, yeah, because it's been soaking in oil. Like, so that's good. why it tastes so delicious. I'm a big fan MSG. of the hibachi place. I'll tell you what I don't like. You bring a Filipino out there and have that motherfucker start. Ding, 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 ding. That's not it. You're not even from that island. I can yeah, suspend disbelief. You might as well wheel a fucking Hawaiian out there, all right? <laughs> you might as well have like a fucking like Nate Cherokee Indian cooking me up some curry. Kyle is very strict on his casting. I want a Jap in there making that fucking food, all right? Don't you bring me uh, some mm -hmm. Taiwanese. And he only goes to Jewish forgery. doctors and uh, wasp or Asian doctors. Yeah, that's how he is. Yeah, they, <laughs> no, like you, I, I'll suspend disbelief for a Filipino person or a Chinese person, but you bring a white guy or a black guy out there. That's oh, not why I, I, I'm paying for the experience. Hi, if I I'm see, Brent. If I, hi, my name's <laughs> Alan. My name's Alan Stevenson, and I'm here to prepare your hibachi for you. How's that sound? It's like, <laughs> how about you? How about you just take a long walk of a short pier and bring a real Asian over here to cook you get me Mickey my food. Mora out here, or I'm gonna <laughs> fucking. When Kyle yeah. goes to Whole Foods, if that guy slicing his cantaloupe isn't named Noah, he's out of there. Yeah, I won't have yeah. that either. If I go to some like legit French <laughs> restaurant and I found out they just named a Chinese guy Pierre to <laughs> fool me, so they could say, "Oh, this is made by Pierre Level Soul like all their weird sounds in their names, like I, I wouldn't like that. I, I want, want a, a mustachioed Frenchman in the back. This actually doesn't bother me at all. I don't care if he's Chinese. It's not racism. Japanese. I just want an expert cooking this ethnic food. Like, like I want a white. Why, guy but no, white you people. said you wanted the Japanese guy. I, there could be experts of any color and race. No, 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 no. If, if they do not the cook with honor. The other day, maybe I already told you this, but the other day when I was when I was cooking those pinto beans and ham hocks, 
I had, I had ordered ham hocks and onions and cornbread mix and, and pinto beans and all this good stuff. And, and a black lady delivered it. And she goes, you cooking good. <laughs> I was like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> she knows because this is some black people food. It's delicious. They love it. It's soul food. Mm-hmm. I would love, I bet she could have cooked it almost as well as I could. <laughs> I don't want. Some if Mexican I have soul food, the chef food. better be a black woman. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want yeah, some don't, white guy named Kyle cooking my soul food. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. You're not gonna get any actual soul in there. I promise you that. But, <laughs> if but you go to I, a nice just, ass Italian place, like the, where, the, where the chef brings the food out to you to explain things, and you're sitting there having your whatever fancy Italian wine and breads, some guy comes out and he's like, "Now this hair is Ville Marsaler. <laughs> it's real good. It's, it's one of my favorite of the Italian food. It, it takes you out of it." I don't want that. They should at least have a dummy guy to come out. I'm Chef Antonio Margaretti. Borgatti. Gorlami. Gorlami. Let me hear the music in it. <laughs> Gorlami. <laughs> uh, I see where you're coming from. Kyle. Yeah, I want. I, I want. Get it. If I'm, I'm eating as, as regional ethnic food, like get me somebody of the ethnicity and from that region. I yeah. go to. I love Mexican food, but if I go to the local Mexican spot, and there's some white people, some black people, some Asian people, anything but a Mexican fella back there making those refried beans, I, I don't trust it. I don't want it. It's funny to counter my own argument. There's a New York deli in Cary. They're all New Yorkers. It's like stepping into New York. They're all in a rush. If you don't order your food with like real economy of words, they get annoyed at you. Like it, <laughs> it's so New York. It's like being home. It's like being home. <laughs> ah, I can't wait to get back to the Big Apple where everybody's a fucking cunt. I was in New Jersey <laughs> working for Cisco and uh, I was recruiting people from Rutgers. I'm in New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And I asked for directions this before, like GPS was in everyone's phone. And the guy was like mad at me while he was describing it. He's like, ah, go left, go right. You'll see that building you make a straight or whatever the fuck he said. And he was mad at me. And it was like, all right, I'm home again. <laughs> I held a door open for a man in New York City once. And he looked at me like I, like I was a fucking Martian. He was like, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to go in there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> is this a trick? <laughs> You're going to trick me, aren't you? You're going to trick me? Are they, are, your boys are waiting in there to jump me, huh? Is that what this is about? Uh, not today. I don't need a sub that bad. Today oh, is not the day to die. Yeah. They, How they is that? Understand. Is that the right? Was I closer on target? I get it. What'd you say? Today is not the day to die. No, what do we tell uh, the God of death? Not today. That's it. Uh, not yeah. today. Yeah. Or if you're the Klingon proverb is mm. today is a good day to die. Ooh. What an awful proverb. Well, they're a warrior species. Not very good ones, apparently. <laughs> Fight to the death. Today is a good day to die. I'm Leonidas, and today we all die. <laughs> I think Taylor might be on to something. Says, the rhino says, level. Yeah. <laughs> he says, eat hearty and sleep well, men, for tonight we die in hell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But also, those were insurmountable odds. You know, you don't also, want to go into movie. every battle three hundred three hundred with that attitude. Even though he's Greek, he sort of sounds Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a goddamn minute! You're not even trying to do an accent. Yeah, he 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 slips a lot out of that. I want to see more plates, more dates. Talk about the men of three hundred. 
because I watched that when I first watched it, I thought their physiques were outrageously good. I watched it again, and there was just a lot of makeup in there. The more plates, more dates got. And by the way, dude, if you see this, I really like your videos. Um, <laughs> he would be like, these fuckers are all just fat. Half these guys look like they don't work out. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> he, he think Captain America's fat. The 300 crew, they were not in the shape that I thought they were. I thought they were all superhero looking. They're not. Leonidas looked good. They looked again. They, they were shredded. airbrushed. So they were airbrushed and, and spray tanned and stuff. But they were legit at the same time. Like they were in awesome, amazing shape. Like everybody. Yeah, got you couldn't airbrush and... any of us into looking like that. No, no, I don't there's no so. amount of brushing in the world that's that's it's not invisible. Lay it on thick. It's gonna hide things. <laughs> this is our love handle hiding spray. Acid. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Harry Potter yeah, invisibility cloaks let to make this look good. <laughs> but I, I, I'm having a hard time finding actual pictures that aren't like photoshopped and screenshotted and stuff. But if you watch the movie itself, they're not as fit as probably your memory has it. Maybe not. I watched it last week. All right. I'm, last week? I'm a big fan of 300. I'm it's a, a great movie. A second fan. one, really, yeah, I, I've never rewatched the second one. That was kind of shit. I didn't like it. I could make you warlord of all of Europa. Carry my battle standard. <laughs> What's what he say when he gets mad? He's like, I will make uttering even the very name of Leonidas punishable by death. <laughs> <laughs> I will tear the tongues from every scribe, the eyes from every orator. History <laughs> <laughs> will never know that you existed at all. <laughs> I think it's like it's impossible to do that guy's voice. He's just it's so deep down here. It does. It's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible. It's 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 a ridiculously deep voice that, that isn't natural. That's no, there's no way that's what he sounds like. They they had to edit that somehow. They oh. obviously edited what he looks like because he's like nine feet tall. <laughs> well, I he's mean, absurd. But I am a generous god. That <laughs> says yeah. that one up. I am a generous god. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. I, I love that movie. I remember when I heard it was coming out. I was so psyched because. I had this 10th grade teacher who told us the story of uh, the Battle of Thermopylae and the Hot Gates and Leonidas and the Spartans and all this stuff. And he told it well. Like, like he performed this story. Like, and, and I was just spellbound, transfixed, mm -hmm. listening to this guy tell this story. And, and he broke down the Spartan training regimen and how, and the agogi and, and all this stuff that they went through from the time they were seven years old and, and how they were a warrior race and how like hundreds and hundreds of years went, went by without them losing a battle in a region of the world where battle was common. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's, and then I heard they were making that movie and I was like, yes, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That I movie was sick. I still like it. That came yeah, out I, like 15 years ago or something now, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Around I was 2004, in high school when I saw it. 2005, I think probably maybe 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's five or six. I would say. Yeah, that place was fucking sick. Or that movie, rather, was fucking sick. Yeah, the sequel sucked. It's, yeah, they really it, fucked that one up. It's actually hard to find a shot that shows their... I've been looking at it, right? Either all the shots are from the collarbone up and don't show their physique, or they're full face masked and it's not the actual actor. Ah, uh, that's fair. Um, There are videos of them <clears throat> doing their workout because they worked out together. Yeah. Um, I've seen so. some of that, and the abs were straight up painted on. Like, like we've all heard or seen that you, know, you put oil on your abs and they look much better than they were. 
They didn't do that. No, they straight up like put the cross and T's and outlined all six and, mm-hmm. you know, painted in between them to give imaginary yeah. shadows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They airbrushed them. Dude, this is, this is crazy. Fucking Amazon is sold out of toilet paper. They've been sold out. I've been trying to buy, I've been trying to buy. Uh, oh, you can get some Angel Soft, but that shit sucks. I bought so much <laughs> toilet paper. We, whenever I first started talking about stockpiling, I, I went and got the the mega roll, like that big, I don't know how many rolls. I think it's 36 rolls, and they're like the triple rolls that are that won't even go on oh, yeah. the, the toilet up roll as well. holder. Yeah. I don't need toilet paper. No, I could eat just nothing but chicken wings for two months and yeah. be hunky-dory. Yeah. Those and greasy that, long wipes. Those I, I got the sriracha <laughs> sriracha chicken. I got the sriracha chicken cup of noodles. They're delicious. I love them. I love them. I had a little extra sriracha in there. Get it spicy as fuck. I boil them up. I got a bunch love of spam. Me I can too. Mix with eggs. If, if I make some scrambled eggs and spam, that's a nice yeah. little combo with some hot sauce. Yeah, I got a lot spam of spam. Spam gets a bad rap. I got some pate. I, I, I watch so much of the uh, MRE review guy. You guys hit him up on Twitter. See if he wants to come on the show sometime. I'd love to talk to him about this. This is a good time to talk to him. He's a survivalist for sure. Yeah. Um. So he uh he's always breaking out pate out of these foreign MREs. And I was like, I want some pate. And so I ordered a bunch of pate and it's fucking good. It's just like creamed meat product. Like it's, it's really smooth and you eat it with a cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like some pork liver and I got some chicken and it's, it's fucking tasty. Yeah. I've just got like a bunch of that, like canned white meat, chicken breast shit. Yeah. I didn't think that would be too good. So I didn't get any. Of that. Oh no. Got- it, I'm, I'm going to have to really douse that in anything. If it comes down to eating it, I'm anticipating any amount of quarantine I'll have to do. I have enough food upstairs in my freezer and fridge that I won't have to worry about it, but it's good to have that back. I, I got those steam vegetables, the, the ones you just microwave. I got, those are I got great. the freezer yeah. full of those. They're so good. I love that broccoli and those Brussels sprouts. You just salt like- the shit out of it though. No. I do. There's going to be an economic Never. slowdown on the other side of this, right? Right now, Charmin is just rolling in the cash, making all the toilet paper they can. Come April or June or whenever this thing fades, people, like, people are going to have to work through the 192 oh, yeah. rolls they bought. People who make like or companies who make like daily use kind of commodity products are seeing a huge spike in sales right now. And you're exactly right. It's because people are prep buying where it's like, you know, I'm a loyal Jif peanut butter consumer, but I usually buy one jar every three weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and buy four right now. And so like the Jif company or whatever is stoked on that. But you're right. There's going to be a big drop off, which is, you know, not not ideal. but it's, it's not even like it's that bad, you know. Uh, it's Jimmy Fallon, the Tonight Show and the Late Show are just b- are both suspended production. By the way, oh no, <laughs> Ellen yeah. DeGeneres. So Disneyland's funny. closed. Ellen DeGeneres is no longer doing a live audience. I thought you were going to say she's no longer gay, which would have been a huge breakthrough. <laughs> so, no, well, I mean, yeah, you shouldn't have a live audience at this point. Like, it's just too risky. Interesting that, that Jimmy Fallon is not doing a show anymore. Nope, suspended. Well, I mean, suspended until this is over, right? After tonight, the earliest either show will return would be March 30th. But that's just, uh, it's still unlikely. Probably a pipe dream. Yeah. 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 According to that Joe Rogan guy, March 30th is not when this is going to come to a close. We're going to be dealing with this for months. Yeah. And I trust him. He had that soft-spoken confidence of a guy who knows what the fuck he's talking about. The exact opposite of me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Andy was white. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. He had, he had the white hair of a wizened man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the white skin of a wizened man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's and that's where I take my viral my virology info from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Old guys who have been thinking about nothing but like AIDS and SARS for decades. Yeah. What else did you buy? Any other interesting meat products? I got a bunch oh, of oh, I bought a, I bought some spam. I bought a bunch of soups like hearty chicken noodle and like pot roasts. Yeah, um, I got the Dinty like more chicken pot tortilla roast. soup. I got a, I got a bunch of those giant ass cans of of Chef Boyardee. Uh, beef ravioli because I like those. that was more of just to like if I'm gonna be locked up I may as well have something fucking delicious so put a little Frank's Red Hot on those yeah mm-hmm. I got a bunch of hot sauce and then for like vegetables and stuff I was more looking at like the vitamins you need and that you'll you'll need so I've already got like D vitamin uh, plus vitamin K2 supplements that are good I'm fermenting my own hot sauce in there I'm gonna I'm gonna call it Hot mm-hmm. Wings of Redemption. And it's gonna. I'm gonna have the only jar in the world. Lots of hell, yeah, lots, yeah. Lots That's of a unique idea. There. I've never ever heard that. Yeah, <laughs> certainly not three years ago. Yeah, yeah I bought a canned spinach, a bunch of canned green beans, uh, canned they're like whole canned new potatoes. I got those too. A, yeah, a lots fuck of those. ton of vitamin C in it, and so I yeah. got a ton of those. And I like those new potatoes; they taste good. Uh, I got. I had some beans in my upstairs cupboard that I've got down there now. Um, I got a bunch of drink, a bunch of bottled water, and a bunch of those like uh, drink mixes, like Tang. Oh yeah, I've got some Mio's that I can add in there, but I've got like two gallons of water, and then I've got what is that over there? Eighty-five bottles, sixteen ounce, sixty point nine. Yeah, bottles I got of like hundred bottles or so. Yeah. yeah, I just bought a giant case. Yeah, yeah so I, 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 I just... think I'm gonna be okay, but I also think I'm gonna end up getting sick at some point. Yeah, I'm not going outside. I'm not having any contact with people uh, from the outside. Um, you know, I, I think I'll be okay. Nothing's getting delivered really. It, things that do get delivered, I sterilize right away, really carefully. Like um, when that just lysoling came. your DoorDash. Yeah, yeah, really, I am. Yeah, like I, I lysol the whole package before I tear it open, and then I'm really careful with it. And I wash my hands after. Like when I when that flag came, and I got some more stuff coming tomorrow from Amazon. Uh, all that gets sterilized. I really don't want to get sick. I just don't like getting sick. Well, yeah, nobody does. It sucks, especially the flu. From what it seems like. Like other than the hard of breath shit, this is kind of just like having a normal terrible flu. I don't know that I've had ever so. had the flu. Oh, never you have had, to the have flu? had the flu before. Mm. I probably had it like that... four times in my life. Maybe I have, I've had pneumonia before. I had some I level of it a few weeks ago. Maybe it was. Corona. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, I had. Yeah, maybe it was. Mm. Did you have trouble breathing? Like, did you not feel like you could fill your lungs? Because apparently that's like a weather vein of this compared to the normal flu. You got the so. corona? I don't think I had breathing trouble. It might have just been a regular flu. Hmm. Question is, if Woody gets the corona, <clears throat> do we still do the show with him? Is that safe? Certainly not. No. No. <laughs> no. I should definitely get some time off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Just, uh, just Kyle and I today. Woody's unfortunately has the coronavirus. And you're, meanwhile, you're streaming. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Tarkov. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little sniffly, but whatever. I told those fucking guitars to do without me. <laughs> the big-headed one believes anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he really thinks it's going to be a global pandemic. <laughs> he's kind of into conspiracy, okay, so yeah, I yeah. rolled with it. This dumbass stockpiling potatoes and cans in his basement. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, how much? Well, it's just 
like for just you or your company or whoever's there, Kyle, like how, how much time do you think you have with your food stores? I would imagine a good bit since you cook a lot. So your fridge is probably pretty packed. I, I think I've got three months. I think I, I legitimately think I have three months um, at least. Cause I also have like, I, if I still have electricity and water coming in, especially then I have a bread machine and I have like two of the big containers mm -hmm. of yeast and like 10 pounds of bread flour. Like I could cook bread forever for like, yeah. you know, dozens of loaves of bread, you know, and I've got so much soup and canned vegetables and fruit cocktail, which I've never even eaten before, but I thought, well, I'm going to need some vitamin C and then just, yeah, it's not bad. I got, I got 10 pounds of sugar. Uh, you know, like, like I got, <laughs> you get to the end of the road and you're just sitting in your empty house, spoonfuls of sugar. It works horrible. in Tarkov. I was thinking it. I didn't say it. Teeth yeah, it works. absolutely black. <laughs> it's like 70 ah! energy in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've got so much. And I already had like, I probably got 30 of those like microwavable, um, vegetable packs of like asparagus mm -hmm. and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and fiesta corn and and stuff like that i don't know i don't know how long it would go at least three months i would say that's good how about you Woody? do you have a little store i don't even know out? like the way our family works is i bring in the money and she spends it well tell her to get out there and, <laughs> and fly yourself a yeah bit. I, I mean the pantry looks full to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'd ask her to do a little census down there right now a little little, little uh take stock Hmm. Yes. Ask her what non-perishable items do we currently have, Jackie? Besides the dog. Dogs. Well, in, in dire times, you could eat off that dog for a while. Woo! We got Frick two of them that big. Yeah. One looks like yeah. a cow. We could trick a local. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> trading for your her name is dog. Bessie. <laughs> God, the milk is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I swear, only a teaspoon of it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, come on, kids. Get your cereal bowls around here. <laughs> she ain't got but one teat, but we're going to work with it. Now, according to the owner, it's called a Belgian barking cow. <laughs> Watch out, she bites. <laughs> she oh, bites she likes it when you milk her, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the boy. <laughs> I was the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be so funny. You're so dire. You're taking a female dog and, and milking the little, like, drinking dog milk. Remember that on Meet the Parents? When he, meet the like, fuckers? Meet, oh, well, that was the sequel. But oh, okay. That's when, they, that's when they meet Ben Stiller's parents. But at first, uh, he, he's, uh, Ben Stiller's meeting her parents, and it's, uh, it's De Niro. And he's telling a story about milking the cat. And then there's like, yeah. you can milk a cat? It's like, oh, oh yeah. And it's just a lie that he's gotten caught <laughs> up in, but he can't stop lying. <laughs> you can uh, you can milk anything with nipples. And Daenerys goes, I've got nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> I like the volleyball scene. You know, like it, oh, everyone's amazing at volleyball in this. They're playing water volleyball. They're in a swimming pool with a net across and they're all playing and he hits it like nice and just get wrecked. These guys are all like pro beach volleyball players for some reason. So Ben Stiller gets it. He gets his best effort and he slams it, hits the girl in the nose. And everyone is like, oh, what are you doing? It's just a game. <laughs> Don't forget the Speedo that they made him wear. He didn't have a bathing suit. So they come out with like a Speedo and it's incredibly revealing. And he, he, to his credit, he's fit. But 
Nobody looks good in a speedo. No, but Bill Burr talks about him being that fit. Do you remember? Have you seen Bill Burr talk about uh-huh. it? Oh, yeah. I think it was on Rogan. They're talking about like male beauty standards and stuff like that. And they're like, everybody needs to be hot. Unless you're playing a role of like a not hot guy, by default, you are a product. And that product should be buffed and polished and shine and worked out and et cetera. And then they're like, I saw Ben Stiller on Meet the Parents, I guess. And uh, he's got abs. He's got abs. The guy's fit. The guy's obviously hit the gym and prepared for a comedy role where he plays the boyfriend. And uh, yeah, it, that's what it takes in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm going to try to find a, an image. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's in pretty good shape here. Do you have a link? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm in a, a whole like montage of him. This is not what I want. I know he got really ripped for Tropic Thunder too. Like, like his arms are real I, big. I almost don't yeah. think of Ben Stiller as a guy who can do that, but he is. Yeah, he was real fit in Tropic Thunder. I didn't think about that. And his little, his little tight armed fatigues. I did not like Tropic Thunder as much as you guys oh, did. What? I had that, to power that through that movie. I, I that, worked to get to the end. What, what didn't you like about it? That was hilarious. I, where was the funny part? The whole thing when Jack Black is tied to the tree and telling him he'll suck his dick for a little bit of heroin, like that was a funny part. When Ben Stiller's picking up <laughs> that, that bat, comes down head. and grabs the cocaine and flies away. <laughs> no, no, it's just James Gamper. Yeah, Jack Black was hilarious. That guy who was gay and selling booty juice or booty sweat, whatever it was called, that was funny. Busting um, nut. Yeah, busting nut. It was called. And fucking Robert Jr. Jack. is yeah. Osiris Jones the whole time. <laughs> And he's like, everything our people's been through, we got to stick together, brother. And he's like, ah, people. <laughs> the whole thing. The, Tom Cruise, like, 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 like calling, you know, talking on the phone with the warlord. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah, and it didn't work out. No. Right? He's like, take he's a step a, back. He's a movie executive arguing with a warlord. But the whole premise was he was a movie I will executive. Fuck you all. He's like, I do this for a living. I'm very good at negotiating. Give me this. And it, you know, it doesn't work at all. I, well, and then Tom Cruise did that dance. Was that part yeah. of the movie or the credits or? That was in, in the credits. Yeah. Uh, I think, he, I think he, it was my favorite like part. He busts a little move when he's negotiating with <laughs> uh, Matthew McConaughey. When like they want Matthew, they decide that the best route is not to rescue Ben Stiller, to let him die, and then collect the insurance for the movie flopping. And he's like bribing Matthew McConaughey. He's like, he's like, we're talking private plane, G six. And then and fucking Fred Arneson or who, whoever the guy is that plays Barry from SNL, he's like, oh. "Can you feel it, brother?" Yes, like they're both like they're both like dancing and like like getting way too urban for for <laughs> guys that wide. It's great. I love that he's movie. He's got like those those forearm sleeves on to make his hands look all hairy and super and, hairy and, and, and the and big, big fat suit and the bald cap. The whole thing. It's great. I love every bit of that movie. I love the the production. You know, I, I like when he's out there in the bush just by himself, Ben Stiller with a knife, and he thinks he's being attacked by a wild animal, yeah. and he fucking murders a panda bear. And the next time you see him, he's skinned it and made like a panda bear suit. And he's wearing that panda suit. I don't know if you know this, but um, Osiris in the film, the character, says he stays in character until the DVD commentary is finished. I don't come out of character to the DVD commentary is done. So he doesn't. Um, yeah, what the hell is the guy's the name? Who plays him? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. does the DVD commentary as Osiris. He does. He yeah. does. He's doing the like the, like the, the, the comment. Everybody else is themselves. Ben Stiller has been Stiller now. He's like, yeah, this was a fun shoot scene to shoot. You know, this is actually Cambodia or whatever. <laughs> you know, he's, he, 
And and then Robert Downey was like, yeah, it was, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm blown away. You didn't like that movie. Like, I don't think I've ever met somebody who didn't think Tropic Thunder was funny. Like, did you just not like the the acting? Or? Maybe I didn't give it my full attention when I watched it. It didn't suck me in. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I, I love that he's in blackface. I love all the like the the like movie trailers they show of like the movies that that Ben Stiller has been in before, and the movie that 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 like weird priest movie with Tobey Maguire and uh, and Robert Downey Jr. where they're like yeah, where they're gay, priest, <laughs> gay priests in love. It, it's called like um like like Devil's Coven or Devil Devil's or, or hell, something like that. Devil's Paradise. It's something nutty. Yeah, I love that. What shit. would happen and if they made that movie today? It wouldn't work. They wouldn't be able to do it. You know, d- oh, it was called Satan's Alley. Satan's Alley. Yeah, <laughs> they asked him that on uh, on the Rogan Experience. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's like, "Could you make that movie today?" He's asking Robert Downey Jr. He's like, "Well, you could make it, <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't find his answer what? satisfying. Like, I, didn't, like, I, I feel like I didn't get what he was. He's saying you could. Oh, you could make it." It just wouldn't go away. Well. <laughs> it'd, it'd be a. It was a almost problem. a dodge to me. Like, could you make it today? Yeah, we have the technology. That's not what I'm asking, asshole. Answer what I'm asking. I I, I thought it was clear. He's saying no, no, we couldn't do that today. That would not okay. fly. You know, blackface has been has been. Uh, they so, made a uh, thing out of it. Now they don't understand that. And I this view mostly through Jamie Lee. Jamie Fox? Does he have a middle name? Anyway, yeah. he's like, it wasn't a disrespectful blackface. Everyone was sort of okay with that blackface. They need to differentiate intent in blackface. You are fighting an uphill battle, my friend. <laughs> they are not going to come around to that. I, 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 look, if, if a black guy does white face, and they used to do this on In Living Color all the time. And they, they, they just like mock white people in a really negative way. And I or love, white girls. Yeah, I, they did that. I don't love it. Um, yeah, White Girls is one. Um, they do... What did they... I Mitchell. thought Chappelle's white face sketches were really funny. Y- yeah. Or, but, uh, he, <clears throat> I mean, it's a sketch show, so it's hit and miss. There were at least a couple funny ones where he did it. We watched this like a few years ago. We watched this and joked about it, I think. But this is the behind the scenes. And what it is, it's it's narrated by the guy who plays the director of the movie, uh, Tro- Tropic Thunder, like the character. And it's behind the scenes with Sergeant Lincoln Osiris because it's it's Robert Downey Jr. in character living with his family and staying in character and having like weird breakdowns. I remember watching. I hated this so much. I think it's it tainted the movie for me. I find this so opposite of funny. Is it just me? Yeah, no, I, I thought this video was fun. I mean, I think it has been a couple of years since we watched it, but I recall watching this on the show and it made me laugh. He laughed my ass off. Well, this was supposed to like be his sons or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. at one point, he has them all like like zip tied up. He's got one of them in the bathtub, and he's talking about his chakra line or something. He's just talking crazy, like like super crazy, like 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 not even a in a scary kind of way. It's it's good stuff. I love it. I love Robert Downey Jr. I find, I think he's so talented. I, I love this shit. I, I sometimes I don't realize how talented certain actors are, and I like it when that comes out. You know, the biggest one is uh, Brian Cranston. You know, I mentioned him a million times. I thought he was a goofy and a funny comedic actor, and then he did Breaking Bad. It's like whoa, range. Shikola fluoride. Range. I didn't a know he had. <laughs> What's that? 
reference to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seinfeld, he played uh, Tim Watley, the dentist, and he, he converted to Judaism just for the jokes. And, hmm. uh, and he's like working on Jerry, and he, he asked the nurse, he's like, I get a shtickle of fluoride. And, he, and, <laughs> and Jerry's like, <laughs> That's such a good one. Yeah. See, he's Curb, a, I'm really enjoying Curb, but it doesn't hold a candle to Seinfeld for I just, me. You'll I get think there. Seinfeld you'll get there. Once the blacks get there, it gets better. I I've, I watched a couple more yesterday evening. I still not to the blacks though. Yeah, uh, they coming. haven't joined the neighborhood yet. I think he, that's like season six. Taylor, once you start working from home, you'll have plenty of time to catch up to Kyle on on that show. Dude, that would be pretty sick. It's like, <laughs> I just I sorry everyone. I got to self quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. And you better believe I'm gonna still try to be like working out. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. I, I spent four hours with this guy. He was coughing the whole time. I'm yeah. gonna self quarantine. What would happen? What would happen if you called into work and just told him you had coronavirus? No one wants to be around someone with coronavirus. So that's a get out of jail free card with any client for any reason. I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Is this the week you needed me to fly to Cincinnati? No, I've got the, I got that thing going. I got around. the 24 hour corona. Yeah, <laughs> I got the coronavirus, and I am sorry. That's, that's weeks from now. I've got okay. a thing that makes no one want to be around me. You're vegan now. <laughs> yeah, I got I got sleep initis. <laughs> got to get some rest. So, yeah, I I want to get your guys' predictions on that. Do you think we're gonna see kind of not mandatory but suggested quarantining the way Italy initially did it? I think Italy's pretty much at mandatory now. We already are. I think well, I mean, like on on a higher level, I don't see that many people quarantined now. Sure, like driving around during rush hour today, way less traffic than usual. Very much noticeable how much less traffic. But like, I, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it hasn't come into effect. Yet. University of North Carolina is going to an online school probably for the remainder of this semester. I hope's not. Hope's uh, books are at the sorority house. She doesn't know if she's allowed to go get them. Like, we're not sure how that happens. Yeah. Um, wait three days. Make sure it's not on those surfaces. It's spring break. It's been three days, but that's oh, a good well, point. Probably be able to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know. Um, and they're going online. Like I said, George Foreman's mom, she can't go to work anymore they're, until April 6th. Um, like in my little corner of the universe, the people are already self-quarantined. Uh, Trump came out, said, if you travel, we want you to self-quarantine for some period of time before you go, mm -hmm. go back to gatherings. Um, and then, I, I don't know, my online world, like Reddit, for example, is just filled with social isolation. Is that the term they're using all the time? Something mm -hmm. like that, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know, talking about not touching people, standing three feet away, which is, what's normal? About three feet-ish anyway, right? I would say, I was here in like six feet. But even then, it's like, if this is airborne, isn't that kind of just... Isn't six a little far for like that conversation? Yes, yeah, yeah. somewhere between three and six. What's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> I got the corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you do? Oh, well, just walk over here then. We're fine. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was something rough. No, we're both sick. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that the, the quarantining stuff is going to be bigger and bigger. And I wonder if the, what the lasting changes will be. You know, mm -hmm. for example, uh, companies that don't have work from home policies now, now that the whole company does it, will that become a more common thing? I would hope so. I mean, hopefully it would finally maybe reinforce the fact that not everything has to be an in-person meeting and discussion. Like you can get a lot more done if you do it remotely or on Skype or on, you know, free conference call that net or whatever the fuck service you want to use. Like that would be better. It and depends. people would get more done. 
I don't sometimes know. like some it's like a sales call you're going to some you know big sales call in person is always better objectively it's easier to make them meet your eyes you can read their body language better it's more amicable they feel the need to pay attention more instead of watching a screen like for sales yeah very much so but if you're discussing like a t- an advertising tactic or something or you're gonna like reallotting your budget for the quarter it's like yeah we can, we can do that on the phone okay Easy. so uh, i worked as a computer programmer and typically the project i worked on be like smallish teams, say between like six and 18 guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they're all in the same office, it's hard to put a value on the hundred little micro communications that happen throughout the day. You know, I quick mm-hmm. ping you because our, 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 our systems are interfacing together. If I can just ping you with a quick question or, or tell you a quick thing or like that does so much. The, 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 that 15 seconds can save 15 minutes that of what yeah. it would take to figure it out on my own. So I noticed when people, like, they're like, they take these teams and they either work from home or on a related thing, they spread them around the world. And, uh, like, even if they're East Coast and West Coast, how many hours a day do they overlap? So you already lose three, which cuts it to five, and then Mm -hmm. the two lunch hours don't overlap. So it's three hours a day that they're both naturally at work at the same time. And, uh, like, that's that's a lot of overlap that's missing. And uh, you you miss out on a lot of efficiencies that happen because the guy that you're interfacing with is available. On the other hand, working from home can be really nice. And sometimes, you know, those micro micro communications could be a disadvantage. Like, dude, I don't care about your dog. I don't care about your daughter. Like all these things just make me stay at work longer. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm trying to figure out what, I don't even know the verbiage to pretend to be in the computer programming or the, (laughs) you know, industry but like yeah you're right there's so much wasted time in those things where you could really be you know kind of like that's why i don't remember what ceo it was but it was something i saw and i've mentioned on the show before where he was like yeah i saw a real big change in the meeting habits of the company that i took over as soon as i pulled every chair out of the conference room and so you go in there you got to stand up everybody's standing you know and he was like you know how much people are dilly-dallying and talking about their you know their weekend when they have to stand not much at all like because they just want to get it done and get oh. back to their their comfy chairs. You remember I we had the uh, one of the owners of the Sacramento Kings on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. You remember his name? I'm bearing the names. Andrew <clears throat> Andy Andy Miller? Andy Miller. I okay. So I asked him about the trillion dollar coach, the guy who mentored uh Steve Jobs and the Google guy and stuff like that. He would have people go in meetings and kick it off with how they're thankful or grateful to the other people in this room. You know, hey, before I say anything, I want to talk about why I love Taylor so much. And I'm just like, every week, every week they would do this. Oh, oh my God, this fucking sucks. I don't want to kill myself. That sounds awful. Yeah. Why is this such great? Well, I'm thankful and Carol at HR for making simple engagements, a touchy walking on eggshell thing. Thank you, Carol. Thanks. Um, That's the kind of stuff I... I didn't really enjoy at work. You know, I, I had my friends, but I like to pick them. I didn't like my manager to force them. Yeah. No, I, I totally feel it. I mean, were you, were you tight with uh, Ash Mish or whatever his name was? The- this sounds racist, but it's not. I, I, if I work with an American guy, it was like an 80% chance we'd be friends and we'd go to lunch together and stuff like that. If I work with an Indian guy, it was almost the inverse. Like there was a 20% chance we'd hit it off and be friends and go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, culturally, one issue I had was too much respect. Like, it's hard to pal around with a guy 
who always treats you as his superior. And, and like at work, I was often. I was like a, a lead at work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and these guys would all work for me. But the Americans, culturally, we just kind of set that aside and flatten it. You know, when it yeah, came down to it, I assigned yeah. the work. But at lunch, I'm, I'm not the boss anymore. Um, but with the Indian guys, I was always the boss. And like, really? you, even if you just choose where you're eating, they would have no opinion. They just agree with me. And that wasn't the relationship I was looking for. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's like, it's like how girlfriends are or wives. Just away <laughs> except disagreeing or not disagreeing or agreeing, just being indifferent. The only way to get them to pick where they want to eat is by suggesting somewhere you know they hate. A real bacon flavor? What? It's got bacon in it. It's got bacon in it. Bitch, I didn't see that at the grocery store. I ordered it. I got a bunch of this. All right, well, I need to stop by fucking Costco or Walmart again. Deviled ham. Deviled ham. Much better than you you think it is. It's Because I think both of these are terrible. Sounds awful. It's Mm -hmm. ham spread. You you stir it up. There's like a jilled fat on top. It's like super calorie dense. Like one of these has... It's going to look like dog food when you open that. Cat food. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Stupid Taylor. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> this is chicken pate. This is, uh, I think it's a U- European brand. It's delicious. I really like this much. stuff. No, but I got a lot of it. I mean, uh, I don't eat anything yeah. like my food is so fresh. The lettuce had sand in it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I got uh, this is uh this is sardines. Oh, got, nothing wrong with sardines. Sardines got, are pretty good. These are the best sardines you can buy. These are so good. These are Bar Harbor sardines. If you, I Skinless, mean, boneless, smoked sardines. They taste more like salt than anything. Yeah, At least you're going to need that. Them. They just taste like oil <sighs> and salt. My dad's place is so well equipped for this sort of thing. Like, forget the, the guns and ammo. Um, but, like, because he has those poultry houses, those things have um, natural gas uh, tanks. Mm-hmm that are way bigger than like the civilian ones. Like they're, I'm going to guess, I'm thinking about how many steps it would take. Cause I know a step is about a yard. I would say they're 20 to 25 feet long. These propane tanks. That's a big tank. And he's there. He has Bobby. Five. Have you ever seen anything like it? He has five <laughs> of them. Up. Like when he buys propane, it's many thousands of dollars, like maybe $15,000 at a time that he buys. Oh, how big yeah, are these tanks? You said, I don't know how many gallons, but they're about 20 to 25 feet long. And they're so big around, there's no way you could wrap your arms around them. Like, may, like mm. maybe two and a half, like as big as my arms would go. That around. might be the size we have, but we have one. It's a thousand Gargantuan. gallons. Gargantuan. Um, I think they're, I think they're, they're thousands of gallons. They're huge. Oh, okay. In any then. case. Uh, and then he's got the generators, which can run off of that. He's got like legit generators that, that can power... I don't know how many kilowatts they are. I think it's it's dozens of kilowatts, I think. Uh, I think one of them is like 15 kilowatts and one of them is like 20 or 25 kilowatts. And then he's got two wells, one drilled, one bored. Um, so if you had to, if you had no electricity. Wait, wait, drilled and bored? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, one They're of them different? just got fucked and the other one has so, nothing going on. <laughs> one of them wishes it did. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say that a board well is the one that's big, that's like, you know, like like maybe three and a half feet Where wide. Where Timmy gets like, lost and Lassie, Lasso, exactly. Lassie finds him, okay. But he's also got a drilled well, and that's like a... You just stick your head in it. 
I don't even know if you can stick your head in there. It's maybe eight, nine inches, but it's like a thousand feet. So I could, but Taylor couldn't. <laughs> yeah, no. I, there, you go. there you go. A normal man's head would fit easily. Um, well, I couldn't fall down the well. And so. then the livestock and everything. I here have like, uh, like, like, like maybe five propane tanks, and I've got a propane burner out there. So I could... I could go for a little while. Not five of the big daddy ones, like five of the, you know. The ones under the grill, yeah, the tanks. 20. We have a thousand yeah. gallon propane tank and a bidet. That's our plan. That'll do it, man. I, and, <laughs> and look, I, I think I've said it before, maybe on PKN. You people who are out there getting toilet paper, go buy a bidet. Go buy a bidet. How do you it's buy a bidet? Do you have to get it installed, right? Like, is that a thing that... No, you they probably make it from install Amazon. It yourself on no, Amazon, there's yeah. a whole thing from Amazon. You hook it up to the the, the water line that runs into the back of the, the, the toilet, right? And it mm -hmm. just... You're all good. You're all good. You got a bidet now. And it's cold water, it, I assume. It's not as fancy as yours. I bet there are those that heat it. I bet there are those that, you know, I, I haven't this looked This one's only 60 that. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, these are not that expensive. Toilet paper's expensive. I I just don't wipe. I just hop in the shower and just, just whatever happens, happens. I just you know, don't I wipe like, all day. I, 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 I free shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I can get the Hibbent Handheld Travel Electric Portable de Bidet. There's no better defense against rape than a free shitting. Than a free, shitting man. <laughs> free shitting. In prison, like, I uh, free shit the most times. My strategy. <laughs> oh, both times. I didn't figure that both out. Both times. Oh, like, like we've talked about me shitting in prison a few times. Maybe a little bit too much, but like, I will. I, I think I don't know if I've said it before, but when I would poop, it wasn't a good poop. Of course not. You can't go without pooping for 17 days and have it be a healthy, good poop. No, no, no. You don't understand. It wasn't like. Oh wow, that was 17 days of poop. It was like, this isn't even a regular poop. This is just a little poop. Because your body was working at 100% efficiency. You're like 95% efficiency. When I finally got out, everything regulated. I was back to normal. I really think it was stress. I was so stressed. The worst part about being in prison was literally the fear of the other prisoners. Like, yeah, I, I imagine that's what I think everybody it thinks. It really wasn't that bad at all. Like, it's not like, the like, food. The King Jong-un doesn't poop because his body is so perfect and so efficient, it just processes the food and turns it all into energy. Perhaps See, you've achieved a higher level. I'm thinking about cracking one of these open. Which, which of, you, of these do you think would be more entertaining? The one eat? that looks like cat food. No, I, I, it, well, the, the one that's easier, do the sardines. I'd like to see the sardines. And did you get those on Amazon or did you go to the store and buy I, those? I, I had these delivered from the store. So, so, so I, you know, there's, there's three of us here. Here are your options. I'm going to get crackers if it's one of the spreadable ones, but I have sardines, I have deviled ham, I have chicken pate, and I have bacon spam. Which one will have Honestly, fat congealed on the top? The the uh, deviled ham. That's the one I'm rooting for. You won't be able to, yeah, I, I, I'm pulling for the sardines since I would like to see that high-quality sardine, but I'm fine with you eating whatever you'd like we, all right i'm gonna break the tie here and i'm gonna go with the sardines because i actually okay. i tried the deviled ham i enjoy it mm. it tastes it it's like a salty porky deliciousness it, it it does look bad but you stir it and the and the fat like mixes back in my dad came over the other day and um you know we're gonna eat dinner like mm -hmm. later in the night but he was like i'd like a snack i haven't eaten today and i was like look at my cupboard man look at look what i got here and he's like oh I was like, I got a little deviled ham there. He's like, yeah, that hit the spot. I was like, all right then. And he broke it. I broke out. Oh, oh, there's a lot of liquid here. Oh, sardines. Yeah. Do oh, no, any? this smells like bad pussy. 
Have you ever had sardines? I've had bad pussy. <laughs> Kyle's having flashbacks. You need to overcome the scent of the sardines. I just like cracked it open, as you can see, and there's like... I don't want do to you have a, much. Do you have a paper towel? You can Taylor, a little me. sympathy. We're watching a man with PTSD symp symptoms right now. That <laughs> <laughs> was like bad pussy. No, just, just bite the bullet. Just pull it back. Not too fast, though, so you don't flick any fish water on you. And then just grab one of those slippery little fillets and pop it in your mouth. I don't want to vomit on the show. You're not going to vomit on the show. It's a sardine. Have you had sardines I have before? I haven't. No shame. Yeah, I've had them before. It just, I, it literally tastes like salt and oil. I could tell no. you have, you're a sardine veteran. Kyle, though, looks like he's nervous about this. The smell, you're right. The smell hits you like a wall, but the taste, it's just oil and salt. I promise. Especially if that's a high quality sardine. I, I was eating the cheap shit. There's like, I cracked it and I can't show you, but immediately sardine juice like came up on top of the tin. So I'm having to soak that up so I don't. Oh my god! Mm. Oh wow! This has been an error. This was my idea. Like, look at oh, this. you got it, dude. You're gonna enjoy the you sardine. You can see like I the promise. sardine juice that I've soaked up just uh -huh. from. I haven't opened it yet. I just cracked the the seal. I just broke the seal, and there's. It smells like bad pussy. I, it smells like high or low tide. Yeah, the shitty one. Low tide. Yeah, it smells smells not good. Yeah, no, that's my Missouri. I've smelled knowledge, low sorry. tide, <laughs> and it's a salty, briny kind of. I'm a I'm a sea cotton now kind of smell. This okay. smells like dirty sex. This uh, smells like the kind of sex that you go and take a shower after. I'm having the right opposite the of PTSD right now. <laughs> All right, I'm cracking him open. I'm peeling it. It's it's hard. It's like difficult. Oh God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all just marinating in their juices there. I'm going to soak up some of the juice with this paper towel so that I don't spill it. I, the last thing I want is... Yeah, don't spill that over. I'll be nice set up. I'm in your, soak in up your Vegas Golden here. Knights gaming room. <laughs> like you can see, like, I'm just... Yeah, I'm sure that looks like health food to me. Now, usually... You're going to want to just drain all that shit away because... Oh, my you, God. There's so much. Yeah. I, I have a cup here. It's a whole like, tin's worth. It used to be tea. Oh, I should have thrown this away. What's the name of that brand? I want to look it up. Oh, you could... Like, uh, sea Harbor. When I'm sea in a Harbor. situation like Kyle is, I ask myself, what would Danny Mullen do? Drink You'd that. Like, Drink it up. Drink it up. <laughs> Danny Mullen would have chugged it. Danny Mullen... Skin. Wait, why doesn't it fall out? I would rather drink my piss than this, 100%. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to drink that liquid. Skinless, boneless. That's because you're gay. If you liked pussy like I do, you drink that up. You this get. is not the pussy that you were accustomed to. <laughs> There's only like right. 380 calories in that whole thing, and you're getting a good amount of, good amount of protein, like 38 grams of protein. That doesn't there look too go. bad. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm not. No, here, here, grab, grab a little, little chunkaroo. It looks like any. chicken. No, yeah, it, it looks doesn't. Like, it looks like tasty chicken. Just eat it, bitch. You're not gonna vomit. Okay, okay, it's a little more solid than I would have thought. See, there you go. A little win. All right. 
It Him? just tastes like salt and oil, doesn't it? No, it's savory. Or maybe yours is smoky. Maybe it tastes smoky. It's smoky. It's savory. There's no bones. Hmm. Where'd the bones go? They debone they them out. Why yeah, they debone, debone it. And they pulled the skin off that kind, right? Tell you what, I'll murder my fucking neighbor before I eat this for more than a day. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's got something good over there better than this. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. That's uh, that's unfortunately terrible. I mean, I'm gonna have a little more, but <laughs> and you paid a high price for it. What's that other? Oh, King Oscar. That's the brand I see in stores. I got a I got a lot of this, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, oh, that had scales on it. See, this is. All right, well, I'm done with this. This is, this is similar to the kind of sardine I've had where, like, instead of being in a bunch of chunks there, it's more just like the solid kind of well, fish fillet looking thing. You know, that was a that was a huge mistake right there. I, I'd never had sardines before, though, honestly. So I. I <clears throat> mm. Oh, that stays with you. Oh, it does. I'm gonna make, I, gotta I don't mind them, but I don't need that I, cup that I just poured sardine juice into if that yes. stays in here overnight that's a that man i wish you guys wanted smell. me to, i should have went with whoever thought i should eat the the cat food because i like that <laughs> like, I, 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 I genuinely i genuinely enjoy this this deviled ham is uh i, I guess i'm saying like if anyone's out there stocking up on like nonsense like this like i did it's oily it's it's on me but you're getting your good fats your fish oil Oh fuck me! You, I've got, I make my I own fats, it. Taylor. I turn it. <laughs> I convert it from sugar this into woody bad. fat, and it's got the devil on it, which I like. Yeah, um, that's cool. The devil's yeah. tight. Yeah. <laughs> the morning Take star. Take that, Woody's himself. mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> do devil that thing rules. where you invite Satan into your heart again. I like that. Uh, yeah, I'll do that at some point again. Maybe we'll get a religious guest and I can do it. <laughs> I don't think anyone oh, religious would come. I've got the hiccups. Point. The hiccups plus bad food. Or a mm. recipe for vomiting. I'm really glad this is teleconference. Yeah, I vomited last night like we were playing Tarkov and shit. Why? All, all I I don't know. All I had eaten that day was like um, I have these individual craft macaroni and cheeses, like the little cups that you just add water to, boil, and then stir in. A oh, I love sauce. those. Those are great. Yeah, it's like a kid snack. But it's like sauce. It's like freeze dried cheese. It I turns put into cheese in with... it and taco seasoning. It's delicious. It's like Taco Mac. But none of those things can like have food poisoning, right? It's dry food mm -hmm. you add water to. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, there was no reason for me to get ill, and like, I vomited so much, and it was so gross. Did you drink anything weird, or no? Do anything mm. weird? Yesterday? No, I've, all I've been drinking is um, like unsweet tea with lemon, and uh, yeah, that was awful. I those sardines are just fucking disgusting. If I were really hungry, I could probably get down with it, like especially with some crackers. I bought a ton of crackers because I figured like that's. I don't know. A lot what of kinds you get? Ritz. I like Ritz. Um, I like Ritz as well. I've got some like saltines in there right now, but I don't think I have any other kind of cracker. I yeah, love I saltines. Got, They're so simple. I got a bunch of saltines too. I got like three boxes of saltines and like five boxes of Ritz. I, I honestly wanted to make sure that like I would have everything I needed if I if if this thing actually got bad and and, and mm -hmm. most part, I, I really just don't want to get sick. I don't think it'd kill me or anything. I don't think I'd be close to death. I think I'd just be very sick. In bed, drinking fluids and drink eating soup. Yeah, I mean, but I still. Oh, something else I bought. I bought like a couple of giant ass jars of like Arabiata sauce, and then a ton of boxes of uh, uh, penne protein pasta. 
Oh, I got so much pasta. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. I, it was like buy one, get one free about a week ago with my at my grocery store. And so I was like, all right, two of everything. And like penne and spaghetti and uh, rigatoni and like like all of the pastas that you could possibly name. I, I, I got two of each. Every time I walk through the pasta, like, <clears throat> my girlfriend does all the shopping. And so I don't really do it. But every time I do and I walk through the pasta what aisle, nuclear I'm, family blown, is that old I, I'm fashioned. blown away nuclear. at how pasta is basically free. Like you look at it and it's like this giant box is is a dollar nine, and when this gets wet, it's gonna be the size of my head almost. Dude, like that's a lot. I think it was Jimmy Carter. I'm not positive, but there was someone who said we should get rid of food stamps and just make pasta and rice free. It's practically free now. It'll be on the bottom shelf. There'll be like fifty gallon like cement bags filled with pasta, yeah. and you can come and you can get it, and you'll stay alive. That's what free food is. And it's just provided to anyone who walks into the store. And you say, oh, but wait, people are going to hoard it. They're going to grab it. They're going to eat too. No, they're not. It's free. It has no value anymore. They're not going to grab mm-hmm. 100, you know, 200 pounds of pasta. Maybe in the very beginning they do because they're stupid. Or just put a limit on it. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, yeah, but eventually they'll realize, like, I can get this anytime I want. It's always at the bottom shelf. It's like dog food. You put it under the shopping cart, you have free food. And, and, and the whole food stamps and all the administration that comes with it mm-hmm. and all the um, looking for cheating, but like, uh, you know, the word fraud. Re- fraud. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it, th- that'll just be gone. It's free. Pasta. Pasta and rice yeah. no longer has cost. And I thought a big bag of rice is basically infinite food. Like so much food. I have six so or eight much. pounds of rice in there and it's like that'll last so long. Yeah. I also, when I, have when you I ever made pasta, not enough rice? I've Never. only ever made way too fucking much rice. <laughs> yeah. Or you I, look I at look the, the one cup and you're like, and it's like, that's not very much rice. And then you <laughs> it, and it's like, where did rice much. come from? <laughs> if I would have made rice in the Middle Ages, they would have burned me at the stake. For, but you put merely a cup in here. <laughs> <laughs> you put a cup rice. of rice into a witch's cauldron yeah, and it yeah. fills up. It fills up the whole thing, yeah. Same yeah I got pasta. stuff to add to the pasta. So I got like a bunch of those boxes of Velveeta. Like this little box mm. of, of like of the cheese because I figured I make I can make mac and cheese that way, and I also got like tons of San Marzano tomatoes, which are like the best Italian tomatoes that are great for for making marinara sauce and uh, you know garlic powder. I got garlic powder to go along with that a little garlic Do you have powder, like a little tomato paste. Italian sausage that you can brown and throw in there too. I'm sure. I don't like Italian sausage. I, oh, I, oh! Mm-mm. It puts me off. I, I don't like the. Well, how can you dislike Italian? Sausage? I prefer hamburger meat and uh, and spaghetti sauce. I mean that's um, good too. I prefer hamburger. Uh, something about the Italian flavor, sausage though. has like a kind of a gamey kind of kind of taste. I, I don't care for it. I spe- I like spicy if it's hot Italian sausage. Like when I go to Portillo's mm-hmm. in Chicago. You ever been there? Uh, if I did, I was when I was little. Yeah. If you ever end up doing one of your business trips in Chicago, Portillo's, very good shit. They've got like their own kind of thing. Their their fries are cheese fries. They they do the 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 hot and sweet Italian sausage uh, or, or Italian beef uh, sandwiches. With the, oh, with the hot peppers on there the hot peppers on mm-hmm. there really it's, good stuff great their hot dogs are incredible everything there's very good portillo's in chicago I, I stop there every time i go to chicago and i love it that and uh uh um uh, lou malnati's lou malnati's uh deep dish pizza i love chicago food it's fucking great michael j yeah. fox and christopher lloyd reuniting for what i picture? just saw this picture he's not dead yet wow dude if I were to tell you that Michael J. Fox at 51 was older than Christopher Lloyd, I feel like you could buy it. 
I could buy it. He has passed him in age. What if they were brothers? You look, could buy that. For look sure. at Michael Jackson. My, oh, Michael J. Michael, Fo- Michael J. Fox's face, the wrinkles around his eyes, the chin, the gray. He's he fifty-one. Like How he many like photos shit. do you think it took until there wasn't a bunch of blurred lines? <laughs> <laughs> blurred lines. Da 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 da. Michael Man. is shaky. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that I was surprised that Michael J. Fox was alive. I, I thought that Christopher Lloyd was dead. He's 81. Right. He's been dead Stocked. for a while. I, uh, Michael J. Fox looks older to me than... He looks like He doesn't shit. look good. But, I mean, he has Parkinson's. That's a great excuse for not looking good. That's a good excuse. I guess so. It gives, that's what it does to you? I, I mean, I, I it mean, ruins really. your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to comb your hair. It's all sh- fucking shitty. Yeah. Damn, I'm... I'm hungry now for survival type food after we're talking about all this. I mean, you said you I, got a bunch of pasta, Kyle. Did you get any protein pasta? Have you ever had that? Do you know what that is? I've had it before. It's all right. I, I just got regular pasta because it was, like I said, it was buy one, get one free. And, and like, I think it cost like a dollar and 50 cents. So I was essentially buying a big box of pasta, like, like, mm-hmm. like way more than enough for a meal, like enough for like a four person meal for a dollar 20 or something. Or no, wait, it was 90 cents. So like Damn. like you you could do like four meals for like two dollars if you if you made like if you added tomato sauce or if you added Velveeta which is just mac and cheese or whatever it was just so cheap and so like like I didn't want to go crazy and buy like the food buckets or the MREs we talked about it on PKN how they're they're so overpriced these peanuts are good too did you do that at the store or did <laughs> you order everything I order everything so it and I know Woody doesn't go to the grocery store so. Every grocery store I've been to in the last week, it's only like three, two maybe, mm-hmm. they all have signs up limiting consumption of toilet paper packs to two per person. Mm. Yeah. No no signs in the water area, no signs in the food area, the pasta and the canned food. Like, what was it? I, you know, I don't remember H1N1 being like this. Like, was toilet paper the big thing? What the hell is up with that? Why? It happens during hurricanes a lot, earthquakes, any natural disaster. Snow when people are worried. South. Snow for sure. It's snow anywhere, but it's, but little snow in the south. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. We you know we have excuses. You know we do, and uh, we don't have the infrastructure to deal with it like they do up north. But in any case, yeah, everybody was buying out the toilet paper. I was thinking ahead. Bought my toilet paper a month ago. I got so much TP, and I bought paper towels too. Like like when that girl was walking up my driveway with this. Thing of paper towels. <laughs> no, that poor woman. You couldn't see her. She's she fucking Sisyphus her. going up the mountain with her <laughs> yeah. boulder of toilet paper. Like Atlas. Like <laughs> Atlas <laughs> with it on top of her. <laughs> Holding the fucking world up. Yeah, I use Instant Cart for uh, all my grocery deliveries. I wish they were a sponsor and I would sing their praises even more than I already do. Instant Cart is so fucking good. I think I pay a yearly fee the same way I do for Amazon Prime, the same way I do for Postmates. Like I, I sign up for Postmates Unlimited or something like that. So um, it, it's it's amazing. My 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 overhead is very small. Like, like like the premium, I should say, the premium that I pay for my groceries is very small. It's like a four dollar tip plus tax, and then the items are usually like ten cents more expensive than they would have been if I drove to the store and That's buy. It. But the thing is, like, the way I used to shop is I would put a grocery list together at home, and. I just put the grocery list together on my phone over the course of an entire day. And it went before I go to bed, I've, I've, I've got everything that I would have thought of. 
and I just like schedule it for the next morning at 9 a.m. Yeah. And at 9 a.m., my groceries show up and it's a huge amount. Like, like, and I take advantage of all the deals. Like, you may not know that like Diet Pepsi is buy two, get one free. Well, shit, give me six 12 packs then. I'll do that. Unfortunately, that bitch sent me Diet Coke. As everyone knows, both myself and Wings of Redemption do not like Coca Cola. All right. Diet Coke is not nearly as good as Diet Pepsi. This and is Diet disgusting. Pepsi is not nearly as good as Diet Dr. Pepper. I 100% Diet agree. Dr. With Pepper you. is the winning combo. This is Coca Cola, and I hate it. Diet Coke, I drink like this much of a can every time. As soon as it's not 34 degrees anymore, I can't. I can't fucking. Are you still it. guzzling those Diet uh, cream sodas and Diet root beers? They ran out at my grocery store. Oh, that sucks. Like that. That is the thing that has run out at my grocery store when everything else is in stock. Like they yeah, don't have weird. nearly enough facings of it because I, every time I go, I'm the guy who's like, oh, they've got diet cream soda back in stock. <laughs> well, I don't want 12. I want 48. Yeah. Oh, they only have 36. Well, that'll, that'll hold me over <laughs> until Tuesday. You know, I, I've really gotten into unsweet power tea. through those like, things. I, I put, I put sweet and low in there. I, I put like a good chunk of lemon in there and I love my unsweet tea. It's got, uh, I, I get un I get a gallon of uncaffeinated and a gallon of caffeinated and if I start getting a little uh, a little shaky because I drink a ton of coffee throughout the day uh, I'll switch to the uh, the decaffeinated but for the most part I just drink that most of the time I, I really really like it it's it's almost as good as sweet tea I've told that story right before about where I was mm -hmm. like <laughs> thinking that I I was like drinking my unsweet tea. You know, I, I put my sweet and low and my lemon in there and I'm drinking. And I'm like, oh, it's like candy. Yes. <laughs> Wings of redemption. Wake the fuck up, bro. Stop <laughs> drinking your sweet tea. <laughs> like, and I'm drinking this unsweet tea and I'm loving it. I'm like, this is candy. It's just mm -hmm. a, I only put a teaspoon of sweet and low it's in like a like big syrup. glass. <laughs> and it's so sweet and tasty. And like I get halfway through the jug, the gallon of, mm -hmm. of unsweet mm -hmm. tea, and I happen to like turn it in the refrigerator. <laughs> sweet tea. Sweet tea. I'm sweetening sweet tea. <laughs> I, I poured it down the, the, the drain. I poured it down the drain. I can't have that in my house. I don't drink that shit. No. You know, something else that I've been looking at online of people saying like what you like, I've been looking at prepper stuff, partially because it's just fun. To see yeah, the kind of little piles that people have made where it's like, damn, this guy's got his shit under under control. But a lot of them are saying, hey, buy all your food, get your high caloric stuff for when you're going to need it. And then make sure you get as many vitamins as you can, your canned, whatever. But then buy a fuck ton of like one a day vitamins and like certain supplements so that you get your vitamin C or your vitamin D or your fucking calcium or whatever. Do you have any of that? Yeah. Like, any multivitamins or what, what did you buy of, of that? I got like one a day men's centrum or something like that. I like mm. the gummies, frankly, because of I don't course, like they're gummies. It's like a treat. Pills kind of make me gag sometimes. Like I, I, I would make a terrible uh, gay man because like pills can make me really gag sometimes. I, I got uh, the gag reflex just. Can't I'd be a it. great gay man. I could throw a whole handful oh, of pills in oh, the water. Uh, yeah. My no, penis is tiny. You'll both do fine. I take them dry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I got a bunch of the gummies. I, I, I've been taking those gummies forever. I would buy like a four pack off Amazon at a time or something like that. So like, but you didn't get like a like a specific like, oh, I'm getting my C or I'm getting my fucking magnesium. No, I get the multivitamin. I just get the multivitamins. I, I do have some krill oil, which I also take. I have some of that yeah. skin and hair. 
Uh, I take krill oil. Uh, krill oil doesn't isn't as fishy as fish oil. Fish oil will make give me like these burps, and I'm just like it. It's like burping that bad pussy juice that I just ate a minute ago, and that's they've disgusting. got fish oil pills that have some other ingredient in there that keeps you from burping up that nasty dust. I think krill oil is better and doesn't come up, come with that fishy taste. So well, I, isn't I, the I, thing like the the closer the animal is to the bottom of the food chain is the less they consume of mercury. So like eating tuna, you're consuming more mercury per amount of food, whereas eating a sardine, much, much less, or krill. God, don't tell oil. me that. I well, they need mercury. The it yeah, it's an essential. I, that's why I take mercury supplements. Yes. And God, do I feel awful. <laughs> I, I, I my gallons I, I, I rub it in. <laughs> I rub it in. Like you know how hard it is lotion. to shove a metal that melts the second it touches your asshole up there. Yeah, it's oh, tough. I inject mine. I warm it up. I, I put it in a <laughs> syringe. Put it. Put it. Put, Hun, no, it's like gallium. A, it's gallium. <laughs> just like a no, no. It's going in my butt. I, I just warm it up in a little, little, little thing of uh, simmering water and like an enema. <laughs> no. Yeah. King Nebuchadnezzar and, swore by this stuff. <laughs> and he died at 38, so I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he ruled over a quarter of the world, honey. Yeah. All right. He ruled over Babylon like a king. The king of kings. Pretty cool. So, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really fascinated by all this prepper stuff. Makes me wanna, it makes me want to learn survival stuff, even though like, if I actually had to go survive in the woods, I would be absolutely fucked. But just like, you know... Having it as a little hobby, learning stuff like that. that yeah, might be it's fun. fun. I love those shows. You know, I was, uh, I, I did a video once for, um, what was it? Oh, shit. They paid me so much money. What? Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I, it was either, it may have been prep. It was one of those prepper shows. I don't remember which. And I, Doomsday and I, Preppers? It, I think it was Doomsday Preppers. I think, I think they, they sponsored a video one time. And I wanted to do a whole thing. I wanted to build an underground bunker. I wanted to bury a Connex box. You know what a Connex box is? Mm -hmm. It's like a storage. Which people listening don't know. It's like a box car. It's like it's oh. it's like one of those big metal rectangular box cars from that, that you see on trains. Or shipping stuff. containers. You know, they see shipping tons and tons of them on the giant ships. I was exactly on the giant ships. I wanted to bury it. Have a hatch in the top with a ladder and like a that you would peel back up on ground level and you go down a ladder down in there and it'd be fully like, and they're like, no, nah, we just want you to shoot some cool guns. And I was like, I, all right. Are you not going to teach me how to survive and how to prep? And I, you know, I thought I was going to get a free bunker out of this deal. <laughs> that was my goal. I was like, yeah, yeah the we, first thing we do when we teach somebody how to prep, it's called fluffing. <laughs> <laughs> if you want into my underground storage container matrix, you're going to do some fluffing. Yeah. I, I, I thought that would be a good idea too and then I watched a YouTube video of someone who like was making an underground bunker like that and they explained that those the angles of the shipping container is like the worst possible pressure distribution for being underground like you want kind of a domed thing so that it doesn't collapse on you you pour concrete around it and it uh, and it holds it up um, oh I didn't okay well that makes a lot of sense yeah it, it, in any case I don't have I I didn't end up with a bunker, or did I? And so you move. <laughs> well, he's got his bug out bag, there. and he's ready to go. No, he, he brings the, the bunker with him. I guess <laughs> doesn't mean the bunker's not where I left it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and maybe other people don't see it. Um, they definitely would not see it. It's underground. It's buried, mm -hmm. hidden hatch. 
Um, yeah, I'll do an ad. Okay. <clears throat> Tell everybody about Smart Mouth. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath, that humid, awful smell that keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times that you were the gross smelling one and the other person was thinking about a way to get away from you. You probably can't think of any examples and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own bad breath odor. In other words, you'd be walking around with trash mouth and not even realize that you're grossing everyone out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. You just rinse once in the morning for all day clean breath, and then once more before bedtime to prevent that morning breath from even happening. Two rinses a day, you'll never have bad breath again, guaranteed. Whether it's the boardroom or the bedroom, having having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisles of Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA for your coupon. About time you try a binary compound for your smart mouth using some 1960s mouthwash. It doesn't work like it's supposed to. Get with it. This episode of BK is also brought to you by a company <clears throat> that we have a lot of personal experience with, and that's Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing, and you're eating it. You know what's not so great? Getting it. And the only things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that delivers that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track that driver. Forgot to get your, get eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Just download the app today. Use code PKA. Cool stuff, man. <clears throat> so yes, what's sir. new in the world of Wings of Redemption? He's an eligible bachelor, I'm to understand. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, single <clears throat> as a Pringle, as his lady put it. Uh the wedding is 100% off. Um, the last update I saw that was literally from her uh, wedding's off. She is single. Um, so single, But Pringles come in very large groups. I, I interpret that to mean she's with 350 other people. Well, she likes to rhyme. All right. <laughs> she's, she's, she's not good at metaphors, but, but she does rhyme. Okay. Um, yeah, she said she was, quote, unquote, single as a Pringle. And uh, So that... Yeah. I don't so, know. So, oh, go ahead, please, Fair. Our, our our bets cancel out as I thought they might because okay. my thought process was yes, it is a real wedding. Turned out in Wings' mind, it was. <laughs> um, but no, of course, it was never ever going to happen. It was never going to happen. I, I I knew that going in. Um, just like I was right, that Corona is very, very dangerous. A two out of 10, <laughs> one being the most dangerous. Uh, I was also right that uh, Wings Redemption was never going to get married. Ah, ever, ever, ever. I I feel... Never. A little, <laughs> I didn't process that at first. <laughs> You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> so he had a relationship what was with that this fucking lawyer from Canada. Anytime, if Wings were to find a girl who was like, you know what, the man has his flaws, but he's sweet. 
He loves me. He wants kids. He's got his own place. His cum tastes a little bit like sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> you know? And then that, that damn lawyer. I mean, the water like, play, and he's got the sweetest piss. <laughs> and then she's going to get like a dossier from that lawyer <laughs> in Canada. Like, are you aware this man neither pays his taxes nor went to North Korea to play in the StarCraft Olympics? He's going <laughs> to. He wasn't in the Olympics? I thought he was an Olympian. No. He and told me he it. invented the Zerg Rush. What is the Zerg Rush? <laughs> It's a oh, I started start Zerg start start Rush. Start I heard it reference. correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 don't know. I don't know how to land on this thing because he did he overstate it from the start. Yeah. Uh, okay. That would be my assumption based on how this has panned out. As much as Wings has his flaws, does he deserve what this lawyer brings to light all the time? From what lawyer is this? Sorry I, that I jumped in. I'm just talking about the gentleman uh, who he was the gentleman who uh, catfished wings initially. Oh, okay, um, okay. And posed as a, a lady friend, and he is also the gentleman who most recently really delved deeply into the marriage scenario, contacting the fiance, her mother, and an unnamed third family member to really get the nitty gritty and expose it all. Um, and I won't even talk about what he's doing next. I, I told you what he's doing, Woody, um, next. I won't go into that out of, I suppose, respect uh, to Wings, what, what little there is. And uh, I, I won't go into it. You know, I, I myself, not a fan of the federal government. Um, I pay them <laughs> what they wrote. Which is your I time. I do too. <laughs> I, I'm too afraid not to. They're yeah, scary. Yeah, they'll ruin your life. Um, so, <sighs> this guy is educated, motivated, weaponized autism, pointed at wings all the time. I, I swear he's going to, I don't know, take down Wendy's or something just to deny this poor man his chili. <laughs> Operation Kill Wendy. <laughs> and, and, you know, he gets engaged. The Thomas Initiative. <laughs> he gets engaged and the guy, like, contacts his fiance and his fiance's parents and tells her about Wings' browser history. Jesus Christ. None of us can survive that kind of scrutiny. In theory. Yeah. It's I, I I was not abreast of these new updates. So yeah, that, let me tap to you what he's stinks. up to right now, Taylor. Again, like, okay. like I won't say anything. <clears throat> we don't hate Wings here. We have varying levels him. of dislike toward him. Um, I know. Well, you can't be happy that he's always harping on like you stole his job, etc. It's um, never bothered me even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but, but you don't. But you prefer if he didn't say that, wouldn't you? I don't care because it, Lefty right. was here between us. All right, faggot, stay on your own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kyle and I know the truth, and we you know, swapped out uh, wings with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm the one on Twitch. Bastard stole my job. <laughs> Wait, did I say that? <laughs> that would be so funny. No, yeah, no, I said, said it right. Was, no, I didn't. Oh, I said oh, swapped out wings with then you. Then I interpreted it. Oh, okay, I interpreted it a little bit. Roger that. Yeah, yeah. So I, we can, Kyle, if we band together, we can invent our own history. Oh shit! Well, oh, that's not ideal. Hmm. And yeah, that's that sucks, right? 
I don't know how someone could possibly know that unless someone admitted it on their stream or something. I don't know how that would work. Uh, of course mm -hmm. not shiz. So anyway, we won't, we won't harp on that for a bit. Well, that's, that's not cool. So hopefully it, hopefully everything's above board <sighs> and everything's good. So that's all you can hope for. <laughs> now what? Now what? <laughs> <laughs> now Kyle's just making fun of Chiz in our chat. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went hard in the paint. So hard. I went so hard in the paint that I was that, that we had to bump the whole chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I show shit that doesn't need to be shown. Like yeah, accidents happen. It's usually my own phone number or address or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't keep getting been a few years, but nah, probably I call, not. I, I call Chiz a Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> oh, yeah, in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, neither one are allowed. Um, so, so yeah, um, you know, I, I knew the wedding wasn't going to happen. It just seemed like nonsensical. I, I don't recall if he ever showed the the diamond ring off, but I hope he has it. Um, with and and I, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen a seven hundred dollar engagement ring before. I'd like to. Did you I say you hope either. he hasn't shown it off, or you hope he has it? I don't have a ring. watch that cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> engagement ring. Your watch is fancy, though, isn't your watch more than that? Mm, I, th I think it was five hundred. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, it's a, it's You're a. Yours does things. Yours is very utilitarian. It is that, a That's what it is. It's, it's not jewelry. It is a fucking precision instrument. I use it to well, tell my altitude wear... for acrobats, acrobatic paramotoring. Go ahead, Taylor. I only wear my the watch tells the that time we are, the we're day sponsored by, which is, of course, called... Movement? The fucking... ah, they, ha they haven't... Movement they haven't watch. Little... Yes. I don't know if... I got one here somewhere. Look in the jar of nonsense. <laughs> no. Careful not to tip over that... Fish guts cup. Oh, It'll smell terrible. Here. Yeah, yeah. I can't there believe you, go. you dislike yeah. the sardines so much. I wear it every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Like, like those watches are kind of like those what? hats that you leave the sticker on. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. leave the tag it's like on. The, it's, it's like a starter cap, but you leave the. Yeah, you can see. I'm so people sized. walking by, they're like, "Man, that's a nice hat. What do you get that for? What a deal!" <laughs> I, yeah, I probably would wear it. Like if I went to Wing's wedding or something, it's my fancy watch, my fancy looking watch. I leave the I've, paint with the I've price and cost up, of my car right. on, the, <laughs> on the windshield. I leave it there so people know how much I paid for the car. <laughs> the the Maroni. <laughs> yeah, I, I go over it in Sharpie as soon as I get it. Well, goddamn. We're driving by going, damn, that guy got a hell of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't pulled the little thing that activates the battery ever. <laughs> There's well, a little you, red tab well, right there. See that. that red thing? Yeah. That's what like activates the battery. Oh yeah. No, it's not as expensive as your nice watches, but they look nice to me. I think they get the styling about right. Maybe you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Style and <clears throat> and price. About right. I, I don't have any expensive watches. Watches pinch my arm hair. I don't like that. They can first. I like this yeah. nylon band because I wear it in the shower all the time. I don't think I have quite the amount of arm hair that you do. I mean I got a little. Yeah, Taylor, come up close. Let's see what you got. Not, not too bad. No, oh, you can't even see. I think I might have the hairiest yeah, arms. I think that my 
winter paleness light. is making my arm hair show up. But it, in any light, I think I'm hairier no, than I'm Kyle. Looking, man, this camera is flattering to my hair. <laughs> <laughs> show us your ass. Show us your ass. <laughs> no, just me. Am I, am I out alone on this pier? I'm going to be looking <laughs> svelte. <laughs> You're looking nice and smooth on this camera. This God, is... I gotta get this tuna out of this room. <laughs> tuna. Oh, the sardines. It smells uh, like we just shot a real skanky porno in here. Oh God, mm. I'm doing my best not to think about it. Tell me more like... about the scene. How can you not think about an open tin of fish right next to you? It I mean, probably I'm doing reeks. my best. Well, look at that shit. See, like that's that's not what I thought that would look like. I look, look at this, Kyle. Look, click on this this link of sardines and tell me that doesn't look better if you go to that fourth end. I have that too. I have, a, I have a can of that. Yeah, look at that. Those are like actual fillets. You can recognize what it is. Well, shit. I wish I'd gotten that tin. I, I, I might have enjoyed that. Does that I have I was bones in it? It tailors? Uh, no, no, it shouldn't. Uh, yeah, it should be no bones. It does have skin on it though. I, I would do it without the olives in there. I've never been a big olive fan. Yeah, that's Mediterranean style. You can do hot jalapeno or yeah, that's what I would get. Dijon mustard, cracked pepper, <laughs> any number of. Or just extra virgin <laughs> olive oil with lemon. I thought that would be a real easy one to eat. Can we watch my video? Yeah. Uh, oh, I oh, you got. The, I fucking hate having the hiccups. That's the worst. The hiccups lead to vomiting if I'm not careful. Me are too, you, dude. Are you queued up at zero? Yeah, I am. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, I'll, be, I'll be quick. Take a moment. He yeah. heard his parents having sex. Okay, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. Are you crying? You would be dead right now if you heard it. <laughs> what is you hear? What did you hear? Nothing. What's the problem? Nothing. Oh, there's no problem whatsoever. Are you sure you didn't hear mom and dad having sex? <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> That's a little Woody before he was desensitized. To the <laughs> part of my maturation process. You've, you've just blacked out that part of your, your childhood where you were sitting there shrieking. Why are you? Why did you put that in her mouth in the mirror? <laughs> and while Captain Kangaroo was on, Mommy <laughs> kisses me with that mouth. <laughs> 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 she you comes into my room and it. gives me a hug and kiss and then she goes and orally milks you <laughs> <laughs> would you rather she came in after <laughs> shut up dad <laughs> last night mom came and gave me a kiss and it tasted bleachy <laughs> <laughs> oh, jesus christ <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a uh, kid was that's funny. Cetaphil face cream your mom uses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle, have you loaded up on your skincare regimen? Because mm. that's something that you might run out. And I know you have a very uh, American Psycho style morning process. I buy in bulk whenever I buy my uh, my Jack Black uh, uh, lotion slash uh, SPF fifteen. You know, I, I go and buy in black and I, I buy in bulk. And uh, and I've got like I buy my loofahs in bulk, and uh, my soaps and shampoos in bulk. You know, so I've got I got plenty. You know what makes a lot of sense when you're prepping, is to try and get as much use out of something as you can. So yeah. ideally, I don't know a four in one, five in one sort of shampoo, mm. conditioner, body wash, uh, 
uh, counter starter, <laughs> floor <know>. shine. <laughs> yeah, floor shine. That's what you want. No, you it's know. not. It's disgusting that you do that. <laughs> Kyle, you're not thinking this through. He it's needs so short sighted sh- and disgusting. Wait, wait, Kyle, Kyle. Imagine <laughs> that you were of the variety it's that lazy. needed both a body wash <laughs> and a shampoo at the same time. It starts to make more sense. And a conditioner. I'm conditioning. Yeah. You wash your ass and you shampoo, think that's skin. I, what, he washes what? his ass and he thinks it's supposed to be skin and shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I probably need, does need some shampoo for his ass. I'll admit that. <laughs> right? You, you see would, the genius you now. You wouldn't how soft my ass hair is. You wouldn't some, believe it. Some fucking herbal essences back there. <laughs> but, you know, like, like having three different products in the shower isn't crazy town. Like I've got a shampoo, I've got a face wash, and I've got a soap. And my soap isn't even fancy. It's like Irish Spring because I like the smell of it. I feel like I want something that strips everything off because I mean, I, I lotion back up. I moisturize. Yeah, I feel up. like that Irish Spring dries my skin when I've used those bars. It does. That's why I I, I, I put lotion on afterwards. I've got this like nice cocoa mm. butter lotion for my body. And then I've got my Jack Black uh, facial moisturizer slash SPF 15, which I literally wear every single day. I haven't I haven't gone a day without wearing uh, S, uh, uh, SPF 15 on my face since I was, I don't know, in the last 10 years. Really? Dude, Every our, day. our soap is so slippery. I don't know what it is. My wife is in charge of keeping the shower stocked. So it's just a white bar with lots of bumps on it. That shit, when it's on, it's like showering in wet platinum. I, mm-hmm. I, I could do the dance thing where my feet slide. I'm like, I'm getting old. This is how people fall in the shower. This soap should be like, have a warning label on it or something. It is next level. <laughs> slippery. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't like i'm not it is genuinely like a wet platinum shower floor i I have to take the shower off and clean the floor to eliminate the danger after i'm done washing yeah yeah if you ever get wet platinum in your shower and i have i do what i do is i literally take the cheap shampoo and i squirt it on the floor and then i do like a shuffle with my feet to try to like like, skating back and forth on it yeah and i like brace myself because you go down in there and it it, it could get nasty like a hard floor it's yeah. not soft. I've got, you know, my, we've probably got a similar situation with tile and mm. it's, it's fucking it's yeah. like falling naked on stone. And that's know? a humiliating reason for a 32 year old to have to call paramedics. Yeah. That you yeah. broke your coccyx because you were trying to skate the <laughs> wet platinum off of your floor. Is that, the, is ever... that your tailbone, your coccyx? Yeah. I like yeah. that. I've got a coccyx in the front and the back. Coccyx. In the I've front never had to call an ambulance. Hell yeah. I've never called not like an ambulance women. in my life. You've never uh, called which, an ambulance? I've been in a few times. Never, never. I, I always uh, I always got just driven to the ER. Like mm-hmm. I, I, had, I went into anaphylactic shock once, just driven uh, driven to the ER. Um, you know, all, all my broken bones, just driven. All my serious cuts that required stitches, same thing. Just always went, you know, because ambulances are expensive. And it just seemed like I wasn't, my life wasn't in danger. So like I had an ambulance give me oxygen once when I broke my, my, uh, my ankle. But they just happened to be there already because it was a baseball game. What did you? What happened? That I can't you even count all the ambulances shock. I've been in. Uh, I'm allergic to bananas, and uh, I've grown out of it because I like bananas. And and since since then, I like slowly, uh, like tempered myself against them. I guess like a little at mm-hmm. a time until I can I can take them again, uh, like Princess but, Bride style. Little exactly. Bits. Yeah. Iocane powder. But <laughs> 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 well, you are a man of strength. So you might be counting on that to save you. 
but you probably knew that I am Sicilian and no one trusts a Sicilian. <laughs> Never trust a Sicilian in matters of death. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> he a speech impediment where he's like, Never trust a Sicilian in the matter of life and death. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. The cliffs of insanity. I climbing that rope. And that was a really good back. movie. That, that oh, that's one of the movie. best. I haven't, I haven't watched it in so many years. Oh, I love it. The Princess Bride. We're talking about the Princess Bride. If you guys have never seen the Princess Bride, you need to watch it's that. It's actually yeah, one of the. You wouldn't think vibes. that any of us would like that movie, right? Like, it, it, it's not the. Love it. It's very love good. It. But it's got the. Woody's right, though. It's got the title of a movie that you would never be like, oh, man, I got to fucking watch Princess Bride. Even you the know, like, basic plot line, like saving a princess through, it's almost romantic comedy-ish. It's yeah, not. it's it, it's it's uh, it's um, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner directs the thing. He's the king of romantic comedies. He's from Perry Met Sally. He is masterful in this. I had it you, in my head that Mel Brooks did that. I'm an idiot. No, um, but but you've got great acting performances from Carrie Yules and uh, who's the Gorgeous blonde, who I think is one of the most beautiful human beings who's ever existed. Andre uh, the Giant. Yes. <laughs> God, he was sexy. Um, I'd love to bend his giant ass over. That blonde, do you think, is one of the most beautiful women ever? Yeah, we've discussed this before. I, I think that she's one of the most beautiful people who has ever existed. She's beautiful. Um, she just never stood out to me like that. She played uh, She played uh, Frank's wife in uh, House of Cards. Um, oh. Oh, Claire. Claire. She aged well. Oh, Claire, if you don't mind, will you watch me as I suck all secret agents? Robin dear? Wright Penn. All right. Robin Wright Penn in her prime. She's not wearing a spot of makeup and she is perfection. Beautiful young lady. Uh, but yeah, Princess Bride by, by uh, Rob Reiner. An amazing film. Beautiful, like, love story slash fairy tale. Um, and, and there's this great scene where, like, Kara Yules is like the dread pirate Roberts who's like skilled at everything, right? He's a jack of all trades. He's a swordsman and a fighter mm -hmm. and he's in, and he's intelligent. And then Inigo Montoya is the greatest swordsman in the world. And Andre the Giant is the strongest man in the world. And we've got to storm this castle. And they look at the guards and there's like 50 or 60 and they're trying to figure out how they're going to do this. And, and Inigo is like, perhaps they could take maybe uh, 10, 15 at the best. And Andre's like, I could maybe uh, take 10 or 15 too. And Carrie's like, even at my best, I could only take maybe 10 or 15, but there are 60 of them. And they got to figure out how they're going to mm. deal with these people. And it's, they come up with, he comes up with this, you know, really cool plan to get into the castle. They're after the princess. Humper Dink wants to marry her against her will. It's a whole thing. It's great. It's, it's really great. a story oh, about rape. There's a little was rape. Mel Brooks the old man? No, in the that's um, no. who is that? Billy who Crystal. Billy Crystal. I'm missing the cameo, and Billy Crystal is. That's the only thing I've ever seen him in that I didn't hate him immediately. Yeah. You didn't like the Harry Met Sally. Like him. Uh, I, I just I. Okay. I Have fun storming the castle. <clears throat> yeah, no, <laughs> Billy Crystal sucks. I, I love like it. Him. They hear Carrie Yule screaming from the from the torture machine. He's like. That is the scream of unfathomable pain. <laughs> it's so good. You can hear it throughout the kingdom. It's so loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, ah, I love that shit. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. By the end of The Outsider, Kyle, could you tell that the main detective has a lisp? No. I don't detect it. <sighs> How? I don't know. I have an ear for this sort of thing. You both do accents. 
People list, I have, listen I have or write in the comments. Do, do you hear the guy from The Outsider, the main detective guy, does he have a lisp? He hits his S's and his TH's oddly. He doesn't have a full-on speech impediment or anything. Like he's totally... I think he's uh, just doing his best Southern accent, and it, it, it comes out that way, but I don't think it's a lisp or a speech impediment of any sort. I, I don't detect it, and I've listened to it carefully, trying to detect it. I don't get it. I don't pick it up. I think there might be something wrong with your television. No, I know it's not. <laughs> I, I know it's not that, because I <clears throat> I have a friend with that exact same thing, where they hit the ashes just I enough. Get, and I always catch it. There was some YouTuber yesterday trying to teach me how to play Pockhoff, and I was just like, <laughs> all right, bro, I'm going to go ahead and... I can tell you've been in speech therapy, but go back. I'm going to have to find <laughs> You're not done. All right, welcome to Learning Pockhoff with, with Death Alex. And <laughs> Will you write the guy's name? Which guy? The Tarkov speech impediment dude. Oh, I have no idea what it oh, is. Oh, okay, okay. It, it was, I've watched somebody, a lot of Tarkov videos lately. Yeah, it was somebody you've never heard of, and I've never heard of. I, I was hmm. looking for some, like... I think I was, like, like, like researching that um, there is a glitch to, uh, to boost your strength and stamina. I've, I've read about doing. it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you, like, jump through uh, the map on Factory, and, like, your character falls through the map, and so technically he's traveling at an insane rate of speed, and so it's... It adds up quickly. And he was describing how to do that. There were six minutes of preamble where he's like, everyone's uh, going to be doing this glyph. <clears throat> Trust me, this is a good video. And I'm like skipping one minute, two minute, three minute. And he's mm. still just like bragging on himself for showing me. And I'm just finally at the end, like six minutes. And I was like, all right, fuck you. I don't even fucking care. I'm not going to cheat. I'm just curious. That is cheating. What I On Tarkov Talk. People online are fussing about cheesing. Right, which is the term for so here's the deal in this game, it, it you could picture it as a shooter, maybe like Call of Duty, but there's an RPG element to it. And in the game, your character, if you run a lot, he gets better at running, if you aim a lot, he gets better at aiming, if you carry too much gear on your back, he gets stronger or throw grenades or some other stuff. So, some people at the beginning of every match bring 10 cheap grenades, throw them immediately, and just get a little. You know, they're, they're working out every game. Mm -hmm. Other people will put on a heavy backpack, walk around, which is dangerous. They're going to get themselves killed, and they routinely get themselves killed because they're in the game exercising instead of moving tactically. And the Is that risky, though? Is it is it really cheesing? Or My point, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm like, these guys are putting themselves at risk, hurting their KD. The stuff that I'm talking about, you know, the heavy things, cost in-game money. So they're yeah. risking all that. They had to earn, I'll make it up, like 2,000 uh, buckshot, and then they lose it all, and that sucks for them. It's that They're just trying to boost their stats, but they call it cheesing. They want it to just grow as you play the game naturally. Instead, of, To me, it's not much different than constructing 5,000 iron daggers mm -hmm. in Skyrim. Is that cheesing? Yeah. Well, and it's not like you're headshot <laughs> boosting and free-for-all. Right. You're ruining the game for everyone. Like, if your whole thing is you got to get in there and run around like Rocky with a heavy backpack, and you're totally in, you're visible to some guy with a gun. Like, yeah. Yep. That doesn't seem like cheesing. It seems like you're gifting some guy an easy kill if he happens to see you. Right. Yeah. That's how I see it too. Now the jumping yeah, through the wall. Go ahead, Kyle. I was gonna, I was gonna start talking about the patch that came out today and all the changes. Go ahead. We can do that. Yeah, big patch today. Uh, lots of changes in Tarkov. They added a couple new grenades, uh, a few, uh, a lot of weapon attachments. They completely reworked interchange. I believe they added new exfil uh, areas, uh, an interactable switch, which will turn the lights on and interchange. 
Um, lots of cool stuff. They, they reworked the menu system so it's easier to navigate to your traders or, or your, your dealers. And, they should have uh, put the hideout there. Market. It'd be so easy. They should have. Agreed. Agreed. Should have put the hideout down there. Uh, there's new craftable things in the hideout, I believe. Uh, you can now do those, the, the brand new grenades. The new grenades are weaker, but they have really short fuses, two seconds and 2.5 seconds respectively. Uh, cool stuff that they've added. You know, they're always adding new content, but this is really appreciated. I'm looking forward to the cultists, which will be a new NPC group that works stealthily and stabs you with a poison blade. And I'm sure they'll drop some cool. Loot. So there are marked rooms in this game. And what it means, you walk in there and there's some like creepy satanic symbols on the ground, maybe candles. And the room is just creepy and weird. The Outside the door before you get in, it's creepy and weird. Usually you need a key and there's good loot in there. So what's going to happen, what's been happening in this game since its inception, I guess, you go in there and there's good stuff. So you go into the marked room, it's a call out, people know it, etc. Cool. Now, they won't tell you when they're introducing this. But you're going to go into the mark room like you have for the past couple years, or in my case, weeks, to go get the cool stuff. And cultists with this new special knife are going to sneak up on you, rush on you, or something. I think they wear robes and try to kill you. And they're not telling you when they're releasing the cultists. Just one day, there'll be cultists in the game. And I think that's awesome. I think it's really neat the way they're introducing it. They're surprise characters. It'll be a surprise feature. Bring it. I hope... I hope it, ah, it's not going to happen, but I what I want to happen. I want to be able to kill a cultist and play in his robe. That would be super <laughs> cool to me. I would love that. But uh, yeah, anyway, cultists are coming. I'm super. There's a lot that they're doing to the game that I'm that I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, there's a whole new like uh, weight system. Um, controversial. Very controversial. I'm not sure how I feel about it. You know, you get over encumbered quite easily and your character slows down. Uh, That's a, a horrible addition to games. Is let, when they make it easier to get over encumbered. Or let, I've never played Tarkov. Let, let me let me pitch it the other way, right? As it is now, as you get more time in the game, you get more money. You, you tend to like build some wealth. I now have a Bitcoin farm with twenty GPUs in it, and we, today I barely mm -hmm. played, and I'm sure I made probably about uh, half a million dollars, right? Be rubles. So. As you get to where I'm approaching and you have this passive income, you can run better and better gear. Well, now there's going to be a disadvantage to that too. Oh, do you want to bring in two guns, a long range and a short range and wear class five or six armor, which is heavy as fuck. And I'll just annihilate new players because I've, I've been in it longer. Well, now that new player has a huge mobility advantage over me. Levels mm -hmm. the field a little bit. So we'll see how it plays. I, I I maybe mostly agree. Like I'm like, man, I finally got here and they made it suck. It's kind of my first thought, but we'll see how it plays. And they zeroed all of our strength and stamina skills. <clears throat> so like guys like me, who it was quite high. Guys like Larry, even higher. <sighs> Zero. Everybody's starting on an even playing field. Selfishly, that's amazing for me. So I play for with sure Kyle. Is, yeah. I play with Larry. And they run faster and they run longer. And they know where they're going. So I'm always like, <laughs> guys, where'd you go? <laughs> that's, that's what it's like to play with them. I, it's very hard to get kills. Uh, one, they're better at the game, so they're, you know, they, they get the kills first. Two, I'm always in the back because I run the slowest and I run the shortest. I, I, lose, I go from sprint to walking sooner than anyone else. And uh, now they're back with me. Now we all run roughly the same speed again. Selfishly, that's been a neat thing. There will be a neat thing, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Even the, the gains I did make are gone. I miss them. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm glad they're continually adding stuff. 
uh, continually adding stuff to the game. Uh, I, I What's the lifetime on this game? Like, it seems, I, just from the outside looking in, it seems like these games hit a huge peak and then almost like a plateau of the peak still going up. And then overnight, it's like, boom, there's a new thing that everybody's on to. Well, this like, is like you five were all years about old. Rust for the longest time. And oh, then I still am. It's just not mass. healthy. So, so Rust is the best game that exists. It's just not healthy to play Rust. It's not healthy. Like, like, like Woody's been playing a lot of this. And so have it's I. not healthy. But imagine, Woody, if like whenever you weren't there, someone could be in your stash yeah. pulling stuff out. You'd be, you would be stressed. You'd wake up in the middle of the night maybe to take a piss and you'd be like, ah. Maybe, let me check. go check. Yeah. Let me go check. And then you'd sit down and check, and like you'd be like, "Oh, look, Stubbs is online." Well, yeah, I'll farm a little with you. Three hours go by. You're like, "Well, shit, that was my night's sleep. It's eight in the morning now. Well, I guess I might as well play until until I get tired again." That's how Rust is. Like, like I can just picture Kyle sitting there, be like, "It's four a.m. You want to play another hour?" Well. You know, I don't have to get up early for the rest of my life. I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll play. <laughs> no, it's not healthy, though. Like, like, I like having a normal sleep schedule, and I do stuff sometimes during the day, you know? I, I like to, I do go out a little, and I you know, go to the movies, or go play some airsoft or something, and I like to be able to be up when the sun's out. I like sitting on my, my, my patio outside in the sun and just looking at the squirrels Ooh. play and stuff, so... You play Rust, and there ain't no time for squirrels. <laughs> yeah, you, you, uh, you talked about going out, seeing a movie in theaters. And I was—I haven't been to a movie in theaters in a while, but I was thinking of new movies I've seen, or new to me rather. Have you heard of a movie dragged across across concrete? I've heard of no, it. No, I've never by, heard of uh, it. By Mel Gibson, he like was the director, and then uh, what's his name? Vince Vaughn was in it. A couple other that lady from uh, fucking the Exorcism of Emily Rose and. Uh, that serial killer show where he only kills the bad ones. Uh, Dexter, that sister from Dexter, she's in it. Ooh. That movie, oh, yeah, I, it's I like... A friend, she's a friend of a friend of mine. There you go. Well, For she's real? in it. Yeah. And that movie is excellent. Like, the two-hour and 35-minute runtime was turning me off, and I was like, you know what? I got some time tonight. I'm just hanging out by myself. I'm going to watch this. It was fucking great, dude. Like, like watching... Uh, Where'd you God see it? Damn it! I can't give it away. I bought it on Amazon. It wasn't available for rent anywhere, so I paid ten bucks to buy it because I've, I pretty much like every Mel Gibson movie I've ever seen. I feel like he's a really, really good director. I can't find Apocalypto anywhere. It feels like, and I it's haven't seen that movie in fucking. I've forever. talked about it before. I've been like, I think yeah. there's a, I think there's a Jewish conspiracy to keep Apocalypto away from us. And everybody was like, now everybody knows how good Apocalypto is. is. Here it is. Here it is. And like, and then I'm like, well, okay, if you say so. And then like a week later, I'm like, well, all right, I think I want to watch Apocalypto. Wait, it's not here. It's not there. It's not here. I have every movie channel imaginable. Yeah. Why the hell wouldn't you have Apocalypto? That movie rocked. It was so cool. But anyway, this movie dragged across it. concrete. Any any viewers out there? It's got. You know when they do violence in a very intense way, but it's not a Saw Five way where it's trying to gross you out. You know, like it just it kind of shows it in what I imagine to be brutally realistic in a lot of okay. ways, and so that that part of it was great so it's basically about this this cop these cop guys who are mel gibson and vince vaughn they're suspended for something that they do and then because mel gibson's daughter they live in a very rough area of the city she keeps getting assaulted by people on the way home like just people fucking with her and whatnot he kind of comes to the conclusion like i gotta make a fuck ton of money i gotta make it now 
I, I got to get out of here. Like I got to get my daughter out of here and now I'm suspended. So I can't make any money. And so they go on a bit of a vigilante, you know, spree doing some things, tracking criminals and such. And it's, you know, I, I didn't give anything away, but it's, it's real. If you like that style of movie, you'll really enjoy it. Especially with like, I, I think Mel Gibson's a great actor and Vince Vaughn also a really good actor. I like yeah, him. He's in the newest season of Curb, by the way. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm sure. So like John Ham, the John in the newest episode, John Ham gets in touch with Larry. Blues fan John Ham. <clears throat> yeah, blues fan, blues fan John Ham. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's doing a movie about a character very similar to Larry David, and so he wants to shadow Larry David to like pick some stuff up as the episode goes on. He's becoming more and more and more like Larry to the point where they're dressing identically. He's got the <laughs> he's got the same glasses on. His mannerisms are identical. He's acting all neurotically. <laughs> yes, he's ex he but that that convinced me that John Hamm is one of the finest actors in existence <laughs> because he becomes Larry David by the end. Like like like, like Larry's ex wife takes John Hamm out on a date because it's John Hamm, mm -hmm. and like halfway through the date, she's like. You're just like fucking Larry. <laughs> I gotta go. He's like, what? Why? <laughs> You're leaving. You're leaving. Yeah, like that. It, yeah, it's it's, it's funny how watching this show, like, and I've watched through Seinfeld probably about as many times as you have, and you see the delivery of Jerry is Larry. Is Larry. Where it's, what? Well, what's this? What are we doing? Ah! Like, that's the Jerry-Larry delivery. But yeah. the neuroticism of Larry is all George. It's all George. And I remember there was one episode where someone like said, like, oh, that George character, just, ah, oh, he was so annoying. And, like, Larry yeah, sitting there, bad. like, no, he's not that bad, you know? He's, like, getting offended because he's like, that's the character that I'm, that's based on me. Like, it's yeah. all, all neurotic. And he is, like, the epitome of neuroticism yeah just any little thing that strikes him wrong he has to make an ordeal out of and it's it's hilarious. he goes to it like, like i won't go too deep into the plot line but essentially his uh his friend richard lewis mm -hmm. uh larry invites him to dinner and larry doesn't want richard to bring his girlfriend because he just wants like the guys or whatever and so richard lewis makes up this excuse to his girlfriend he's like he tells his girlfriend that larry has a bleeding anus <laughs> and he wants to discuss this. his bleeding anus with his friend without a lady present because it would be embarrassing and larry's like so now she thinks i got a bleeding anus i i don't know it just pops into my head he's like you guy i got thousands of excuses i could have just left right left right this and that come on bleeding anus <laughs> so then there's a dinner party at her house very fancy table everybody eight people you know four couples gather around the table They've got these big, fancy, cushy, rich people chairs. Except for Larry, who's got a folding wooden seat. Because <laughs> the girlfriend thinks he's got a bleeding anus, and she doesn't want him sitting in her fancy chair. And he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, can you believe it? It came in a set of seven. <laughs> I'm going to, after we finish the show, and however long we have, I'm definitely going to watch an episode or two of Curb before I go to bed. That, I'm really, I'm glad you told me to give that show another chance because I, it is so fucking funny. It gets better as it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to either do that or I'm going to watch guys prepping channels on YouTube 
get a huge amount of ideas on what I could do, then think about how much that costs and the practicality and decide against it. Those are my two plans for after the show. <laughs> you know, I, mean, so I got, I got a, a bunch of rotisserie chicken in there. I'm going to cut up, dice it a little bit, and then make a quesadilla, I think. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to make chicken soup tomorrow, and I'm going to use a rotisserie chicken for the, the chicken part of the soup. Rotisserie chickens feel like cheating at the store, where it's yeah. like, <laughs> you're telling me that I could buy this whole game hen chicken for $3.99? Really? Like, it's great. It's awesome. It's like yeah. two meals worth of chicken, and it's yeah, delicious. Yeah, I mean, I I really like making uh, soups. Somebody this chicken soup with carrots and celery and uh, potatoes. No potatoes. You don't um, put potatoes in your little, little chunks soup. of potatoes. No, okay. no, no. Carrots and celery, and uh, I think that's it. And uh, and yeah, I'm gonna take that rotisserie chicken and shred it all up. Toss that in there. It's gonna be pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty good. I usually freeze it when I make, I like I like make a bunch of soup and then I put it in little uh, Tupperware containers with the screw on lids. I freeze them up. Then I got soup whenever I want. It's Kyle's fancy brand. I got a bunch of soups frozen. I got all sorts of chilies and bisques and. Do you have any frozen fish for your your upcoming quarantine? What do you got? Cod. I got some frozen cod fillets in there. I got some crab cakes. I got a few boxes of crab cakes frozen up. Ooh. Uh, nice fancy quarantine. Yeah, you know, I got a box of fish sticks too. You know, if you want to go the other direction, I haven't had a fish stick since I was eight. I know, right? I'm not a fan of them. They weren't for me. They were fine when I was that age, but I bet they're gross now. (sighs) Yeah, actually, last time I ate them, I I think I threw up. Hmm. I. uh, You got a very sensitive stomach sometimes. It'll revolt on you. I do a little bit. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. throw up just from eating anything, Woody? Like, I don't. No. Unless it was legitimately spoiled. For a guy I... that makes it rain at Taco Bell, you'd think Kyle would have a billy goat belly. But, yeah. no. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. I've been vomiting maybe once every 10 days lately. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, like, it's not a good ratio. It's not a good ratio <laughs> at all. It's something about what I've been eating. I haven't vomited um, in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Probably last drinking episode. <laughs> I don't think I vomited yeah, last drinking episode, but yeah, the one before probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Was, if yeah, I get the I, hiccups, sometimes I'll I'll try and force myself to vomit because I feel like that's the only way to get rid of it. And I get the hiccups in a be, way that most people don't. Like when okay. you get the hiccups, how long are, how long do they last? Five ten minutes. Oh, uh, my my uh. My my fix for it, I, I try to do the holding the your breath thing and like letting it out. Doesn't slowly. fucking work for me. You know what works, and it, it's the, probably the least healthy thing to do. Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. A spoonful of sugar a, makes hiccups go away. A teaspoon of sugar, something about a teaspoon of sugar. I I it, it's not good to eat. Like you might think, oh, that's just candy. Like no, candy would be good. This is grainy sugar that you're just powering down. I don't think I've but ever had sugar it. straight like that. Sugar cubes, time, those are nice. Pop that in. Little treat. I'm not a horse either. So, but, but yeah, like a little a teaspoon. Lick. Like a teaspoon Yeah, I stick strictly to salt licks because I'm a <laughs> guinea pig. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, I uh, cut you off. Yeah, I don't know. That fixes it. That fixes hiccups for me. Or, uh, sometimes I'll drink like, a, like an entire like tall glass of water, like cold water, and that'll fix it. I really don't like the hiccups because... None of that shit works for me. I have had 
you just vomit instead. I ever had. And, and it's been like this for most of my life. Like when I get the hiccups, it's like, oh no, my my day might be like if I'm eating a bunch of chicken wings or something and I just get going too hard and I'm eating too fast and I'm swallowing air and I get the hiccups, it's like, oh my night, my night might be over. Like I might have to go make myself vomit. I was it was my we were home from college, my maybe freshman summer or something, and I went to a buddy's house and there's a big group of us. We were yeah, mid-afternoon, we start boozing, drinking, having a good time. Uh then later at night, we're eating food, we're playing poker, still drinking, having a good time. And it gets to be like midnight, and I get, I start getting my hiccups. And my hiccups are a lot louder than fucking Kyle's. They are screeching and terrible, and they hurt. They hurt. Yeah, they, they, hurt. they hurt my throat. And it got to be like half an hour through that. And I like looked over to my buddy, one of my friends who was there, and I was like, Hayden. Do, do your parents have like any kind of NyQuil or something that would help me get rid of these hiccups so I could fall asleep? And he was blackout drunk, just like pretty much all of us were. Hmm. And he does that like one eye not even looking at you thing. The other one just dazing. He's like, I got you, Taylor. I got you. He runs upstairs. He's gone for about 10 minutes. About 10 minutes. He comes back down with just his hands cupped and he goes, take, take all this. Take all this. And he has... A bunch of like there's a couple gummies in there, then a couple pills and a couple more pills. And I was drunk and I wanted to get rid of these hiccups. And I was like, put it all in there, put it all in there. Pop it all in, grab my beer, guzzle it down, swallow all the pills. And then I ask him, like, what was that? What was that, buddy? He's like, dude, you are not gonna have the hiccups in a little bit. Cause that was like <laughs> three sleeping pills. That was two NyQuil pills, that was like a couple melatonins. I put two like uh uh <laughs> vitamin gummies in there and I was like, vitamin gummies why, too. I, was like, I was like why would you do because he was so drunk when he went up there he was just grabbing shit that he thought looked healthy and i was like why would you do that and i we kept playing poker you know i'm i'm not good at poker we're just playing talking shooting shit most of the time 15 minutes later i'm feeling weird i'm feeling weird and i'm feeling tired but i'm still hiccuping <laughs> I go over to the couch in their basement and i lay down Still hiccuping. I can, you remember those tactile feelings that you just, that tie to memory so closely? Laying down on their leather couch and feeling the coolness press up against the hotness of the left side of my face and yet also having the blanket up of my lower half, feeling secure, feeling nice and sleepy. I'm still, uh, 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 still doing that. Within 10 minutes, I'm out. I'm out in a <laughs> drug-induced borderline coma. And I remember waking up at like 8.15 or whatever the next morning Sitting up, being like, I feel fine. Maybe a little hungover, but I feel okay. And my hiccups are gone. And I walked into the bathroom, started to pee. <gasps> Happened again. And it hurt so bad. So bad on that hiccup. I walked over to the sink and I went, <laughs> blood, blood. I spit out blood Jesus. and I talked to my friend who, who was sleeping on the other side of the couch. And I was like, dude, what the hell happened? Like, was how am I like spitting up blood? How am I still hiccuping? He was like, dude, sleeping next to you was a fucking nightmare. You were hiccuping <laughs> all night. All night you were hiccuping. I swear to God. So, yeah. and the, the, next, like, the next, like, next like four or five days, like talking was kind of like this. 
Like everything wasn't working. I thought right. this story was going to take a turn. Like, dude, you wouldn't stop hiccuping. We all thought if we stuck your dicks in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so we just started beating the shit out of I him. grabbed your ears. Mark told us to slow down. But I was just pissed. I, mean, <laughs> I started elbowing you in the throat. <laughs> Mike told us nothing takes the attention off the hiccups like a bruised rib. And so we, so we did that. No, I worked those horrible. kidneys for a while. <laughs> My throat was fucking killing me. I And like that was before that I had really bad hiccups. But that like and the pain I had that day of just trying to swallow and talk really gave me a little mini hiccup phobia. I, anytime I hiccup even like twice, I'm, I will consider vomiting. I hate it. Oh, yeah, I don't like it at feeling. all. I don't like it at all. It really sucks if they're bad, bad if they're really legitimately bad. Oh yeah, and I'm—they're always bad for me. Mm. Nothing. What, what even causes hiccups? How can we go to the moon and we can't figure that shit out? <laughs> I love that expression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how can we put a man on the moon and and not know how shoelaces work or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shoelaces. <laughs> I mean, you could have gone a little more advanced. <laughs> shoelaces. <laughs> what the fuck is a thumbtack? How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like a thumb, does it? <laughs> What's the deal with thumbtacks? <laughs> it's not a thumb. Well, I guess it's a tack. All right. See my next show. <laughs> it makes more sense. Uh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld has got to be the most successful comedian with the least funny stand-up. Like, it's just not good. He is. Is there a wealthier comedian out there? Kevin Hart uh, is, the worst, is the most That'd wealthy comedian out there. So uh, I have an update on the UFC situation. Dana White released a video oh. just a few minutes ago. What's up? Go what are they going to do? The fights will go on. Will the audiences continue to attend? No. They, a lot of the fights are being moved to the UFC Institute in Vegas in that little tough arena where it's, just, where it's like seating for like 100 or something like that. Dude, I'm mm-hmm. interested in this. It's going to be quiet. It's going to be quiet, but... I'm not, I, maybe I'm making this up. I wonder if the production value will get better than ever. You know, will there be cameras on the ceiling? Will there be drones flying? I don't know what the fuck. If they own the whole building and the building is smaller and it's a thing. Let's go to Khabib's asshole cam. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, his colon is working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man's been working his kegels. So, so I. I don't We're know. Going I, to the Joe Rogan forehead cam. Let's go. Let's go live now. I want to hear <laughs> Rogan and, and Cormier. I hope Rogan and Cormier are the commentators on that. They're my favorite duo. They they probably are. Uh, I, I, I'm psyched for that. I'm psyched that it's still going. I was kind of hoping it didn't happen during my trip, but my friends are all talking about canceling the trip or moving it. Yeah, man. Yeah, that you makes should, sense. You, you should move I, it. Look, you know, you, sh- you should probably move that. Thing. It's in April. I think that this is going to be worse. This will be worse in April. Yeah. I, I think that it's going to be worse. I, I think that like, you know, they're talking about there may, there could be as many as a hundred thousand cases just in Ohio. Like we're just not text testing enough. It seems. Yeah. We just don't have any idea how many people are infected right now. Like, I know it sounds silly and like apocalyptic mode. I think preppers are legitimately silly. If you're doing it with the mindset of like, yeah, it's kind of fun, right? The same way that like, you know, you do mixed martial arts because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, if this super duper rare scenario came down, I could defend myself. For a lot of them, it seems the like the same a hobby. reason you learn tactical shooting. Like, hey, if my home were invaded by gun wielding insurgents, this seems more likely than any of those things at this point. And and again, 
I think that three of us are all safe. But Woody, Woody's got a young boy at his house. You know, he's got a baby that stops by there quite a bit. His parents are older. My parents are older. Is Your Colin the young boy or is there another one I'm unaware of? <laughs> Am I a pedo in this situation? <laughs> See, that was a test. I wanted to know. I, I, I never know. I wanted to know. Okay. And if you were like, how did you know about Yeah, I didn't Jimmy? know that you knew. How did you know about little Jimmy? <laughs> Who's been talking? Jackie! How did you know about Slave Bob? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like, if I had a family, I would feel... No, like I'm not you shouldn't travel. I'm, huh. I'm not going to put myself in your shoes. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I would, it, I it's just, it, it seems like a dangerous situation right now. I'll tell you what, United, or who, I think it's United we're going through. They're offering free uh, rescheduling. So. Oh, fuck. All right. That's Dude, I cruise ships are so desperate to get any kind of business right now. I got an email solicitation from some cruise company that is offering a 15-day cruise all alcohol included, all food included, for six hundred dollars for fifteen Ooh. days. I'll say this: if That's I were ludicrous, free, if I were a free man, I would be in South Korea right now, living it up big time. You know, that's one of the worst countries for this, right? You know, it's the cheapest place in the world to ball like a rock star right now. Do you know what Airbnb mansions are going for in South Korea right now? Forget about Corona. They just fired three rockets from North Korea out the other day, right? Like, they, it is a scary place to be. Nobody's coming in there to rent homes and apartments and villas. I could get a villa. You know what those whores are going for over there right now? Pennies on the dollar. A friend of mine is a military guy. He's in South Korea right now. So We're winning, talking about DMZ pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to go home at the end of this month. And he's not. He's staying for a while. They're not letting uh, the soldiers go home. Yeah. And, and we're going to get worse pussy. than fucking like Italy in the long run, I would guess. Because like at least most of those European countries and Russia and Israel and shit were like, yeah, fuck it. Fucking borders closed. Nothing. Nobody gets in. No potential fucking, you know, communicable people coming in. We're, we're still not even doing that. I know we cut off uh, fucking Europe. Yeah, but we're still letting people fly in on like special allowances and stuff, and people can come in from other countries. Like, we we shouldn't be letting anybody in unless if we can't even afford to test people who live here. Jesus They're Christ! Their best. You might be right about that. I feel like I don't know the answer. You know, like Mexicans don't have it, right? Maybe I don't know. Uh, do we need? Oh, no, to... we got the Dosaki. <laughs> but uh, here's what I'm predicting. I think I said at the top of the show. They're going to find some way to give government money, public money, to wealthy people and, and say, it's for your benefit, Taylor. I swear to God, if I just pay your boss enough, he'll give you something, I think, maybe. They already did that $1.5 trillion, you know, Corporate influx tax cut. into the stock market today, oh. didn't they? Oh, I'm like, out of date which, then. I don't know. Probably. Some, something along those lines. Yeah. So, like, it. It's funny, like rich people start to lose money on the stock market and everyone on the hill is like, oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, everybody who pays my salary, you know, I only make $190,000 a year. People are going to wonder why I'm worth 35 million. Like public just, losses, you know, private gains. It's, you know, when I heard Italy was like making it so mortgages were suspended, I was like, yeah. what? That's they wonderful. did something You're for people. People. Yeah. Who does things for people? I thought government was for businesses. That's what a government should be. A if you told me they were doing the a billion in oil subsidies in America because the prices went down, I'd say, yeah, that sounds about American. 
mm-hmm. if you told me that they were going to let regular people skip on mortgage payments and just delay it for a couple months, no way that happens here. Nothing like that no. has ever happened in my lifetime, my parents' lifetime. Like That's just not a thing we do. We don't help people. Yeah, it, it, it won't happen. Our, our government's not mm-hmm. going to help people here. Rich people. Fucking nonsense. That's oh, a different thing. Rich people. They've yeah. always done that because the government is just owned by rich people. So, you know, they're they're helping their owners, basically. I think, yeah, I usually, I don't sign off all the time, but I think I am this time. That sounds right. You know, the reason rich people buy politicians is they get a good return on investment. Yeah. Otherwise, like, they'd stop buying them. Yes. <laughs> it's like, do you think people like Bloomberg and Sheldon Adelson are like, Ah, wasted another hundred million, darn. And yeah. now he's ignoring my calls. It's like, no, when that guy, you know, fucking Macron in France or Putin in Russia or fucking whoever in Saudi Arabia, they ring the phone. The president takes a couple more rings than when Sheldon Adelson or Bloomberg <laughs> or one of those guys does. When they do, it's just, sir, yes, fucking sir. Whatever you want, sir. When Goldman Sachs paid Hillary Clinton, I think, $625,000 for a 13-minute speech, and then they said, we'll take another one. I know that they didn't buy a speech. Don't be dumb. They're not buying speeches. They're buying influence and return. And and, and the fact that they're repeat customers says something to me. Yeah, no senior stockbroker was sitting in that lecture hall with Hillary being like, fuck. This is, are you getting this? Fuck, dude. These are smart ideas. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like, none of them are doing right? that. She was all. telling these people, like, how Brazilian economy was going to grow or something along those lines. I, there's, it's just like you said, none of them who were paying for that were like, dude, yeah. sign, yeah, tell me more. I want to know. It's the same way that art works, where they'll be like, oh, this drawing of a, trapezoid went for 102 million it's like this is this this is just money laundering that's allowed because it's rich people and nobody's going to come after them like that, that's all that high art sales is is moving money around for for cheap i forget the cliche like if it doesn't sell for half a million take it off the wall and put it back up for a million yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a saying i believe you <laughs> you know that art world is is crazy but yeah the whole the whole Corona thing, I'm interested to see how it pans out. Part of me, you know, is interested to see what will happen if it gets really terrible. And the other part of me is just hoping that it goes away before yeah. it gets bad. But it seems like we've kind of crossed the going away bridge. Like we've ignored the testing and, and the public health, uh, you know. I have no idea. So you know, of course, we've seen the last couple pandemic threats turn into nothing. This one's already something, but at least in my little sphere of visibility, the reaction to it is something. Canceling March Madness, canceling NBA, NHL, Mm -hmm. uh, removing the crowds from Ellen DeGeneres and UFC. The reaction is a big deal. People getting sick. How many confirmed cases do we have in America? See, that's the thing. uh, I, I was looking at some chart where it showed the number of available testing kits per million individuals in a country. And it was like South Korea, fucking 3,500 3, 3, kits per million people. This other country, 2,000, you know, Italy, 1,500. The United States has five kits per million residents. <laughs> That's five. Yeah. Have, the CDC has done 77 tests this week. That's it. And so it's like, it's pretty easy 
to say, oh, we don't even have any confirmed cases. And it's like, oh, really? How would we, you know uh, how would we figure out a confirmed case? Oh, we can't. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fucked up. Like, like, I was thinking, like, what if I get sick? And I think maybe I've got this thing. Mm-hmm. What is my next step? You got nothing, dude. You're going to go to whatever your local hospital is. You're going to say, no, I think I'm I have coronavirus. not. I'm saying if you did, you would go. <laughs> you would say, I think I have coronavirus. They would tell you that you don't have... They don't have a testing kit and put you on a list and that would be it. They probably, you know, you could get some drugs for like a normal flu relief, which would probably help I, just I, I enough don't know because what I'm, I'm supposed to do. Like, like, like I feel like if I, what should happen is I should be able to call a number and be like, Hey, I think I have the coronavirus and they should either mail me a kit or send a person to my house. That is what should happen. What, um, what you might not know, and we've done this a bunch of times. It's been good. We call our health insurance and say, these are our symptoms. What's our next step? Like, you know, like we're new parents. My kid's coughing or something. Like, this is what I'm looking at. I don't really know about sick kids yet. This is my first one. And uh, there's a person on the insurance company who's an actual nurse who says, see your doctor tomorrow. Get that kid to the hospital right now. And they have liability. Like, they care. It's not just, you know, like they care because there's money. But yeah. Anyway, that is the thing. That is probably what I would do. I, you know, call them and be like, "These are my symptoms, and I'm nervous. And what's my next mm-hmm. step?" Because you don't want to go to a hospital for flu. Of course they, not. They might fuck you over. Uh, and what most people are doing is just going. I'm not that sick. I can go work at Quiznos again. Like, yeah. I think if I literally get sick, I, I'm just going to like go on Instant Cart and order like you know Dayquil and Nyquil, and that's it. If you have a hard time breathing. You should talk to a professional because that's one of the differentiators. Yeah. If, if you're shortness yeah. of breath, if, if that's one of your symptoms, I don't think they can treat it. I, I don't think they can treat coronavirus. Like, like, like I'd be like, like, yeah, the treatments they're offering are similar to their treatments for the common flu where it's like, all right, well take this pill. If you catch it early, yeah, there's or, nothing to be done about otherwise the take NyQuil and it, no, get some sleep. I think there is some stuff that you guys haven't covered. Like I, I think there's some treatments that would be similar to asthma, like nebulizers and ah, breathing yeah, machines and true. shit like that. Mm-hmm. If it came to that, I was on those as a kid. Yeah. Okay. A nebulizer? On, uh, a, um, like a full on breathing machine. Like it's a little, it's like a mini air compressor. Mm-hmm. Um, with like hoses that run out of it to a uh, this this inhaler that has like a bottle of liquid um, medicine in it, and it's it's vaporizing that, and I would have to inhale like all this vapor uh, to deal with my bronchitis and, and allergies every year. It's like an really asthma bad. huffer or asthma whatever. It's no, called. it's like 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 there's a whole like there's an air compressor. Like there's this little machine, oh. like a breathe. We call it a breathing machine. A, a rebreather. <laughs> and it's just like you flip a switch and it would go. Like an air compressor, and and it says, "What did you have?" Uh, like acute bronchitis and severe allergies as a kid, uh, like hmm. every season. My acute friend... bronchitis, and you've never had the flu. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I, I really I've never had the flu. Like where you get achy and like, I know what the flu like symptoms are. I have had pneumonia. I had uh, I had pneumonia to the point where I was coughing. I had pneumonia and strep throat at the same time. I was coughing up blood. And, uh, and like a severe, like difficulty breathing, severe cough. And I had to go film out in New Mexico in the fucking desert. So like you watch those videos and it's like, oh, my friends, it is FBF Roth. <laughs> <laughs> You're just struggling. Yeah. I don't sound like, I, like, like I'm supposed to sound. And I'm, I'm just out there looking like shit, just like <laughs> in an actual desert. I'll never forget. Like I'm literally vomiting behind a truck and, uh, and I finished vomiting. And I take blue Gatorade and 
swish it out, spit out the vomit, and then drink some more to like try to stay hydrated because I just threw up in the desert with pneumonia. And I go out there and I'm filming a video where I have a 500 Smith and Wesson handgun in each hand. They're the most powerful mm -hmm. handguns in the world. I remember that video. My friend throws a tear gas grenade at me. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. It goes right at my feet. And I get mad, so I kick it and it explodes. <laughs> and just makes a big, instead of like a, a stream of tear gas, it just goes poof, tear gas. And I'm just like, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, it was a good day. I love my friend. I love my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've ever, you've never had the flu, but if you've ever, if you ever get the stomach flu, it will make you wish so hard that you just had the regular flu. I've had it. I've had it. I've had, well, I've had food poisoning many times. Like, like when I was traveling I've had that around. More, yeah, a few times. I, I was traveling around so much and I was eating at like all the, I wanted to eat all this like like food I'd never had before. Like like I'm like, oh yeah, like like all this fancy seafood and oysters and all sorts of shellfish. And mm. it seemed like I got food poisoning every three weeks for six months. Like 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 a string of times, like over and over and over. Um, You're probably fucking allergic to something that you were eating over and over. That is a weird no, amount of times was, to get food like, poisoning like, in six I months. I remember it was um not muscles, but uh what are those things that they cook? I always forget what they're called. Um, Muscles, clams, uh, shallots, um, uh, clam. Uh, uh, does it look like a mussel? It's that little white disc of of shellfish that they like sear for just a sec. Scallops. Yeah, yeah. I got the scallops at this place called Legal Seafood, Boston, and uh, and then they were delicious. And then and then right after that, Kitty and I went to like this this fancy chocolatier. And I got like the darkest chocolate with macadamia nuts that I'd ever had. I ate Ooh. that. And then I spent the night shitting and vomiting in the bathroom. <laughs> and it was this dark, black, mud chocolate <laughs> just coming a, out. Just lava cake coming out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was awful. I, I, I got the, it so much ugh. there for a little while. I haven't had it in a little bit, I don't think. But but I do get sick from... Yeah, every, you get, every you get now food and poisoning. I, I threw up like bit. either last night or the night before. My my, my sleep schedule was a little fucked, but uh, so it's I hard fucking to tell. hate vomiting. Vomiting sucks, but the <laughs> feeling after you vomit, if you have the flu or if you're too drunk or something, mm -hmm. or if you ate something bad, that's such a freeing feeling to get that evil out of you. I've heard other people say that, and it's never been my experience. I wish it was. I, people throw up, and then afterwards, they're like, "Huh, the magic just happened." Now I feel okay. No, after oh, yeah. I vomit, I still feel awful. It's terrible. Have you yeah, ever had it, the stomach <clears throat> flu, Woody? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. And did you ever have it where like you drink like like in the morning you wake up already nauseous, no food in your belly. You go and drink like three ounces of water and eat a banana. And, and then like, vomit up some foam. <laughs> <laughs> you go and you vomit all the banana and all the water up. And then you just vomit enough orange bile or whatever into your throat to have to spit it into the toilet and you still feel like you're oh the stomach flu i haven't had that since i was like fucking 14 and yeah. shit seared in my memory how unpleasant it was horrible at least if you're vomiting when you're way too drunk you're not totally cogent and with it you're super drunk but when you're vomiting from the stomach flu you're all there <laughs> you're all there and you're experiencing every little ounce of shit that's coming up or trying to come. Ugh. Having the flu is so bad. And that yeah. 
somehow though, like time has passed. I'm like, yeah, the flu, it's a little thing. We all get it and move past it. Right. But when you're in it, oh my, it's horrible. <laughs> I forgot how awful this was. I had the flu, whatever, a couple of weeks ago and it, like my bones hurt. Like I'm usually pretty unaware of all my bones, you know. Like <laughs> they just do their jobs and they don't really fuss. Exactly. Like, Kyle doesn't get it because he's never had it. But like, you, you'll like pick up like a fork to try and eat your eggs, and you're like, ah, ah, my arm. I, for oh, me, so it's, I walk and my shin bones hurt. Right, my shin bones typically just do their job without complaint. It's not a thing I ever think about. But when I have the flu. Ew. It's just, uh, everything. My skin was all in pain. All my my whole skin, the, the organ the that covers my whole body. The, yeah, the, and I rub it, and I'm like, this actually, is, like, it's not a bad pain. Like, it's not awful, but it's pain. This it is what stings. pain is. Just yeah, touching your skin is is stingy, and it sh- it's like, and every morning you wake up. Feeling like you joined an inner city gang the night before. <laughs> you got thrown on the ground yeah. in the middle of a public playground and people kick the shit out of you. And you're just, you're like, ah, I haven't done anything physical in five days. I shouldn't be sore. And you're mm-hmm. just trying to, oh, God, Justin, I hope I don't get the flu. Uh, Justin Trudeau's wife just tested positive for coronavirus. Why the hell are all these famous people getting it? <laughs> maybe they travel. They meet a lot of people. Yeah. Or, in, in fact, maybe. All of these famous people are faking having this disease so that they have first access to the round of whatever medicine they need. And then the rest of us peons are waiting for years for our kids. Mm. Poor Alex. Did you see that he got a DUI the other day? I did. Alex Jones. Alex likes to party. (laughs) I've never heard that from anyone. (laughs) And I'll have you know, they did not test for alcohol. They tested for bone broth per (laughs) milliliter of blood. And I was, and I'm not ashamed to say this. They said, I've never seen so much bone broth in a man's blood. He, did he get a DWI or a DUI? Same thing. Well, it could have been under the influence of bone broth, right? DWI oh. means intoxication specifically. DUI, maybe it's just on it. Yeah, he's just, he's just guzzling down shroom tech sports <laughs> pills, just drinking it down. He's just I was under the influence of elk meat. <laughs> it made me so aggressive. aggressive. No, it doesn't make me feel more aggressive. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this Ohio health official now estimates that 1% of Ohio natives are carrying the coronavirus. Ooh, 1% of 1% will die then. That is a lot of Ohioans. There's a thousand Ohioans. A hundred thousand Ohioans. Or uh, you say who die? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred. Except it, it's one percent is now the low estimate. Like three is the high. So probably yeah. somewhere in the middle there. That number is really hard to peg, right? Because yeah. you get a lot of people who aren't even That's sick enough to said. get treatment, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> you get people who are you know who may have the had same. it and never got tested. You know, like it's hard to tell. And then on the other side. Some of the deaths we've had that have been diagnosed as regular, you know, flu numbers mm-hmm. could have been corona, right? So you exactly. know what would be a scary place to be right now? Prison. Yes. Yeah. I actually, both of the Democratic candidates came out and said, "Private prisons. Tell us your corona plans. You know, you've got to produce it." And I thought, you know, that that's right. That's a hot spot. Those people. Why can't... just private prisons? Like public. Every do public prisons already have a plan or no? Yeah, I don't know why they singled out private prisons. Maybe because no. they disliked them in the first place. Probably because they're not under the uh, oversight of these government agencies. Yeah, not you know, under their purview. They have their yes, their purview. Their purview, of course. What are, what Lord Cornwallis, those prisons are under our purview. 
Oh, well, we must remedy off. that, shall we? Private prisons are a problem. I saw a, a tweet that made a ton of sense to me. There were three things they didn't want privatized. Colonists. They didn't want to privatize prisons, healthcare, and something else. It was like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Maybe the last one was school. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Life is healthcare. Uh, life, ha- ha- whatever. Ha- pursuit of happiness was school. <laughs> and liberty was prisons. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. None of those should be privatized. Like, uh, so we should probably be shutting down schools now, right? They are. They are. I mean, like, every country in Europe has already done it. Yeah, a lot of my associates from Tarkov, they're like, three weeks off, let's go! <laughs> I'm a power level! Ugh, strength 51 again! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, this is, we're living in crazy times. We are. I'm telling you, when Trump got elected, we branched off from the main timeline we're off in one of those dc universes with bizarro superman and wolf boy joker and all that crazy shit we're, we're there's at least one universe land. where you two are still chatting with wings yeah oh yeah there's at least one where wings is dead <laughs> oh at least one because what there, there, there might be one that <laughs> I like to think. I like to no, think. there's none where we're still talking to <laughs> left. I said that because I knew Kyle would have some pushback. Like, no, the Kyle in every universe put his fucking foot down. Welcome <laughs> in the infinite cosmos. Anything is possible. Um, you know, Lefty, I really liked your, your hot takes. Exists. Where Lefty and Kyle still are on the same show. <laughs> what we see here is Kyle in breaking with all. Rules of the law of nature has chosen the fat-headed retard as a companion <laughs> in each. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that reality does not exist. There's plenty of realities where wings is still tagging along, but there's none where Lefty's still here. There's at least one out there wing. where my YouTube channel was a success. <laughs> at least, at least. I wonder one. what Lefty's doing now. I don't care. Still doing I, I don't. And shit. I don't. <laughs> that's interesting so you don't care at all I, i've spent 100 hours i don't with care this guy. if he's alive or dead <laughs> well i'd prefer to be alive i'd know. like an update do on you him. i wonder i bet a lot of fans Why? feel like i do like not, not that i wish he was still on the show but that i do wonder how that guy turned out hope he's you doing know? well the, I, I always hear like oh he's a famous voice actor <laughs> now is he i mean i don't know i've don't never know. heard of him if i heard his voice on the commercial i probably wouldn't recognize it at this point or maybe it would strike oh. one of those Jimmy Neutron style brain blasts, and I would remember. I don't know. His voice is memorable oh, to me. He always had his audio on point. I can picture it now. Yeah, he he did. He has a great voice for audio. Yeah, my voice is ass. For, for <laughs> but your audio. accents are good. I, I was I, I used to when I first got into YouTube. There was a guy GFX Labs. Oh, I remember that guy. He was like, "What are your voices? Great, you can do audio work." And I was like. I'm not going to say no to an opportunity, and it never panned out, but it had me thinking that I could do audio work. I'm capable mm-hmm. of reading, and I sound okay. Why not do audio work? Now that I've been on the show with you guys, and I've listened to more and more audiobooks, I can only do audio work if they want this one voice. If this <laughs> is exactly what they wanted, that's great. Heaven forbid there's a Mexican character or a Jewish character or whatever. They're, they're all going to sound somehow Rebecca the same. Rebecca turned to her husband and said with a sweet, melodic voice, No, honey, I can't come home tonight. 
<laughs> I mean, Justified if I'm if I'm competing for a regrets. book, yeah, I can do up to three different ac- African voices. <laughs> Somehow they would all sound the same yet different each time, and simultaneously, it would I would be terrible at it. Oh man! I mean, if that old bitch with Game of Thrones can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. Don't speak ill of the dead. Oh, I forgot that 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 bitch died. How cruel of you, Taylor. We don't yeah. say mean things on this show. Well, it was more like... Taylor, we always say mean things being, on this show. Being, oh, we, I know, don't, I know. we don't talk <laughs> shit about the dead, only the dying. Him being so anxious oh, almost is, made it better. Kyle knew what I was thinking. I stopped. Keep going. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Do it. On a totally different topic, how's Gangster Grandma doing? How is she doing? What's the update on Is she out of the hospital? Dude, I, I want I want us to get a soundboard, and I'd be fine if the only button on it was the curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> so every time you just boop, it's just every time something ridiculous. I changed topics. I wasn't doing what you're saying at all. <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would be a good one. Be a, I don't know how she's board. doing. I haven't heard anything about her from her from a while. I don't know. She, frankly, she's a little lacking on content these days. You know, I like my YouTubers to. Put something out there occasionally for is me. She, right? uh, I thought, is she I'd like it? a let's play or uh or you know, maybe a Dark Souls run through from her. That'd be cool. Is she dead? I mean, maybe she could play a little Doom. I and, think and Wings would have mentioned if she was That's dead. coming. Oh, I I couldn't tell if Kyle was doing a joke about the lack of content being <laughs> because she was dead. I didn't know if she had died or not. Fuck, what I drop. Yeah, Probably I don't know. One of those anchovies. I, I don't think she's dead. God, I hope not. That'll never come out of the carpet. Are you just yeah, are you, so are you gonna go back into your supply room and be like <sighs> dump, dump? I didn't have many anchovies. I, I had I, I literally had two packs. One was this one, and the other was the one you linked earlier. And see, I've never had the kind you've had, but the one that I linked where it's like just looks like a solid piece of fish, basically, like a fish fillet that you would get on pizza when you order anchovies. That does not taste as bad as what I imagined you had. I had to will myself not to vomit. Just I saw you did a good job because you're you are one who loves to vomit. Not loves to vomit, but you happen to vomit a lot. It's 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 bad. What's your meal plan for after this, Kyle? Do you have something delicious for after? I don't the show? think I can eat. Honestly, I, I'm I'm probably gonna like have some Ritz crackers and put some peanut butter on them. I feel like that'll settle my stomach. How about some of that like chicken pate or whatever you got? It's actually not so bad, but I'm I'm honestly saving this for in case I actually need some food. It's not delicious or anything. It's just nutritious and, and hearty and lasts forever. Do you have a bunch of normal ass tuna too? Just yeah. regular shit? I already had that, yeah. Do you have it in the cans or do you have it in those pouches? Both. Those pouches, the one that's uh, buffalo sauce flavored, very good. I don't yeah, get the flavored like ones. One. I, I figure I've got enough seasoning around to like flavor them however I'd like. If I, you know, I, I could... I could do that, but I like I, I just like a little relish, a little mayo, and a little pepper in there, and that's all I I, I do that. I'm really happy to eat it on crackers. I like it chilled, mm-hmm. crackers or wheat toast or something like that. I, I like it a lot. I I love pickles. I'm not a relish guy. I like not, it. I like not the not crunch. That saying relish. I like the crunch yeah. that it adds to the uh, the tuna salad. I was uh I was out with a couple of my friends who are Jewish <clears throat> at a Jewish deli or whatever the hell it is delicatessen. Mm-hmm. as uh, Larry David calls it in the show. 
and they have something called like half pickles where it's like instead of leaving the cucumbers spears in there long enough to become a full pickle they leave it in there for half the time to soak up a bunch of vinegar but it retains every bit of crunchiness of the 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 cucumber and i had never even heard of that i think it's called a half that's how they described it i don't remember the name it was fucking great super good because that's the only negative side of a pickle because the vinegar taste is great but it, it's never some, as crisp as you I want. Might, I might try that because uh, I, 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 I'm making beef jerky tomorrow and uh, I've got my hot sauce fermenting now. So maybe a little pickling as well. Beef jerky is easy to, easy to make, by the way. I got a, like a two pound um, bottom round uh, mm-hmm. chunk of beef. And I, I have excellent kitchen knives that are just razor sharp. And I cut the, the thinnest strips of it that I could cut, which are like paper thin. And then I marinated it in, uh, I don't have to know the exact ratios, but it's like uh, soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. And uh, I add a little bit of like uh, heat to it with, with some sriracha, marinated in that for like eight hours. And then you just bake it at like 175 degrees and it dehydrates it. And I've got a, a vacuum sealer. So I just vacuum sealed it up in the bags. And That's all you have to do. Really. Yeah. I didn't know you could bake them and get it done that fast. Have you had yeah. any yet? Is it good? I haven't tried it yet. It's oh. uh, Food Wishes on YouTube has a really good recipe. It's the one I used. It's uh, Chef John from foodwishes.com with foodwishes.com. Is that how he says it? Yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm Chef John with from foodwishes.com with. And then he announces. You're reminding me of like that Dale Gribble, like, and we're with the bulldozer here in Arlen's big game. Uh, <laughs> We're Dale Gribble would love this coronavirus stuff. You know, they're infecting people left and right. <laughs> <laughs> you all called me fools when I kept a hundred gallons of water for myself down there. <laughs> now who's laughing? Nancy, shut up. <laughs> my I'm only fear man, now man. is that my only fear now is that <laughs> what the fuck is his son's name? <laughs> Joseph. My only fear now is that Joseph is gonna steal it from me. <laughs> I like when he uh, infected Hank's yard with the fire hands. Yeah. <laughs> my lawn! Not my lawn! <laughs> now, Dale, what got up your ass to do this to my lawn? <laughs> Hank, you don't understand. They're coming for us, and they would have known if it was my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll watch a couple episodes of that. That is a show I never get tired of. It's such a feel-good show for me. I fucking love the Hill family. Peggy I could do without, but she creates a lot of funny situations i feel like they should have killed peggy off when she was in that skydiving incident yeah but it, it was peggy where she it was it was peggy it was funny when she was like now bobby i am one of only 16 people to have survived falling from that distance now i have not looked it up that is only a rough estimate <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets cotton to like do her physical therapy yeah. <laughs> What's, my, what's the matter, Hank's wife? <laughs> Can't get up and walk? <laughs> Hank's wife, put yourself in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> Hank's wife. I killed 50 men. Yeah. GH. <laughs> you bring GH Good over Hank. here. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted a son named Hank. <laughs> you know? Dad, you named me Hank. All right, I'll call him Good Hank. <laughs> BH, bad Hank. <laughs> such, such a fucking remember piece when, of shit. 
Remember when, when he thought that Bobby had turf toe and he was so proud, and it turned out Bobby had gout, gout. from eating all, going, from eating all, all the, the like meat. liver and organ meat at the deli. Oh, Bobby, you told me you got it from playing football. He's teaching him how to get a three point stance and teach him all this like football knowledge that he. You want to get down low, Bobby, and use your leverage. But Dad, <laughs> I just want to go and eat more organ meat. <laughs> he, goes, he shows up in that New York deli with like that New York Jew sounding guy who's serving everything. He's just like, ah, what a day. He <laughs> starts adopting that, that <laughs> Jewish cadence, which Larry David has in spades. Like yeah. he is the most Jewish sounding person I've ever met in my entire life. No, I've Pretty never close. met him, but I've ever seen in my entire life. When you get to the episode where his friend Richard uh has like liver cancer or something shit and larry is a match for a donor but he's trying to find any other way <laughs> to get him somebody else's liver so he's trying to cozy up with the guy who's on the like like organ donation board but that guy's a devout orthodox jew and so, so he's like trying to play the part of a devout jew it's that's the one where they end up on the chairlift and he's on the chairlift with the organ donor big wig's yeah. daughter. And she's like, and, and the chairlift gets stuck. It won't move. And she's like, the sun's going down. And he's like, so fucking what? He's like, I cannot be with a man after dark. He's like, why the fuck not? Who says that? <laughs> And she's like, the Torah says that. Oh, the Torah, of course, of course. <laughs> she goes, well, somebody's going to have to jump. And he goes, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hold my phone. And she just jumps from like 35 feet up. <laughs> What's she hurt? How'd she do? She's fucked up. <laughs> she's yeah, fucked up. Fuck they don't get the liver. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you got to really believe in your religion to do something like that. Fucking jumped. I was Jewish and I was like following all the rules easy peasy, just not eating clams or whatever. And then like the Torah or the Talmuds or whatever tell me to jump off a ski lift. Fuck that. It'd be funny if she jumped and like got really hurt and became an organ donor. <laughs> that would have been a good. And her liver was the. Yeah, yeah. That actually would have been a good plot See, twist. Woody, that was the exact point that you could have hit the soundboard. And that's it. No other soundboard. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Just, <laughs> just have one sound. Just Maybe the Incredible Hulk sound every once in a while. One clip. Oh, yeah. The sad music. Yeah, yeah. It, Whenever we do a little Wings update. <laughs> Joe Lozano. I'll, I'll never forget, like, like, Wings was having a little pity party for himself one time on the show, and Joe Lozon starts playing the sad Hulk music. <laughs> oh, and we just all die laughing, and Wings doesn't get it. It's funny. <laughs> Joe is Joe is not a bullshitter, and I learned that within two seconds of meeting him, where he just he calls every little thing how you see it. You make a bad joke in front of Joe that doesn't land. Well, that was like, funny. Oh, how was it? Yeah, that yeah, that sucked, dude. What were you thinking? <laughs> why, why would you Why would you say that? It's like Joe. I've got a lot of mean things to say to you too, but I'm really afraid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> should be. Should be. I'll pop that big fucking Pez dispenser right off those shoulders. Now you're going to break your hand and end your career, buddy. <laughs> awesome. You might. Professional fighter Joe Lozon gets in a fight with large-headed idiot at an Applebee's. 
watch what's next. <laughs> Dude, there was a shooting in Raleigh today. It was. It, oh shit! I didn't hear about that. Yeah. So uh, this is the part that I think is interesting. There's a guy. They call the police. They say that this guy is flashing his gun and maybe threatening people. The police mm-hmm. come, and here's where the stories diverge. The community goes wild because they shot him. And uh, they're like, they shot this guy for no reason. They shot this guy over a pizza. They're not having it. The police go to Facebook Live. So this story is crazy. They can't have a rational conversation with the people who are upset. And it's like the next Ferguson brewing. Well, they have body cams. It was a completely justified shooting. The guy is sprinting at the police with a gun in his hand. They tell him to stop, and he doesn't, and they shoot him. One shot, one hit, in the abdomen. The guy's alive. He's in the hospital. He's awake med right now. And it was, it's, it was a good shooting by any measure. You, know, mm-hmm. you can't run at the cops with the police in your hand as they tell you to drop it. Like that's, we all know that rule, right? Yeah. I would never run at the cops with the police in my hand. Yeah, you said that a little funny. Did I, did I say that too? I know. No, that's not how I remember it. And just, I was no gonna way. let it slide. <laughs> you can't run at the cops with the gun in your hand, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and while they tell you to stop. And I love body cams. I love body cams. Help good cops too. They they prove that good shootings are good. These guys were not trusting the police at all. They were going bonkers over it. They they shot him over a pizza. It was unjustified, etc. He was a great kid. Yeah, great kid who made a bad play. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the way she goes, bubs. Yeah. That's body cams are good. Goes. You know what? The rest of us are in a surveillance state. Why can't the police be surveilled a little bit? You think every cashier doesn't have a camera pointed at them all the time? Yeah. Sometimes by, empl- by, by customers. <laughs> they shouldn't be able to turn it off when they're peeing. It's looking forward. It doesn't have dick view, cops. And even if it did, who cares? Have you never showered with other men? Nobody gives a fuck. This is all true. This is these are all facts. <laughs> I know you know I have. Yeah, I know, I know you have. Yeah. You've been I wonder in prison which for of us has showered with more men. Because like oh, I get that you guys did sports. I blow you I blow both of you out of the water. I don't think so. I, oh, I've been naked with every so many day men. every day though for <laughs> two months. I've had a longer it, athletic I don't career come close. just by virtue I don't of come my close. age. Not even close. I, I mean, I played hockey my entire life, and all my number is three hundred. I shot over three hundred men. Oh, okay, I, wait, wait, three hundred different ones. Well, no. Or are you doubling up? Because if I, we're adding the same people over and over, put me in the thousands. Okay, well, never mind. How many years did you play hockey? Uh, I started when I was uh, five, right. but I wasn't showering then. I think I probably started showering after games when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Because that's when you start to get really, or when I started to get really rank and gross uh-huh. smelling. And so from then to like 18 and then plus PE at school, every, I, I never went to PE without showering afterward because I had a very, you know, I was a hairy but Did we just guy. do five years of hockey? Uh, it, well, of showering, of showering afterward. It was probably 13 or 14 to 18. Uh, I'm, so, I, but, I'm not yeah, and will never claim that I was a better hockey player, but I think I played longer. I think I played from like... 24 to 40, like 16 yeah. years. And that's, oh, a, see, that's nothing. That's see, a, I lot probably of, a lot less. I played for because 10. I was playing many, many times a week. That's true. I, I played, three I played times twice a week. a week now. So, and, and twice a week, every week since I was 10, like, I don't think either of you come close. 
Wait, if, what? If Kyle <laughs> was stealth getting good at hockey, that would be the funniest. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but I was like, just, just like Adam, I'm Michael Scott. Just, the next thing we meet, I'm just fucking skating backwards, <laughs> fucking juggling the puck. That doesn't include that my the- swimming. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, swimming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I just. Just by virtue of being, look, when you're my age, maybe you'll have showered with more men than I have, right? Hope not. But I think right now I, I'm leading the league. I, I think you probably are. I mean, if we were to prorate it, oh I yeah, might. sure, sure. That's <laughs> not the argument I'm making, right? Yeah. I, I, I think I may have had the most sex on much. this show, right? Now, when Kyle's 47, I, I suspect he might pass me. But as it is, I've got decades on me. Oh, you, you've definitely had the most sex of us. You've. I uh, sex the most times. Yeah. Married people have more sex than people who just hook up. That like, might not include Kyle in that statistic. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the thought process. Uh, this is not something I feel like bragging about. Cool. Then I win. Because <laughs> so, it's something I totally feel like bragging <laughs> Chicken about. Chicken dinner for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bully. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Just by virtue of uh, playing this game longer. Yeah. More cocks. Well, on that note, on the cock note, mm. uh, Kyle, do we have any any of our fun friends who have uh, an outro? I don't know. All right, no. <laughs> I hope not. Then. Well, this is so much better, and we don't have a guest. Four eighty-two. <laughs>